Alright, good morning everybody. Almost turning over to afternoon. We're getting ready for the Hempstead Invite here one week before the New York State Drill here at Hempstead, Long Island, New York. This is Paul Suskind of the Bayshore Redskins. I am joined by Lenny Gombert, formerly the St. James Wildcats. Hello, race fans. And uh, Dan Laverty, where are we going with this? Flukes? Good Rinky morning. Dinks, formerly of Flukes, so, Rinky so, Dinks. Sounds good. Nassau County. Any specific that? order? Flukes and Rinky Dinks. All right, there it is. I, I, I smell an interview right there, Yeah, Paul. I think it's going to I think he happen. could give us information on both of those teams. We're going to get behind-the-scenes scoreboard stuff. How it operates. I am an ex-scoreboard ex operator now. <laughs> it's handled by a crack crew over there now. And, of course, our producer, Fred Bensavanga of the New Hyde Park Termites, working the board back here. So, looks like we're going to get ready uh, for uh, an exciting day of racing. Beautiful day. Low humidity. These trucks are going to be rocking and rolling. Some really high, wispy clouds. Sunny day, most part here in Hempstead. Uh, Dan, did he just say wispy? Yeah. Wispy, but it wasn't a five dollar wow. word, so wow. we're not going to start yet. Tell me they're not wispy. Those are wispy. Slight, so, uh, slightly wispy. What do you think? What are we looking forward to today? You have your centralized hobos here, so I'm going to go out, and this is a big stretch. They're going to come in the top five. Perhaps. I'm, just, I'm laying it out there. Well, you know, Paul, we uh, we spoke about this last week at the CI invite uh, after the hobos had, heard, had to drill one. Welcome to the 67th Annual Hempstead Is this running through our mic today, Fred, or no? It's time to turn the mic over to Chief Fox Fred? Is the Hempstead Fire Department. Is he running through the system today? The PA. The PA. Sounds like it. He is. So we don't got to give the times. All right, so Len, you were talking about, we were talking about CI. Most likely, probably coming down. What, do you, what, what were you saying about that? Uh, well, yeah, I started to say was um, at the CI invite um, when they... Um, actually broke the record in buckets, or they thought they did. They had a little equipment issue. But uh, talking to uh, Jay, their, their dumper, and uh, him saying they have a lot of respect for the Hempstead Fire Department, and, and I think it's mutual. It goes both ways. And they said, hey, we're running next week. Some teams choose not to run mm -hmm. the week before the state, whether it's keeping their athletes healthier, keeping their equipment fresher. Um, there's, there's a different way of looking at things. Yeah, so much hey. not in Nassau County because okay, it's a uh, point drill. The three-man ladder contest. State record is six seconds flat. Held by West Sayville. First team to the line. Number one, the Highlanders from Roslyn. You know, as, as a Nassau County point drill, you know, it's not really so much of an option for the teams here in Nassau County. But, yes, Suffolk County, you're right. And you don't see too many Suffolk County teams. I see uh, Central Islip, East Farmingdale, and Islip is running three-man as Josh is going to be taking his spot on the third line today. So that's a storyline in itself. But, uh, again, um, you know, CI not having to be here. Um, they've been the dominant team this year, as, as any of our fans know that have been listening all year. They are, what, two-time reigning state champions? Mm -hmm. So, um, this, uh, I don't know, let's see what happens. I mean, well, hopefully I, their day goes well, and um, my, everything my, is okay for next week. My point of bringing that up, and we won't finish it before Roslyn gets this tournament started, is you figure West Hempstead also is going to be in the mix, and, I, and I'll finish my thought after Roslyn. Here goes the Roslyn Highlanders. If you're at home and you're watching, I'm sure you can see it. There's a start. First man having a little difficulty on the ladder, making his way to the top. He's falling through. Second man's beating him up there, and this is not going to be what Roslyn wanted to start out this drill. A little bit of nerves there for the first man. Wait till next week, my friend. First man in three man for the first team. Talk about nerves. That's a nervous spot. Time for the Highlanders. 1-1.41. 1 -1 Have you been there, Paul? Have you yeah. Yeah. The I got to the top, but it was awfully jittery at any drill. 
First man stinks. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of. Uh, that's pretty much where I always ran when I did climb. And uh, <laughs> me you, and you, you both. You just got up <laughs> enough speed that you almost didn't have to slow down. Like you just got going, and hopefully you make your mount clean. Well, Lenny, why did they put us at first man all the time? I, yeah. I've never understood that. Well, that's another conversation. It's really not fair. It looks like the first man might have broke the light. He's on. He's up. Third man's now on. Up to the top. Third man on at 460. So clean, but I don't know if it's going to be in the money. Baldwin's on the scorecard, but it doesn't look like. Uh, Time for the turtles. Seven. They ran three men. Four six seven forty six. You are correct. I don't know if they've run ladders all year. So anyway, so we got West Hempstead. We have Central Islip coming to the line right now. But I think those next three spots, there's a large group of teams that can get themselves down the track one week before the state tournament and be a little excited going in. Well, you're talking, I'm sure, Port Washington. You're talking Hicksville. You're mm -hmm. talking North Belmore. There's, there's, there's a Park. bunch of teams out Westbury. there. New Park. Yep. Merrick. Yeah. Hi, Hobos. Nice start. First man, second man, third man. It's a smooth run. Man, that's a nice shot right there. Everybody with equal room to get up that ladder for the Hobos. Third man in at 413. And, and I'll tell you, that team right there, they got some pretty sneakers. 6.23. So CI flexing their muscles early here, Paul. We've heard that number before for them this year. This year they ran that number? I believe so. 6.24 was the time of the year. So we have a new time of the year. The Merrick Buckeyes come into the line here. So that's the fastest time of the year, Len, going into the state tournament one week away. You know, we uh, we get to see the Merrick Buckeyes take the line. And, Paul, we've been talking, watching this third man here for Merrick. This guy can climb. Yeah, they got to get out of his he's way. He's quick. Yeah, he's the first one to leave. Looks like he broke the light, so that's a good start. First man's on, second man's on. Third man right next to him. Good finish, but you know what I noticed that round, Len? He's got to learn to mount the ladder better. What 31? Right Looked like he backed off a little bit. 7.01. With the way he climbs and those two guys out of his way, there's no reason that shouldn't be a six. He had a little hop there at the end. But he did catch a second guy. I mean, a second guy didn't touch the top rung much before he did. But there's definitely room to work out that shot. A little bit of tweaking. Call plays frogs. Chappie giving a real smooth yeah. clock set, huh? A lot of verbiage in that call-off. That's a smooth clock. Oh, just at the top, the middle man, he's stumbled now twice. 4.31 when he hit the bottom run. Time for the Frogs, 9.75. 9.75. Next to the line, number 9, the Hares from East Farmingdale. Paul, looking at the uh, scorecard, it looks like the heavy hitters, so to speak, are a little split up. You got CI running third. And then um, other teams who have contention are down near the end. Yeah, it's not like last week we had that little murderous row going, you know. All over the scorecard today is the East Farmingdale Hares. I don't know how much they've been out this year, but definitely trying to put it together. It looks like they have young kids online. What are you looking at right here? Yeah. Staggered. Staggered on their right? start. They're left to right, really. First man with, I mean, third man with long legs now making his way in. Third man jumped early. Man, they, they have stuff to work with right there. We said, you know, staggered on the stop pole at, uh, on the start. I think what we were saying was, if a guy was climbing left, he was lined and up left. One zero point zero three ten zero three. If the guy was climbing right, he was way right. Usually, you see them kind of in line. Number ten, the 
East Farmerdale, that the third guy from East Farmerdale, ladder climber body, long legs, and and good strides and real good ability climbing. I missed him, missed him to the bottom, but again, I think you want to line up straight yeah. and get the shortest route to the ladder, and then when you mount, either mount on the left or the right, whatever side you need to climb. Here's one of those teams we were talking about trying to get themselves down the track today, the North Belmore Rinky Dinks. Party White third, running three man, uh, third man. Good start. I mean, actually jumped a little bit too Ooh. much. The second man got out last, and I think that was yeah. more the problem. Yeah, the third second man, man start. Second man was really slow getting off. Now they finish. Second man stumbled. If you're not seeing this at home on the camera, by the time the second man left, I would say the third man halfway to him. 5-0, 8-50. Next to the line, number 11, the Wolves from Iceland. All right, the Iceland Wolves coming out for one race today. Now, they're trying to get they're trying to get back on track. You know, Josh was out last week. Billy Moon was climbing. He had the broken hand. Got the hand injury. He's wearing a brace of some yep. sort. So but, uh, this will be interesting. Yeah. And they're staggered on their lineup. If they if they could get a good shot right here, that's going to be real helpful to them going forward. That's booster. Good start right there. Josh charging hard. Yeah, he is. Ah, nice recovery. Had a nice run going. 399. So Josh is not holding back. I'm sure we're going to see him next week, Paul. They might see him more. Andrew Waltz, 6.92. Now, let me just. Let's ex if you're seeing this at home or you're in the park, you saw that. A 692. And the middleman slipped pretty handily. But yeah. made, a, they made a nice recovery. But how many times do you see an actual slip on the ladder and still get a six out of the run? And a six, very important. You're right. That's second place right now. And Josh had a weight, obviously, at the top for him. But yeah, Josh caught him on the ground a little bit as well. Did you get Josh's in, Lenny? 399. 99. Nice. All right, Paul Washington Roadrunners, another team in the mix being mentioned for coming down the track today. Kyle Lewis back in his familiar spot, running third there. I, I expect a big day from the, the Roadrunners today. Clean start. Actually, Kyle might not have been the first one out. Ah, stumble at the top. It's going to affect them. I mean, it's not going to hammer them, but it's going to affect their overall time. Kyle got into 425. 7.27. 7.27. 7.27. Another racer with some good fashion sense. Good looking shoes. Next to line, number 15, the Rebels from Levittown. Hi, right, with Levittown coming to the line, probably about six teams left on the scorecard here. We have a 623 from Central Islip. The 692 from Islip is holding second. The 701 from Merrick is third. Port Washington 727 is fourth. And the 746 from Westbury currently in the lucky dog position. Levittown Rebels. You know, you talk about tweaking. I've seen something simple as changing a climber's takeoff foot. Oh, yeah. And that nobody ever noticed. Nobody on the team. That's just the way he did it. And then somebody goes, you're taking off on the wrong foot. Something we always look at. Yeah. And that brings teams' times down. Ooh, third Ooh. man went right through, eh, Lynn? Yeah, he went right through. The first man probably broke the light, so I don't know Thigh deep. Uh, if it was going to be competitive. But uh, that third man really uh, taking a... Taking a beating right there. That's wasn't a full. That's it, was, it was thigh deep. Lower thigh. The Rebels, one four point five one, fourteen fifty. I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah. Well, no, he wasn't that deep. It was thigh deep. Second man, Matt Peck, was blocking the view of the officials there. Got a little warning there, didn't he? Yeah, he got grabbed by the back of his shirt by the official and said, "Hey, buddy, we can't see the top rung there." Good job, Matt. Maybe it's something you'll learn and uh, change in the future, buddy. 
It's not usually many, the first man get up and get out of the way, but the second man's got to get out of the way not, too there. Not many times the officials will actually have the opportunity through time to walk over to one of the guys and tell them to get out of the way before the third guy gets there. <laughs> New Eyed Park Termites. Another team. 40 scales on the line. Nice start. It's a nice, it's a clean shot. That's going to be your second place shot right there. Give us some numbers, Lenny. Frankie got on 444, but he uh, made a nice run out of it. They're in the mid-60s. Time for the termites. 6.73. 673. That's your second place shot. That third man came from West bolting up from his set foot to grab that top rung. Last night at the Old Fashioned, we'll talk more about it in a little bit, Miller Place running a 678 to win the three-man ladder competition. So place, that I was mean, what a night they had. Oh, my gosh. It was, it was points, points, and more points for the extinguishers. An old-timer, yeah. when you think about it. I mean, I don't know the times to compare them to other classic old-fashioned numbers, but the fact that you score that many points says something. Dominated the evening. Five first places, two second places, and one... What does two points get you? What place is that? That's fourth, by the and way. And one fourth. Ho Hoboish. <laughs> Here comes West Hempstead. Nice clean shot. I think that's going to be your second place number. Second man, or excuse me, third man on at 411. I got 625. I yeah. might have been a little. I don't know if it's going to be the 23. Time for the Westerners. 6.57. Yeah, I missed it. 657. 657. Solid shot for the Next Westerners. The line, number 19, the Woodlanders from you know, Rockville Paul, Center. You're talking about Miller Place last night and hobo-ish. Mm -hmm. uh, not very often. Uh, in life, you want to be compared to a hobo, <laughs> but in the racing world, uh, that's not such a bad thing. Oh, it's an unbelievable Speaking thing Speaking of these days. which, Hobo Nation is out in force and, and, today and in the let's stands. Just, let's just mention the Rockville Center Woodlanders last night. They come in second place walking in off the street. Classic old-fashioned organization. Many, many victories under their belt, but boy, nice job by the Woodlanders, and here they come. They're looking at, oh, oh, third man, now he slips. The he was man. attacking it, Paul. 423 in. He was going Had it strong. Going. Had it going well. I'd say about halfway up the ladder. They were in the money. Time for the Woodlanders, 9.87987. So Rockville Center just won with the, I mean, they scored 16 and a half last night. The Hicks from Hicksville. Take second place in the drill, and I, I, I don't know how much they practice those races. I mean, it's, it's almost ingrained in their DNA when you're Rockville Center, right? The history they've had in the old-fashioned circuit. But uh, congrats to them. They were hanging in there for a while in the beginning. All right, Hicksville Hicks. Oh, first man, I think broke the light. He's up. Second, third. Might might struggle for a point here. I'll give you the top five in a second. You know, Paul, you mentioned first man might have broke the light. Time for the Hicks, 7.22, 7.22. With some teams, that's by design. Next to the line, number 21, our host for today's well, drill. That is the an Yellow incorrect Hornets design. from Hempstead. <laughs> there well, is, there is a design if, fault in if that. If your first man is not a strong climber and he can't get out of the way, oh. I mean, you're not going to get the best time that way. Don't get me wrong. Can't but score. sometimes it's by design. Can't score. However, my, can't score. if you let me finish no. my thought, no. that climber was good enough that he did not have to do that. He was yeah. up and out of the way easily. Well, so. If that's the way your philosophy goes, you're, you're starting off on the wrong foot. Here okay. come the Hempstead Yellow Hornets. Check this third man. He's in on. He's going. That's a nice run by the Yellow Hornets. Third man in at 4.08. I thought he had a little glitch in With the middle. With ease, a 4.08. Uh-oh. 
Uh-oh. I think it, no time. It's going to be a It'll no be time. It'll be a no time for the Yellow Hornets. shame for the Hornets. The first climber did not touch the top rung. Rule 13-01. You know, when you get a new group of guys like that, sometimes, you know, it's not fully explained, or you don't really know where your hands are. I think he came up and touched the rail. I missed it. He I, got I, off I on the rail, it. and then to how he pushed himself to the side. Next to the line, number 22, the Minutemen from Manhattan. Well, the crack team of officials up here, they know what they're looking at, and uh, there's no argument from any of them. That was so a number that would have been in the top five. Our last team on the line, the Manhattan Lakeville Minutemen. They're shooting for a low seven. I think seven oh one. They'd have to get the sixes. Just about. Here they come. First man on. Second, third. Second man now slips about a second step up the ladder. Yeah, third man in at four sixty three, but they're just walking up the ladder at this point. Hoping for the digital malfunction. Time for the minute men. One three point zero two. Thirteen zero two. I will wait for the official results. But CI is going to win that contest with a, the, the, the best time of the year in the three-man ladder competition thus far, heading into our state drill one week away. So they continue, as I said earlier, to flex their muscles, show their strength, and um, well, you know, CI is here to be serious. Last year, what, CI scores, what, 31 and a half in that state drill? 31, 31? It's on the. It's on every shirt they own. Thirty-one. <laughs> well, Daryl's the. Uh, the yeah. Fan so so that, it's but. just thirty-one, and you know that set the all-time high for points in a state record until, in a state drill. State drill, yeah. Until, last night, Miller Place scores thirty-five. Thirty-five points in a state drill. Damn, were you here for the drill? Uh, I, I was not. I watched it on the video on the internet. Yeah. Now move the equipment. Stand here by the results. For the results. Oh, so they win with oh, what? Two or three high. contests to go. Pretty pretty handily, right? Yeah. And they scored every contest. You said? Yes. I mean that's impressive. I don't care on what level you race at, right, Lenny? You go eight for eight running your run. And again, they weren't getting fourths and fifths. They and got as, a lot of firsts in there. As Dan said, you got five firsts, two, Second two seconds, and one, one fourth place. So 35 points. Now, I know this is not on the minds of the CI Hobos, but if they have a phenomenal day, which they were on their way to last week, I bet you it pops into their mind. No? I, I'm thinking there more concerned with the overall uh, victory in the drill. They don't I'm They don't care if they score 20 or 30 or 40. Dude, they they want to win the drill. They can and, score 12. And, and get to paint their win. truck again. Right. But I'm saying if they're well, like they had, remember they were out so far last week, if they're that far out in front, it's got to start into Oh, it's got to creep in your head. Yeah. It's got to. All right, we're going to do a commercial here before B-Ladder. Stick with us. We'll be back. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. Results for three-man ladder. With over 25 place, years of service in the fire industry, Central high-tech Iceland. fire and safety continues to be a proud Second sponsor place, of New York points. State Drill Team. West high Hempstead. tech has been honored to serve as master distributor Third for place, morning pride products, points. including state-of-the-art poker gear, USAR gear, Fourth EMS place, gear, two helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride Gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality point, products including Merrick. ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631 661 7515 
The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs. And unlike smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software package that functions just like the more expensive laptop MDC, but is CAD-independent and at a fraction of the cost. Don't settle for less than the best. Check out the online video demonstration today at www.streetwisecadlink.com. Streetwise CADLink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. Here's, you won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. Alright, we're back here at Hempstead, everybody. Getting ready for a B-Ladder. The Roslyn Highlanders will be taking their place on the line. If you're just joining us, beautiful day. Tell me those clouds aren't wispy now, Lenny. <laughs> Okay. That's Wisp. Okay, the next contest to be run will be the B-Ladder contest. The state record is 4.82 seconds. It's held by West Saville. First team on the line. Number one, the Highlanders from Roslyn. Who holds that record? Wisp Saville? Yeah, Wisp, Wisp Saville. I'll tell you, that record set in 98. Wow. And it is uh, 1998. That What is that, 17 years later? 17 years later, that same guy has the best run of the year at a five flat. Right. Mike don't like to hear it, and he'll he'll shy away. But uh, you're talking about the Michael Jordan of our uh, of our era. That same guy on the back of the truck this week, little B and C ladder again, getting ready for the big show. Who was the uh, gentleman who filled in for him? Billy. Uh, Billy Holder, the climber, ex climber of the Copac Yellowbirds. That's right. 
heck of a job doing so. I mean, I they didn't lose much there. Last week, CI wins this contest with a 523. It actually, it was a pretty decent B-ladder contest last week. 523, West Hempstead 531. Those two teams are here today. But here will come the Roslyn Highlanders. Roslyn's in the break. Whoa, that was a hot drop. He let him off. They handled it straight ladder. I think, Len, I, don't think he, I don't think he ever got to the hard break there. I don't think the truck ever got going. 316, you said All it was right, high, Highlander, that's 316. 6.47. I don't think the truck ever hooked up, really. And, uh, it was a little deep, I'll give you that. But uh, They had some issues with that truck last week, and obviously they still do. Next to the line, number five, the Turtles from Westbury. But I think they tried to make it up with lack of brake. It was a good climb by Greg Brown there. Under the circumstances, it really was. They, they were all together, even though they got off moving. They stayed. They, they actually followed that truck as it left. And they never got that transfer of weight. All right, Westbury Turtles make their way to the line. Front hood adorned with the American flag. Roslyn, an American flag attached to the top of that truck, right? Blowing in the wind as they come through the opening of the arch here at Hempstead. You're at home watching this on the video. You know exactly what I'm talking about. This the one of the one of the one trucks that don't sound like any others. It's got a real sound of its own. You're listening at home. Clue into what Dan's saying. You hear the Westbury Turtles. Be louder. They fouled that truck. Oh man, that ladder hit that arch hard. It actually threw the climber off, and he face-planted the right rail. Tough, tough Time hit. Time for the Turtles, 7.42742. Yeah, it is a uh, little blemish on that ladder after that one, Paul. The Hobos from Central Iceland. 286 in the ground, but yeah, just slammed really hard it into was, the arch. And it was one of those situations where the, it looks like the guys were stuck in the back of that truck, and when the truck took off, they went with it, and, they, and that can increase your speed as it did right there. I take that number in Bihos. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Central Islip Hobos. We had mentioned earlier last week's winner, 523, coming off a though not uh the heaviest shot in three-man ladder of the year. Dan, you working on your comedy? I mean, you you come up bit, with some singers bit. today. Dan Laverty joining us today, helped us out uh, over the years with the the media, whether it was sideline reporting or play-by-play -play or working a scoreboard or working cameras, right, Paul? This guy's multi-talented. Yeah. Hobos! That's how you stick it in the ground. Jay Newell pick his way top. That's a nice run. That is a nice run. That's how you stick a ladder in the ground. They were ready to go, anticipating getting off Time that truck. for the Hobos. 5.18. 518. 518. Heavy number heading into the state. Next line, number seven, the Buckeyes from Merrick. So uh, Paul, tell everybody. Paul, I just showed you my numbers. I was right on overall, so that tells me I was probably pretty close on the dig time. Only 290 in the ground. That means he climbed that ladder in 2.28 seconds. He did, though. A 25-foot ladder, folks. 2.28 seconds. Well, he's, so, he's taller than the normal human being. True that. So, and he's got long arms, but still, he was motivating. But if you watch all four of those guys right there, they were completely insane. Yeah. I'm going to say five guys because Danny Jackson left them perfect. Merrick Buckeyes.
it nice. Oh, ladder went a little bit left. Almost touching the safety pole over there, Paul. I'm not sure. 303 in the ground for the Merrick Buckeyes. Time for the Buckeyes. 7.10710. Next up, number eight. The Frogs from Call Place. Lenny, I don't know if you noticed it. It looked like that truck was spinning. I mean, it took a long time to get here. Didn't quite notice it, but... Uh, when they got off, they went to the ground real good, but the ladder came out and it faded left. Threw the, threw the climber off. Call Place Frogs. Little Jimi Hendrix playing. Well, again, folks, uh, if you're just joining us, we're at the Hempstead Infight. We're into B ladder right now. Stands on the south side, filling up like we'd like to see. Come on out. Enjoy a great day of racing here at the Weir Street Racing Facility. Plenty of room in the stands. Beautiful day out here. Frogs look like they're a little off center on their lineup here, Paul. You're right. Stick it. Climbing. Mike, nice job getting to the top. That ladder was a straight ladder. Little crooked, but he does a Nine nice job fighting 6. through it. 6.11. 309 in the ground for the Frogs. Mike was hoping for a five there, I think. Oh, I'll nine. tell you what. The hairs I think if Bilal Powell was climbing yeah. there, maybe they would have been in the fives. But. He's, he's inside the three-man ladder line probably by two feet at least. If they bring that dig out the way he just climbed right there, he had a nice climb. Yeah, that was smooth. He was yelling something at you there, Lenny. What was he I saying I thought he to said you? something about a five. I think he was hoping for a five there. It was going so well halfway up, I didn't think it was him. I made a, uh, <laughs> again, made a joke. Some of us go to some jet games together, and uh, Mike's a big Bilal Powell fan. So. He's got to make the team. Give him a shout-out. Heidi's Farmingdale Hares take their spot. Staring at... A 518 of the Central Ice of Hobo. That's an uh, intimidating number. <laughs> stare at that all day. Yeah, and that would be 99.9% .9 of us would stare at that all yeah, day. I don't Not, even, and never attain. You may, yeah, you may want to look past that. Run your run. All right, they put it over, right over the safety line. He's on. Like a lot of break, Paul. Yeah, they, they were really conscious of breaking hard and no momentum. About three feet over the yellow Time safety the line. 7.26. 726. 339 in the ground, even though they were only a few feet over the yellow Next safety up. line. Number 10, the Rinkinings from North Belmore. So they, I think they got into the break maybe just a little bit early and stayed in it a little bit too long. But uh, they will come back to fight another fight. North Belmore comes to the line looking at that same 518. Second place, 611 by those call place frogs and Roslyn. 647 is currently third. So it's early in B ladder, but it's wide open, Paul. I think that's something uh, the Rinky Dinks can definitely accomplish. With them. They're, they're a five, right? A high five team, yeah. Five, seven, five, eight, they're, uh, they're wheelhouse. There you go. Dan, you probably see more of Nassau County than Paul and I do. It seems like a team that's coming back again. I see them go a little bit of a roller coaster uh, up, down, up, down. I think they're back on the upswing. It's going to take a few years for them to get together. You know, they've been, they've known each other and grown up together, a lot of these guys. Man, he was way out when he broke it. It's a nice job climbing. Excellent job. He knew he was going to take a pounding. It was an air show. 
He actually got the top rung just as it hit the arch. Line for the Rinky Dinks, 2.92 in the ground. Pretty run to watch. I talk about it every year, every tournament. You're probably sick of me saying it, but wow, what a view we have. Next to the of line, a number 14. The Roadrunners from Port what Washington. What a view of a climber just pushing and working hard and determination on his face. And he took a pretty good hit there. He took a hell of a hit. And 569, there's so much they can do with that run and turn that into a 5-3. He broke out far. They lunged to get in the pit. They're just over the safety line. You bring that in a little bit and carry that momentum a little better to the arch, that number's going to come down significantly from 569. You know, our officials here at the top of the arch, they get to see the faces on these climbers as well, and uh, it's a real show up here, isn't it, guys? <laughs> you have big eyes. <laughs> but, uh, again, our, our officials are used to it, and, and we're starting to get used to it now. You but, saw uh, the determination on his face oh. when he was climbing, and he knew about halfway up this was not going to feel well. Uh, that's why I <laughs> love the sport. You just He knew what was going to happen, but he fought through it, and he took the beating, nice and he shot. got the time for it. Nice shot by the Rinkadink. Second place with the Port Washington Roadrunners about to come down the track. In the break. Oh, there's speed there. He sticks it. RJ's making his way to the top. Nice job fighting through. There was some speed getting off the back of that truck, but they stuck it. 272 in the ground. Port Washington's going to be Time in the mix. Time for the Roadrunners. 5.60. Nice job by Port Washington. I'm telling you what, you got to give kudos to the driver there and the diggers, well, all four guys on the back. They decided, you know what, we're going to stick this hard. If we stick it, we know Next RJ can get line, up there. Number 17, the Termites from New Hyde Park. You know, Paul, I watched some old video, whether it was you or me or all these other races. We all make a different expression on our face. The climber looked like he was holding his breath. Holding his breath. He's got cheeks, cheeks are blown out. Yeah, he looked like uh, Dizzy Gillespie or something. There was some pictures of me running the hose <laughs> like that sometimes. <laughs> me too. Face blown up. I don't know if you just... Holding ask everything him, in. You ask him what he was doing, and he says, I didn't know I, I did know. that. I didn't know. <laughs> I made that face. The best, I, is, the best is when you see like a Hydra with his eyes closed. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what you're talking about, Paul, now, right? <laughs> well, his feet are up. That was I Paulie, his feet swore I jumped off the back of the truck with my right foot until they proved to me on video and pictures <laughs> that I got my left foot off first. Never knew. Didn't want to know. Yeah, exactly. They stick a nice ladder straight. Frankie making his way to the top, and he's there. 281 in the ground. It's They're going to be, gonna be Washington. in that same vicinity. Time for the termites. 5.58. Just nipping the Port Washington Roadrunners for second place. I think Frankie, uh, the recipient the of 18, the Westerners from West Hempstead. New High Park's experience and his own experience earning those buttons. I, I, I'm not quite sure I had it there, but uh, hey. Well, I will you, say this, you get that, that over the years, and I don't, uh, he's earned it. Their ladder was not dug as quick, but it did go up straighter, and Frankie's a little taller. You put Frankie and RJ next to each other, there's a considerable difference, and sure. the end of that race was only a 200th difference. So, yeah, you know, have them hairs. stick their arms out and see if it's 200s faster to jump when your arms are that long. I bet you it is. Levittown did not run B-ladder for those keeping score at home. Anybody know why they're not running B-ladder? Uh, let us know. West Hempstead makes their spot to the line right here, and they're the second-place team, 531 last week. So let's see if they can stay with the 518 of the CI Hobos today. Track clear for the Westerners. On their home track, so to speak. Now it is their home track, I think. Right? So to speak, I said. Man, they stuck it. Holy Craig, nice job fighting through. That ladder hit. He fought through it. 
that truck was sliding through and they stuck it in the ground. 275 in the ground for the Westerners. They Time get it off hot. For the Westerners. 5.16. The Westerners get off moving and you know. The line. Number 19. The Woodlanders from Rockville I said, Center. I said 275, and they got off hot. They did get off moving. They were a little bit deep. And then I think back, here we are in Hempstead, New York. I think back to the days of the Flukes. And the way the Flukes used to get off yeah, the truck. Two and B-Hose and B-Lad, 2.5, 2.4, maybe two better. Um, just crazy speeds they would get off. But, but if uh, you watch that truck. That was truck, with speed. I thought that truck slid through, but they were anticipating when he was leaving. They were going in the direction of, of the asphalt. And if you watch that run, even compared to New Hyde Park and Port Washington, it's stuck in the ground together. Oh. That was a straight ladder going up. So Craig, even though it went up hard and it did bang a little bit. They handle it. Craig had a straight ladder to climb, and he fought through that bang they without a hesitation. It. And you guys both noted this is their home track, so they probably knew it might slide a little I bit. I don't care what track you're on. A 516, <laughs> when you just beat the Hobos 518, going into the state tournament. Sugar Plum Fairies, my friend. Lenny, you're talking what about the, the Flukes. What the heck are you talking, talking about? They, the they, got, digging, uh, they hot. got high hopes after that run. That's going to pump you up. We we had a digger whose uh, shoulder would pop out of their uh, socket. Rock the center getting Rock a little swirly. Yeah, nice job handling it, those guys, and he makes it to the top. Explain that one, Len. 297 in the ground. I thought the truck got a little squirrely, which you don't usually Time see with a big truck. 6.09. But they handled it, and again, we're talking about the flukes a little bit, and Dan wants to add a story right here, but... No, 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 you said they they dug so hot that uh, one of our uh, diggers, their shoulder, their arm would pop out of the socket. And then he'd walk back to camp, and somebody would pop it back in for him, get ready for Uh, sea ladder. I don't don't know that I've ever seen... uh, I guess Patchogue back in the day used to get off pretty hot, too, but those flukes... Everybody got off hot back then. Flukes unbelievable. And as I said, uh, referring to the flukes, obviously, Rockville Center... With the Flukes old B truck, and there's always a bunch of uh, nicknamed Big Snot. Old fish here, old Flukes uh, that like to see that truck on the truck. 569 is the number Hicksville has to get to get on top of that score or get into the scoreboard. Just want to back, back, uh, piggyback what you were saying, Lenny, about the truck. The truck actually, the ASN started to fade left, and that usually in ladders. Not as so bad in B hose, but in ladders, that usually throws all four guys off. Those guys did a hell of a job. Yeah. Working and that can together. throw the climber outside the ladder, which you don't want. You want them under it if possible. Nice job by the guys in Rockville Center. Hicksville. Ooh, that's some speed. They stick it. Cheers, nice. Is it got a 69 area? What do we got? That was warm. 272. Oh, this is going to be uh, probably third. Time for the Hicks. 5.16. Oh, a tie so. for first place, and I'm going to give it the speed of the truck. Next to the line, and number the f- 21, the Yellow Hornets from Hempstead. You're right, Paul. They the, came in hot. The drop they got and the fact that they stuck it, probably our best stick of the day. They stuck it. He mounted it. Beautiful mount. Everybody knows Smooth Dougie climb. can climb. Yep. No bang. No hesitation. Nah. 5-16. All the guys working together. Again, sometimes the, the unsung way. No, I'm going to yes. say the Go unsung ahead. hero sometimes is the thrower. And just what you said, with that speed, the thrower controlled that ladder, gave Dougie every opportunity, and had a tie for first place. This is the best B-ladder contest of the year. A five, two 5-16s and a 5-18. Uh-oh, I think our engineer Impressive. wants to chime in. What do you got? Well, he's got a – you'd think the engineer would have a microphone that worked, Paul. I know. 
Shame. Yeah. So what Fred is saying. Free state drill. Now yep. it works. Yeah, they'd love to mail in that time next week. So I always said, if you get a good time, you should have a big scoreboard. You get one race, you get to mail in your time, and they can watch it. Everybody watch it on the video. Hempstead. They stick it. Little trouble mounted, but now he's making his way, and he's at the top. Vicky had a little problems with his hands. I don't know if his feet caught up to his hands a little too much there Time at the top. for the old Hornets, 6.72, 672. 3.13 in the ground for the Hornets, Next or the rascally 22, Hornets. The Minutemen from Manhasset, Lakeville. So, as you guys are saying, I mean, this is uh, a week before the state. And, again, my team, when we had a team, we usually chose not to run the week before the state and take it easy, get everybody healthy and whatnot. But these teams aren't holding back, guys. They're going for it. You know, I was going to say that West Hempstead and CI were going to trade back and forth, first and second, and then Hicksville comes in. Wow. Listen, we saw CI run a 518, and we were like, oh, looking at each other like, this. No, nobody's going to touch that. They didn't touch it. Two teams beat it. What will that mean for C-Ladder? Well, stay tuned, race fans. We can't wait to bring it to you. As the last team now is on the line, Manhasset Lakeville Minutemen for B-Ladder. Man, they got off crooked. The thrower looked like he buckled a little bit. He had the weight of the ladder on his shoulder, and he was, like, running sideways for a second. Yeah, 289 for Manhasset. Just a little sloppy Time getting the in the ground. 8.99. So they're not going to score here in B-Ladder, but we just saw an awesome B-Ladder race, guys. Yes, and we did. With a limited amount of teams. And there's other teams that aren't here today, Paul, or maybe, uh, again, a, an ice slip or somebody that did a run B-Ladder. They're going, whoa. Absolutely. What do we have to do next week to get in the money? I mean, what's the fifth place time? Do you, do you have a number? Fifth place is 560. Okay. I mean, that, that's a little bit out of the range normally, but we haven't seen a top three times uh, to take place in one drill this year like that at all. I mean, we talked about last week. It was a 523, 531. They were all really close times, and then we looked at Henrietta, who's 53, would have fit right in that mix and scored a point last week. And we know they were on the road today coming down to the island, so and I, I'm, I'm thinking they're going to be here later today if they're not already, but they're thinking, hey, we run our 5-3. We're going to get some points. Well, yeah, <laughs> and, and it, it would have still today, but all of a sudden the uh, the bar has been raised a little bit, and uh, B-Ladder looking move, real good. Move the equipment. Comes your top five for the contest. And West Hempstead surpassed CI in total points by half a point. Coming out of that event. We'll get the official results any minute. Runoff. What do you think? Week before the state. Let's I, have a runoff. Yeah, you think they're going to do that? I see the sea trucks coming out already. Nah. Would we love to see it? Would we love to broadcast it? Yeah, but uh, I don't think uh, anybody's going to go that road. No. I don't even know if any was offered. I mean, they're supposed I to at least offer it. it, and I'm just assuming everybody's, no, nah, I don't think so. I'll take the four and a half, and I'll run out the door. Well, they would only been running off for a trophy, right? Correct. Yeah. The pride. Pick. Pride. All right, trucks as they did in B-Ladder, making their way opposite direction down the track from under the arch to the stop start line, as there is still construction going on here at the Hempstead track, where you would normally pull in off the Southern State, and a lot of teams would normally park. So, And our crack team of officials have the lights set up for C-Ladder already. Drill's moving along very smoothly. 
Like we're going to get our points here. Yeah. Any we're moment. Apparently it's not official yet, Paul. Not sure what they're holding back on, but... Yeah, I kind of liked you giving the uh, results last uh, drill results you were announcing there, Results for B-Ladder. Quickly. We have a tie for first place. <laughs> Each will get four and one-half points. Hoff. Between the West Hempstead Westerners and the Hicksville Hicks. In third place, with three points, the Central Islip Hobos. Fourth place, two points, the New Hyde Park Termites. And fifth place, one point, the Port Washington Roadrunners. Alright, as we talked about a little bit in the pregame, Hempstead, West Hempstead, sorry, West Hempstead and Central Islip out to a great start. Eight and a half West Hempstead, eight Central Islip, New Hyde Park five. We'll be back. We'll be back for Sea Ladder. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. The 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is the exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or Brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, high-tech fire and safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State drill teams. 
Hitech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, Hitech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 630. 661-7515. The Titan Group is back supporting drill team racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the drill team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. 
Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs. Okay, and like everybody, smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software contest. package that functions the just like the more expensive laptop MDCs. independent slip. First team to the line. Number one, the Highlanders from Roslyn. All right, we're back for Sea Ladder, everybody. Eight and a half, West Hempstead, eight central islip heading into Sea Ladder. Last week's Sea Ladder contest, not too shabby. The winner was the central islip hobos. They ran an 8.95. And they also have the best time of the year at an 8.81 and the state record at an 8.71. So all hobo all the time in Sea Ladder. Can't take all top five spots, though, so somebody else can have something to say. And we thought they were winning the B ladder contest. You know, so. Paul, I was on the group me side. A lot of guys are involved with can that. Can I just it's say something side. before you continue sure, this? Sure. You are like the new Mr. Group Me. You're up there with the Murphys oh, and the Rizzos. Oh, come on. I'm not that it's, bad. It's the Murphys, the Rizzos, and now Lenny. And Gombert. Okay. Those, are the, those are your... Your group me superstars right All now. right. Well, you say what you want, but you know uh, those of us on the radio, we got a lot to say to begin with. So <laughs> it's hard to hold back sometimes. But you got to uh, force yourself, my friend. I do it all yeah, the time. No, I know. I, you bite I your tongue. I type in and, and I take it away. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> but uh, racing group me, never heard of it. <laughs> You've heard of racing group B, not racing group me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you uh, you so hear different ahead. things on there, and uh, I was just checking it while we had our break, and um, people thinking right away with CI scoring really big in three-man ladder and throwing that nice shot up in early uh, part of B ladder that it's going to be just a showcase today for the Hobos, and um, a couple other teams chiming in there and saying, no, not so much. So uh, Well, we got a second here, Lenny. Yeah, um, put the, put the Chris Murphy up. said you can text any instant feedback to 631-495-5008. Grab your pencil, I'll say it again. Text any instant feedback you got. We might talk about it on the radio. It'll be relayed to us. 631-495-5008. Text your comments, and we may read it on the air. A shout-out, or you have some yeah. commentary, a piece of history, or what have sure. you. Sure. Uh, we love everybody's opinion. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. And uh, you got a trivia question maybe you want us to throw out there. We're not going to promise you we're going to use everything, but uh, we're always looking for more content. Right, hey, you want to say how good-looking Lenny is? You, know, <laughs> you ain't going to get any texts then. See, the Rizzos have already chimed in about how great Lenny is. Now we're going to get it from the Murphys. and it's These are, these are the, the Hall of Famers of group me. I, I, I just don't see any praise for Paul, though. Do you? Dan, I, I'm I not on group. I, I, I believe I've been banned from the group me. I was in it in the beginning stages. Okay. and uh, well, You're the wrong guy to talk to. I forgot. <laughs> The now you remember what I, my little sarcastic <laughs> remark was, and Sorry. I said I didn't know what the group me was. Sorry, yeah. Dan, we didn't mean that personally, Dan. No love lost there. I'm all right. I'm good. By the way, you haven't worn out your welcome yet. What are you leaving it to? I still, I still, uh, <laughs> I still get paid every two weeks at my job, you, listen, and uh, you might I, sl not, I sleep well at night. You, I'm all right. You might not be on the group me, but you are mentioned on the group me. <laughs> at a love. Constantly. You, you, uh, you have created a whole certain aspect of the group. Media. There's a new word. If you're labradied, you're gone. You just get labradied. You've become, what would that be, an adjective? You've been labradied? Yeah. So you got to be proud of that. So you got that going for you. Yeah, meet me uh, meet me over by the practice arch, and I'll labradied anybody that needs to be labradied. Whoa. Oh, hey, yo, oh, it's a family show. Does that have something to do with food? Depends. <laughs> Speaking of which, all right, I'm, we I'm, not, local I'm, committee. I'm getting a little we hungry. We better get off the group me thing. He's getting a little upset. <laughs> no, nah, I'm all right. <laughs> Beautiful day out here. The clouds are no longer wispy, Paul. Nah. 
They're cloudy. They are. What, what are uh, Thrombus? Cirrus? What kind of clouds are those? Cumulonimbus. Cumulonimbus. Okay. All right, so we're having a, an issue, it looks like, up at the start line with the clocks right here. While we have a little bit of time, let's talk a little bit about that old-fashioned drill last night. We mentioned that Miller Place was the winner. Miller Place scoring 35 out of 40 points in a dominant effort. Big ups to the extinguishers. But let's talk about some other teams. Uh, Dan, you mentioned to me a little earlier Amityville. Yeah. Amityville. Big, big night for them. Top five, I believe, maybe for the first time. I don't know if it's the first time ever. In a, a state. Good. First time place in a state. state drill in any aspect, motorized or old-fashioned? Yes. Okay, so good, good. I don't believe ups. the motorized Amityvillains have ever placed in a motorized state, no. Well, I know they had a 1972 at this track at the Hempstead Invite is when they ran that 613 in three-man ladder to set the three-man ladder record. So Anybody around they, the sport knows the villains have a history. They had some decent, decent runs in different contests back then, but you could be very well correct. And to get in the top five, Amityville scored eight of the last possible ten points, second place in the last two contests, and ten of the last 15 points overall to get themselves down the track. So congratulations to the Amityville Village. Reminds me a little bit on the motorized circuit of the Termites, and we talked about this in weeks past as well. They used to finish so strong, maybe not have the greatest day up to the last two or three races and then come through strong, and all of a sudden they're in the top five again. Let's not leave out the Rocky Point Rum Runners. Absolutely. Fifth place with 13 points. That was a big night for them as well. That was the next thing I was going to bring up. Rocky Point, who has only been an old-fashioned drill team, probably... I guess it's maybe less than five years, give or take. Coming down the track in a state drill. Congrats to them. You know, the Freeport Nighthawks were strong all night, but near the end they weaned off a little bit. They ended up with 11 points in sixth place, Paulie. Yeah, it was a competitive finish. There was a whole bunch of teams that could actually, because the second place was, what, 16 and a half. In the last two contests, there were a bunch of teams that had the possibility of going down the track. And the one, two, three motorized teams um, didn't place. The Oyster Bay Teddy Boys came out. Uh, are they still motorized? Mm, are there, they, they, where are their trucks now? They're there. They but still have them? Yeah, but they, they, were, they decided they were going to run old-fashioned this year to try to get things back together. Oh, Seabreeze got the Rough Riders Rough trucks. Riders, All right. right. And uh, the Selden Slowpokes were out. They took one point. Bull and Tomcats came out and took one point. Uh, the Baldwin Tomcats now have Lakeview's old truck, who was uh, out in Sayville for a while, that truck. So, you know, there was, there was always talk, you know, in the old-fashioned circuit of the motorized teams coming out and stealing the show, so please. to speak. We have a white Jeep license plate, DU77U. You're blocking apparatus. The vehicle needs to be moved. You are a... Uh, fire department with a team who is eligible to it's race in the in north field du 77u a white jeep the host request the vehicle be moved immediately any sanctioned drill and the old-fashioned circuit right, didn't like the it in Number the beginning six. but they embrace it the now that's coming out the more Central teams the better the more uh competition the better there have been a few motorized teams who have won the state old-fashioned in the past not so easy. Not so easy to go out there on any given day and win anything. Never mind if you don't practice it all the time. Well, that's it. And you're talking about, you know, you already have, if you're running motorized, you're already running eight events. Now you have to practice, what, five mm. different events. 
and put in the time. Let's face it, nobody wants to go out there and embarrass themselves. You want to be competitive if you're going to do it. you got to put in the time. And um, Actually, I'm going to go trackside later and start talking to some of these guys. The amount of time they put in in practice, I know you guys know offhand, but Here. maybe bring something to our listeners and let them know how much... Here we go with some C-Ladder, Lenny. C-I's on the line. C-I's going to be your first team here, so they're coming up two impressive runs, though they didn't win each contest. Roslyn's not running C-Ladder. And neither is Westbury. And I heard uh, Hempstead's not running C-Ladder either. Come the hobos. Danny Jackson at the comb, chirps it. He let him go hard. Oh, the ladder went sideways. Now Jay's at the top. So when you say the ladder went sideways, Paul Jay did a little bit of a, a stutter there because it went sideways. Lost his mo and um, heck of a drop. Yeah, this time is, for the uh, hobos. Nine point eight zero nine eighty. Still a nine eight. Nine eighty with that is impressive alone. That ladder was really Thanks sideways. Line. Number and seven, Jay the Buckeyes from Merrick. Great drop. The transition time right there must have been pretty impressive. Yeah, we don't really have a. Um, good angle on the lights. I'd like to give you some splits. Um, show we can get the cone times. Um, the officials work with us a little bit. So 3.52 is what we're told for the central isopobos. Again, I can't quite give you a dig time. The, the light is just a little too tough to see. Hi, Merrick Buckeyes. 9.80 from the hobos, so a little I think bit that more might hang wide in open. That uh, might I, hang in there. I agree. I don't think there's a lot of teams running too loud for that. Merrick. Merrick Buckeyes coming in with one point into this event. <laughs> the break. Ooh, got off a little sideways. The guy's on the back. Long Having trouble getting going. Almost falls off the ladder. Long break. Guys got off the back sideways right there. I didn't see the Chuck Fishtail. Did you see it, Lenny? Time for the Buckeyes. 11.74. No, I thought the driver got off it a little early and was going to have nice control of it, but uh, they struggled a little getting into the patch. See if we can get you a number on the cone time. Looks like maybe East Farmerdale is going to make their way up next. I don't see... I see some guys from Call Place back there, but Catch I don't know. Westbury and Call Place are on uh, breakdowns. Next to the line will be number nine, the Hares from East Farmingdale. So you heard it, folks, a little bit of a, a delay with a couple of these teams, maybe having some problems with their trucks. Hopefully it doesn't delay the drill too much. Still looking for a cone time over there, Joe. I don't know if you got anything. Sounds like 374. On time for that run. This drill's moving along pretty quick. Two events in one hour. Yeah. And we're uh, and we had a delay before Sea Ladder. So a little bit of a delay. We're in the third team now of Sea yep. Ladder with two on a breakdown. But the host and the local committee and the officials and all moving things along. So and the stands are pretty filled up. Yeah. Got a good crowd out here. Yes, you do. All right. East Farmingdale making their way to the start line. They are definitely off-center, Paul. Remember, I believe they were off-center in B-ladder, so that might just be strategic on that part. Maybe. They're leaning a little north, A little, little, little tough if you're in a C-truck. Yeah, if he drove this straight, he's going he's gonna to straddle with his right-side tire the brake marks. And I don't think you want to do that. You want to get in the groove. I'm thinking you want to get where the, the rubber's on the road. Where the rubber hits the road. 
this track in Hempstead providing years and years of great racing to uh, both Nassau and Suffolk County fans, state drills and everything else, so very appreciative. And a great host. They provided us with a little bit of food just now. Thank you very much yep. to the host. Here at the Chief Brian D. Fahey Some of us more than facility. others. Yeah, Dan, you went double dipping, huh? You went burger and dog. <laughs> what, can uh, I, what can I say? Track's been given to the East Farmingdale Hares. Two runs up on the board, 980-1174. And you're right, Lenny. I think that 980 is going to hold in for something. Where it holds, yep. we'll find out. Well, like we said, we know there's a handful of teams, or a couple of teams anyway, that, that aren't going to be running sea ladder. We have a couple of teams now on breakdown. So Small drill like this, you really can't get yourself out of the mix for one contest. It could throw you off. He brought that truck back. He's now almost in the group, and now he fades back again. Then the brave lets him go easy. Now they don't have any momentum. Similar to B-Ladder. Oh, and that ladder now hits the arch, and he's making his way. Thought he hung on the edge of the brake marks there, Paul. He was just in the rubber. I think that's Robbie driving for them. Time for the has. 1-2.21. 12-21. Next to the line, number 10. The Rinky Dinks from North Belmore. Uh, North Belmore, they have no points on the board. They would love to get started right here and get their day going. Okay, so as we watch these Farmingdale, their truck, their truck came through the cones at 3.63. So that's within the uh, parameters. How many times, Lenny, for. did you speak with your team about, hey, let's get the points and that'll get our day going? You know, as soon as you get some points up on the board, you minutes guys. Left. Eight minutes left in the Westbury breakdown. You guys probably not so much in ladders. You might, you might have actually in a bigger tournament looked to see hoes and say, hey, let's do it. We're here to see hoes. We got to get it started. Some teams look to three-man ladder. We always did that. If we could put points on the board in three-man, we felt like we were on our way. Paul, you are definitely a student of the history of this game. We were student. Uh, He's a teacher for many years, not known as much of a ladder team. But yeah, we used to say, let's get something out of ladder. Oh, you then you were in we bonus could, territory, we right? Could, yeah, we could. You know, we, we knew we could. You know, steal a couple of points in some of the ladder races. And if we did, if we came out of ladders with something, we were happy. North Belmore kept that truck straight down the track in the break. Let him go inside the three-man ladder line. He's digging. He's digging straight ladder. Remember last time in B ladder, he was outside, just yep. over the safety line. This time he's inside. Yep. About uh, time for the Ricky Dinks. 9.84. About 18 inches over the three-man ladder line there for North Belmore. Hey. 367 coming through the cones. Next to the line. Number 14, the Roadrunners from Port Washington. Now, you know climbers love their ladder. Oh, I like my ladder. You give me this ladder every time in this spot, I'm going to be great. There was there was quite a variation in his ladder right there, if you look at North Belmont's two shots. One shot right over. They lunge, and he eats it up. Then that ladder's real tight to the arch, a little stra lot straighter, and he struggles to because at this point you lose that momentum, right? Yep. And he's using his arms. Did a nice job, but is that something teams work on? Hey, i got to get my ladder climber pretty much consistently in this spot. Can you do it every time it's possible? I'm sure that's what they strive for, Paul. And, again, the straighter ladder, any climber, I'll tell you, if that ladder's in your face, a little hard to make time as the Port Washington Roadrunners take the line. Not that it happened often, Paulie, but what did you call it when your team didn't take any points for the day? Our uh, team, our bone. Team, that's what we bone. said. It was bone. We don't want to go bone today. That's bone it. dry, you know? Yep. What did you say, Lenny? Same thing, yeah, bone. Yeah, you were bone too, old Goose school. Egg. Gooseg was up there with us as well. Here comes the Port Washington Roadrunners. One point in B ladder. And the 
break. Let's him go. RJ's on. Nice job fighting his way through a little slam. Looks like they lost a little momentum getting in yep. the ground there, Paul. Yeah, I, I thought he might have maybe held that break a hair longer. Definitely wasn't like their B-ladder shot where they had a lot of mo. Time for the Roadrunners. 9.61. So a 9 is looking real good today, folks. If you're in the 9s, you, 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 you got a good chance of scoring. First place right now for them. you got to give a lot of credit to RJ, man. I, mean, I, I mentioned this last week. Next to the line, number 17, the Termites from New Hyde Park. He's basically the third guy, the third guy climbing for them in the last two years. Kyle's been out all year. Kyle's been out all year, and then Robbie's brother was climbing, and now RJ's picking it up. And you know he's climbed before, but got to give him credit. He fought through two ladders right there, did a nice yeah, job. He's working hard. He's got some good coaching going on. Did you get a number on that, Paul? 62 I mean, to 62, the code. 62, okay. New Hyde Park, they have a... 961 in front of them, a 980, and a 984. So Levittown not running sea ladder as well. So New High Park licking their chops right now. Yeah, I agree with you. Bringing it down, straight as an arrow. Man, good momentum. Frankie's on. He's making his way. Nice job. I think that's your first place shot. Scales were ready right there. Let's see what the termites get. Thought he had a little hesitation on the mount. Caught him a little deep. Time for the termites. 9.36. 9.36 for the termites. So that's going to be the first place shot so far. I thought Frankie got a little caught in. It looked like his head was outside the ladder a little bit, and he had to adjust himself, but he did a nice job recovering. And that can through. be tough for a climber. Again, we're talking about momentum, folks, and if your head's outside a little bit. Next to the line, off their breakdown. Number eight, the Frogs from Carl Place. It means the climber's got to work a little harder, Paul. Instead of getting that momentum of coming off the ground and just mounting the ladder and going with that little spring or a whip or whatever term you want to use, it has to be found within the body. It has to be found within itself, and you have to re-accelerate. And not always so easy, but uh, Frankie's been doing this a couple of years. First place time for the termites. And then, yeah. uh, go ahead. I don't know if you saw it on Facebook. You guys aren't on Facebook that much, but... Uh, Frankie Sonnenberg posts uh, number four on his farewell tour, the last drill, and I think this is number five on his farewell tour. I don't know if that means this is his last year or what, but... I think it is with them. 55 to the cone. Call place. Off in a good spot. Hit the brakes. Man, they got to run to get into the patch. Oh, that's going to be a no time, and it hit hard. They took a big chunk of paint out of that, uh safety stanchion there. You right. get the truck all fixed and ready to go after a delay and give not something a, you want to have happen. Give him a sharpie. Have him sign that stanchion there later. There'll be no time for call place. Third, rule 1303. Ladder outside the safety zone. And what Dan's zone. referring to here, folks, uh, for those of you at home, is they weren't outside the safety zone where they put the spikes in the ground. The ladder hits the uh, yellow pole here up on the arch, and you're right, takes a big chunk of paint off of there. And uh, I thought that driver was moving that wheel, steering wheel, a little too much for my well, liking coming they, in. They were on a breakdown. We don't know what it was, but uh, another thing coming down is he led him so far out. Next to the line, number 18, the Westerners from West Hempstead. He led him so far out that by the time they actually literally ran to the pit, they were out of sync with each other, and that let the ladder go left and out of the safety zone. Something you don't want when you only have about eight or nine seat trucks running. No time has to be taken out of the mix for you guys when you're on the line. West Hempstead, their current leader in the drill. 70 to the cone for the Frogs. 
So yeah, they were, did have an issue. West Hempstead coming off that heavy 5-16. Another team saying we can uh, really boost our chances to win this drill right now with CI struggling. Looking for some more Mo. Good weekend last weekend. Can they keep it going? So far, yes. Man, that's a hot drop. Woo. Nice, heating it up. Nice shot. First place shot. You saw Kenny Brome driving that truck hard. That Let him out hard. That ladder team can Time handle the speed. for the Westerners. 8.93. 893 is a hell of a shot. Those four guys on the back handle speed as well as any ladder team out there these days, folks. They can handle it. Actually, got a little squirrely, I thought, as, as, as Kenny brought him in, yep. and they just deal with it. Next and to the line off their breakdown, number five, the Turtles from Westbury. So 356 in the ground there, Paul, and like I said, a little squirrely. 356 to the Cones. The Cones, I'm sorry, but they just they just handle it. They, they just know how to do it. 893, and you're right. When you, have a, when you have a driver like Kenny, a veteran driver, and he feels that truck, he knows what's going to happen. He didn't hesitate banging out for a second. And that ladder, what, just outside the three-man ladder line right there, Craig, ate it up. Westbury now, they're looking at a nine, a 9.84 is currently fifth place. 9.84. And with Westbury, and I think there's one more team behind Manhasset's them. Manhasset's back there still. Manhasset. Well, that's in both of their wheelhouses, I think. So. Yeah, and I don't see Hicksville's truck out there. No, I don't think Hicksville did not run C last week. But both of these teams now had an opportunity to score in the C ladder contest. Let's see what they bring. Freddie, anything coming up on instant feedback? Freddie's watching the camera. Oh, just decent mount. They lunged to get in. Now he finishes the contest. There was a lot of break in there at the end, I thought, right? A little bit Time of chirp, for the turtles. One one point three seven. Eleven thirty seven. Eleven thirty seven is going to leave them out of the mix with one team yeah, to go. I'm feeling like they missed an opportunity there. Just seemed like that truck at the end stopped Next and let go. Next number twenty two. The Minutemen from Manhasset Lakeville. I didn't think the guys on the back got off in a, in a real good comfort zone. Sixty eight to the cone. Well, maybe he's taking it in deep, trying to. Trying to pick up speed in the break or in, in the in the transition. So with one team to go, that heavy 893 by the West Hempstead Westerners, 936 New Hyde Park, 961 Port Washington, 980 CI. That's going to get a point. We said it. it's at least one, if not two. And on the bubble right now, 984 from North Belmont. We talked about getting their day started. If they can hang on to that point, their day began. Sounding real good right now from yep. NASA. Let's see what they got. Nice drop just inside the safety zone. He has no momentum, though. It's like they hit a wall as soon as they hit the ground and lost almost. Yeah, the ladder seemed to stop Paul coming up. It got to, uh, it didn't even get to that halfway point where it was straight up. It just seemed to slow down. I'm not sure why. You I thought he could have maybe let him go a little bit more, but I think the two guys on the back, as well as the diggers, they got a point. Time for well. the Minutemen, 13.20. 
It just seemed like the two guys in the back stood there when the ladder was going up and they didn't throw it. Hey, the climber's got to throw it too. And the thrower, he's got to, when he knows it's a little dead like that, you got to throw it everything you have. Talk about that quick, Paul. we got a, probably a, a couple of seconds before they uh, announce the results. Talk about a, a climber throwing as well. Well, your climber, I mean, if you're just hanging on for the ride, think of all the things that could go wrong with that. If the climber's hanging on, the diggers might not go in together. One thing we, we always talk about is the opposite side digger of the climber needs the throw of that climber to get into the ground. So the, the thrower and the climber must basically throw, hopefully at the same time, with the same momentum so that both spikes go in the ground. You're always working with that opposite spike side. And I don't think either one of those two threw enough in that shot. Again, it's uh, ladders especially, folks, more than hoses. If you've, if you've never done this sport, the ladder teams have to be so in sync together. I mean, not just the four guys, obviously the driver as well, but those four guys really affect each other's performance. Where in hoses, you have a little bit more freedom. Yeah, the... The breaker and the Nazman have to work together, and the Hydraman and the Anchorman have to work together, but uh, you still have a little more freedom with exactly where your steps are and, and when you're getting off the truck and what you're doing. And um, in ladders, it's just critical. 378 to the cones there for Manhasset Lakeville, but uh, it's not going to help them out. West Hempstead is just off to an excellent day. 657, 516, 893. They're going to have 13 and one-half points. Heading into oh, the, the equipment. Joe Judges, Springs Committee, local committee, and all those involved the water test, please make your way to the track. So West Hempstead, I mean, I, we said early, I said early, uh, CI flexing their muscles there in a three-man, but uh, West Hempstead putting a little pressure on the reigning state champions and saying, hey, we're not going away. We're not going quietly. And it, it's going to be a dogfight, and the reason that creates that dogfight is the fact that you only have, in some contests, like that contest right there, there were four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten teams ran. You cannot take a contest off. You could find yourself in deep trouble. So in these small drills, you just can't let it fade away. You might not be able to crawl back out of the hole. All right, listen, before we go to commercials, guys, and we're going to get ready for the water test, folks, so we're going to go to commercials, but I just got uh, some information from uh, James Cotty over in Selden. Uh, a lot of people know that there's a track situation. Uh, you know, Paul, I know you're in tune with it. They, they just had the track repaved out there in Ridge. Uh, again, tomorrow, any teams that want to run their trucks out there, you need to bring your uh, Accord uh, forms, your insurance forms, but I'm told gates open at 830 Trucks cannot start running until 9 a.m., and all Results teams are welcome. Results for C-Ladder. First place, five points, number 18, West Hempstead. Second place, four points, number 17, New Hyde Park. Third place, three points, number 14, Port Washington. Fourth place, two points, number 6, Central Islip. And fifth place, one point, number 10, North Belmore. So, again, Selden Fire Department's inviting everyone out that wants to uh, run their trucks on the state championship drill track tomorrow. Gates open 8.30. You can start running your trucks at 9, and uh, I think that's real nice of them. Now, is there going to be anything you have to stay on your truck? Can you get off? I don't know that. I'm or anything I like think, that? I think the detail is going to be worked out tomorrow. The, what they were really hoping for is that everybody shows up at 9 o'clock. They don't kind of want people to say, hey, let's show up. We don't want to be there with anybody yeah, else. I'm going to be there at 12.30. Yeah. They're hoping everybody gets there as soon as possible, and they can get it done. And They're going to figure out the whole thing. Run, run some B ladder shots and well, C I don't ladder. Even know if they might just or, be whatever you're you want some, run. You want some rubber by the hydrant yeah, and right. the patch and the they're nozzle gonna, line. So they're gonna make sure everything's run. But I would mean, you would you get off or would you just stay on? I would. You would? Yeah. 
can oh, no. attest to the uh, area getting off the hydrant. Yeah, you know, just, a form of hydrant. Water there, it's a lot different. I, I just like getting off just to just to get myself. Total points. Feel the completion of three ladder contest. And it's in your head too. You know yeah. that you did Central it. Central Islip ten. Merrick one. North Belmore one. Islip two. Port Washington four. New Hyde Park nine. West Hempstead thirteen and one half. Hicksville four and one half. All right, so after three contests, West Hempstead is up three and a half on Central Islip. 13 and a half, 10. New Hyde Park with nine, and then Port Washington with uh, sorry, Hicksville four and a half, Port Washington four. That's your top five going into the hose events. All right, we'll join you for hoses in a little bit. Fred, take it away. Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs. And unlike smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software package that functions just like the more expensive laptop MDC, but is CAD-independent and at a fraction of the cost. Don't settle for less than the best. Check out the online video demonstration today at www.streetwisecadlink.com. Streetwise CADLink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighter volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is the exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. 
Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or Brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 63. 
831-661-7515. The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years' experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your Drill Team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs. And unlike smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software package that functions just like the more expensive laptop MDC, but is CAD independent and at a fraction of the cost. Don't settle for less than the best. Check out the online video demonstration today at www.streetwisecadlink.com. Streetwise CADLink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631 661 Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Okay, again, uh, you folks out there listening, we know there's always a little bit of a delay between the ladder and the hose contests, and get to play some commercials and, and take care of our sponsors, Dan, that uh, really make all this radio stuff, uh, and the video now, yeah. make it all uh, happen, and we appreciate their um, sponsorship, and we hope you support you know, um, our sponsors. As you can see on the video, there's a plethora of banners that adorn the side of the track, up and down. Um, they are sponsors of Drill Team Racing, of the media committee, the scoreboard, the radio, the video. Uh, that's where it comes from. And the St. James Wildcats Association Incorporated, um, they give money to racing. They are f for the promotion of Drill Team Racing, Firematic Racing. Um, that's what the St. James Wildcats Association Incorporated is their goal is, right, Lenny? Yeah, that's. Uh, I appreciate the mention. It's a nice lead-in. Um, matter of fact, last night we had a, an association meeting. We had almost 20 people there, and there's probably 30 or so in the organization. But um, without getting into the history of why we're not on the track, uh, we have decided to uh, become a not-for-profit organization, and we do uh, try to keep our names out there and continue in the racing world, whether we're doing radio or being an official or a coach of another team. Some of our guys moved on to other teams. Or, uh, but um, Donating money to different causes, right, Lenny? We are. We are. We're it's running, awesome. We're running, and uh, it's been mentioned before, we, this is our, um, I guess our, let's see, one, two, three, four, I guess our fifth year 
running the survivor racing pool for the state drill and uh, anyone that's done it in the past we hope you had fun with it but basically what it comes down to Dan is we for ten dollars you get to uh, pick a different team in each race and we have uh, forms that you can fill out or give me a call and I'll send you a picture of it but for ten bucks uh, get it in before the national anthem at the state drill and as long as the team you picks and you can't pick the same team twice as long as the team you pick scores in a race you survive so, for example, if you pick the Hempstead Yellow Hornets and three-man ladder and they take a fifth, you're alive. If you pick the Bayshore Redskins and B ladder and they score, you're alive. When your team does not score a half a point or a point or a third of a point, you're out. So it's an elimination so type thing. It is an elimination or survivor racing. to the end. Exactly. I don't think anyone's made it past motor pump. Our past champions are Tim Nazowitz in 2011, Daryl Ronaldo in 2012, Rich Cotty in 2013, and Dr. Jennifer Harrison Tansy in 2014. And now this year, where's the money going to, Lenny? Uh, yeah, well, once the uh, Wildcat Drill Team was no more as a fire department entity, we decided to continue with the Survivor Racing Pool and donate all the money. So Awesome. Basically, last year, um, we, we had a split of, I think, 75% to... Uh, to the winner, and 25% to the Will, i got to get this right, Jakubowski uh, fund from Elmont. J-A-C-U-B-O-W-I-C-T. Will from Elmont, and <laughs> shout out to Will, brother, we love you. Who does but, the uh, instant uh, scores he okay. does for us now for the media committee. Well, we, uh, we donated money to, to his uh, uh, bills and whatnot. We all I know he's, he's had some issues. But uh, this year... We're changing it up a little bit. 50% of the proceeds will go to the winner, and 50% will go to um, our donated uh, monies, which the proceeds are going this year, 50%, to Team 17 Jason. Um, for those that don't know, Jason's the son of Phil Falco, past chief of the Central Islip Fire Department, and also a member of the Hobos drill team. Uh, recently, Phil's son Jason was diagnosed with sarcoma, uh, a form of cancer, and... Um, They've had a lot to uh, take on with that family, and um, we want to donate some money back. We don't keep a dollar from this pool at all. Half to the winner, half to Team 17 Jason this year. So, uh, again, we, we hope people participate. It's a lot of fun the day of the state drill. If you think you know something about racing, or even if, even if you don't, it's only a $10 donation. Um, see myself or any of the other old Wildcats, or uh, we'll be set up Friday at the state, uh, state meeting in Selden. As well as Saturday morning, the day of the state drill, you'll see us out there probably at the Bay Shore Camp with a table set up. And uh, we need to get your entry and money in by the start of the National Anthem. That's the cutoff. So the see us early that day. And the winner, if they wanted, they could uh, donate their winnings sure. to Team Jason, Team 17 to Jason also. Some of hint, our past winners have done that and, and, and hint, reached hint. back and gave something. You know, give back, you know, half of your winnings maybe, or all, you know. Paul, you, also, Paul you played it a few times, didn't you? Played the little wildcat thing there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why and not? It, and even if you have no clue of what teams to pick, you could still get a form, fill it out, and it's how much is it, Lenny? Ten dollars. Ten dollars. And you can play as many times as you want. It's, it's, so. it's, 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 it's very please. difficult. That's it water is. has it been is. tested through 144 feet. Six inches of two and a half satin top racing hose with a seven eighths nozzle tip. Time of the water is 4.66. 4.66. All right, so that's going to be a little heavy water for a Hempstead track. 4.66. That's 
lighten it up water as some teams are making their way to the start line we said earlier from under the arch I think they're gonna send maybe six seven teams down to the start before they run and then they'll send the rest down so Speaking of going down, I think I'm going to oh. go trackside, guys. Hey, easy. Oh, 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 I thought you were going to tell us something. Lad. I'm going to go. He's yelling timber. I I'm thought you were coming side. out with something. He's wow. yelling timber. You curvy <laughs> bastards. Anyway, I'm going to go trackside, see if I can get us some interviews, guys. It's always fun to uh, talk to the competitors. And uh, I can see Paul doesn't care if I get out of here in a second oh, or I'm gonna a miss minute. You, yeah, I know. I feel and, the love. Uh, I really do. I'm going to be leaving soon, and uh, I think Jack Cloudman is going to be coming Jackie up here. Jackie Cloudman Jr. going to join us Former later. member of the Hempstead Flukes and a uh, little journeyman after that. And he's uh, in the stands. He's going to come up here oh, on the radio in a journeyman. little while. I thought you said, little, I hear a little journeyman. No, he's a journeyman. <laughs> I, I was waiting for, you know, don't stop believing. <laughs> I thought that you said be talking journey. Check, please. I'll talk to you guys <laughs> trackside. All right, we're getting ready for Seahose. Let's, let's just go down the list. Juan does a great job on the history of all things, but specifically his tournament here at Hempstead. And this tournament goes back to 1949, and the original winner was the Hicksville Hicks. And this used to be the July 4th tournament. Yeah, it was the invite. And it was going a big, through all big, the years, big drill back in the day, buddy. We actually finally solidified... Every year is covered in who won it from 1949 to present. And the North Lindenhurst Pistonockers, not in attendance today, rare for them, have won this tournament more than any other drill team. 11 wins for the North Lindenhurst Pistonockers. Yellow Hornets 10, West Sable 9, Patchogue 5, Roadrunners Flukes 4, CI 4. So CI, if they win today, can make a little move. West Hempstead has won once. They're in the mix so far. You know who else has won this drill? The Oceanside Sailors. How oh about yeah. that? And the Bayshore Redskins have won it once. Bayshore Redskins also. have won this as well. But you, Oceanside, uh, no. It's a uh, pre, pre, pre-year. Actually, it's pre-my birth. Ooh, hey. Well, the, the Hempstead Flukes won in 1986. I was only 16 years old then. Wasn't eligible to be racing then, but I was part of the team with them at every drill back then. The Oceanside Sailors win in 54. I mean... I want to see that scorecard. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of... You don't see too many uh, Oceanside sca- uh, Sailor victories. I don't know if there's any... Uh, even Oceanside Sailors uh, from that team might still be around. That was a long time ago. Somebody's got a scorecard. You know, average card. age of racing guys that were in their 20s back in 1950. So now, uh, they'd be in their 90s, right, Paul? I'd say. 90s At or, least. or longer. Or older, I mean. At least. Now, the uh, best sea hose run ever in the history here is 11.99 by the West Sable Flying Dutchman. That happened in 2006. The current record is 11.93. That is held by the East Islip Guzzlers. And the time of the year came just one week ago today, a 12.35 by the Bayshore Redskins. And I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I know there's not a lot of teams running today. But that 12:35 could be in danger based on the 4:66 water here at Hempstead. Lenny's getting his uh, mouse ears on. You want anything? Head down to the track. Careful, that's flying around. We can't get hey all the stuff. Your pen's flying. Get yourself under control, well, Labity. Well, Jack Cloudman comes up on comes up on the arch here, and uh, you got me all discombobulated. Oh, I can't talk. Get get your mic on, Jack. Uh, he's getting situated. All right. Looks like they're about to get the white flag okay, very soon next here. next contest to be run will be the Sea Hose Contest. State record in this event is 11.93, 
it is held by East Islip. First team on the line will be number five on your program, the Westbury Turtles. All right, Westbury is going to come to the line. Westbury currently sitting with no points. Roslyn not running C-Hose. And I guess is Baldwin just not even here today maybe, right? Yeah, you got to put that mic on if you want to participate, my friend. There you go. Hey now, welcome uh, Jack Lavin to the air, <coughs> to our radio show. As Twan would say, from on top of the arch. Yep. Are we on top of the arch, Paul? Oh, uh, we are right now. All right. Not Lenny. Oh, Lenny. Where did Lenny go? So when uh, when you left us for a few minutes, I heard he you went were, down. I heard uh, you went over to Lawrence Road and uh, were doing laps, Paul, on the, on the yeah, track yeah. over there. Is that where you went? No. no oh. Why would I do that? I don't know. That's what somebody uh, told me. I said, where'd Paulie go? I said, oh, he went to run some laps, I you know. I went to the That's bathroom the to get ready for uh, C-Hose. I didn't do that when I was running C-Hose. Why would I do it now? I don't know. Uh, all right. Let's get back at this. I'm done with my little uh, phone action here. Track's been cleared for Westbury. Like where they're lined up. He's running it tight right here. Let's see what Merck can do with this. Stays on that line is going to be nice. Clear track, no water at the hydrant. Optimal conditions for a heavy run. Little wind coming from Matt Rodden. The, uh, little wind coming Gass from the east. Can yeah. put it together, right? They yeah, wind in their face, right? It's gonna, it's gonna slow the cone tones. Might pick this truck up. We might get airborne. All right, we're off. Whoa. So far, little squirrel. He keeps it straight. It's over the cone. Hot drop at the hydrant. Kenny Gass, right hand turn. This is a heavy number. If Matt Rodden can do something with it. They're up top. He's got it off. Whoa! Blows a hole at the coupling. I think that's a real good shot. That might be the 1235 right there. That's a real good shot. Matt Rodden maybe didn't even look up when he hit that. <laughs> Time for Westbury. 12.49. Wow, it looked better than that, right, Jack? It did look better than that. I mean, uh, Matt. Maybe you should uh, not look up a little more often if, yeah. uh, if you're going to hit the target like that. Somebody <coughs> telling me hit it. <laughs> the, I'll tell you, here's your problem right there. 74 to the cones. Take two tenths off that cone shot. First of all, he might have went by the Next hydrant. Next up on the line, <laughs> number six on your program. Yeah, actually, the if it, if it went from Central Islip. If it went 73 to the cones, you might want to pass the yeah, hydrant. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he literally made that right-hand turn, but when you can connect on those right-hand turns, most of the time, if he hits the target, you Big are numbers. loving it. Big numbers. You are loving it. So Kenny Gass stuck his arm out. He did a real nice job by stopping himself because they had a little momentum going through. A little momentum, a little squirrely, but he uh, he got off. He, he's anchored himself down, made the right turn, and uh, saved the shot right there. And a lot of times, you won't get the sticks. That you, you're still going down the track. You might miss the stick, but Kenny pulled it. And up top, I mean, Rodden didn't have a lot of time. It was bang, bang, and before he looked up, Flaps it, up. It looked it looked better than that. It, it must have been the cone time. Yeah, it had to be. Had to be. It was very clean. So 12:49, right out of the gate. But look what lurks. The <laughs> CI hobos. I'm gonna guarantee you a, a 3:74 won't be the cone time here. Westbury walking off, loving themselves. Look at him. I know. He said you didn't know you hit it. <laughs> I uh, still putting the adapter on. Gonna get about 12 C trucks coming down the track right here. How uh, how bad? Could you see from up here? Was it was it real dusty and sea ladder at the starting line with, with that, or not too bad? Sea ladder? Yeah. No, I didn't think it was dusty at all. Yeah, I did see a puff right there, right? Yeah, a little bit. I didn't think sea ladder. I saw any. All right, 
Adapter's been set for the hobos. Lenny going under construction. You're de reconstructing your mic. Hobo sitting with 10 points after ladders. Three and a half, believe it or not, out of first place to the West Hempstead Westerners. Good conversation with Kenny Brome in between races here. And he even talked about how the truck got a little squirrely on him. And we said, hey, but you stuck with it. You banged out hard, and the guys handled it. Here come the hobos. Oh, he goes to the middle of the track. Now Danny brings it back. He's squirrely. He's going back and forth. Leaves him. Water in the hose. Man, Danny doing a lot of driving right here. Nozzle on. Oh, he's left, then he's right, then he hits the target. How much driving was he doing? He was fighting, and, and fighting. Uh, Ryan, Ryan had a tough time. Ryan for the, the, the hobos. 1-2.74. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan had a tough time hitting the target. He was out in the middle, and, and he uh, shot left at a plate. So I don't think he was able to adjust to get all the way over across. You're right. Definitely wasn't in his spot. He shot left, then he shot right, and then he actually hit the flap. Now, that squirreliness, you think it's from all the dust up there? I don't know. We'll that see. Was that. crazy. That's two trucks in a row. <laughs> I mean, he went, he leaves the line, he goes left, brings it back right, but literally he's driving in a curvy S motion all the way down, and you could see his hand soar in that wheel like crazy. Coming up to the line, number seven on your program, the Merrick Buckeyes. Oh, and by the way, 1274 Attention, please. after that. At the request of the host, everybody away from the fence, go into the stand so everybody get a chance to see the event. That means everybody you. Everybody off the fence, please. <laughs> so a 69, we said, oh, they're not going to get a 74. They just about did. 69, but you could see with all the traveling he was doing that that 69 is possible. All right, Merrick Buckeyes. Two pretty good shots up on the board for Merrick to come to the line and face. They're trying to get on the board. Merrick, actually, they're on the board. One point and three-man ladder. Having a pretty good year this year. A lot of young guys. Uh, they definitely look better. And uh, I'm curious to see now how to, if they drive a truss and make an adjustment or, or they just run that shot after watching those first two trucks come down the track. See how he pulls it out of the hole. But they have the white flag, so... Good Seahawks contest last week. All right, guys are on the back yes, of the truck, answer. almost ready to go. CI ran, to, ran a 12.47 last week. That was second place for them to be sure it's 12.35. Merrick actually had a no time last week, so. Testing, test. Oh, now Much we got better. it. Oh, now we got it. The melodious tone. All right, making their way at the cone. Out of the gas. Pass the hydrant right there. He's got to go back and get it. Not going to help the overall score. Nozzle on, and he's at the flat, but drove past the hydrant. He was out of the gas nice, but I don't know. Maybe not enough hard break. Yeah, they, they look like they came down a lot straighter, too. So. Now would you have gotten off at your regular spot if the Time truck was going Merrick. deep? You would have gotten off high. 14.37. 1437. A little bit there. Coming uh, up to the line, number eight on your program, the call plates frogs. I thought the truck was moving at a speed where he could have jumped off right there and done it. A state tournament, Definitely 100% would have got off. <laughs> Definitely next week. 
But it looked like he could have bailed out on that. Yeah, it successfully. Looked like it, it looked like it slid, but uh, yeah, I didn't think it was going so fast that he that he couldn't have bailed. I don't know if it was late in the break or it just never hit the hard break there to, to get him off. He was definitely waiting for that transition of the driver. He wasn't going to bail out. Call place comes to the line. There's not, not many teams running the C trucks today. Uh, I think we only had about 10 in C ladder. Might get a couple extra here in C hose. Tracks dry as a bone after three teams. I wouldn't keep sweeping. Actually making it worse, right? Yeah, spread, spread out that water a little bit. Especially in that nozzle break right yep. there. Total opposite of last night. There was like a lake out there. How fast were those carts going? Oh, they were boogieing. Yeah, trouble. <laughs> a little sideways. Hot drops last I heard night. Heard from a few people there was a little a little trouble with the cod cod drops last night actually. <laughs> when when Daryl was pulling. <laughs> It's always great when somebody gets runned over by the cart. Or ran over. Run. Call place lining up real tight. He's on a line right past the cone right there. If he can keep his line, he's going to be real happy when he gets to the hydrant. Fades out the middle. Now he brings it back. Now he fades. A little squirrely. In the break. Got a long way to run. Uh, oh, stick. And Double, double clutch at the hydrant. Double clutch at the stick. Nozzle on. Oh, and the nozzle, the coupling blows off. You're not putting that back on as he's showing the breaking man. He got the target, got. though, Paul. He got the target. Pretty impressive right there. I didn't notice that. <laughs> Somebody, did they set the target? Uh, he definitely got it. He definitely got it. Th that's a guarantee that they're going to look at that film for years to come right there. That's a, that's a frog highlight. <laughs> Time for the frogs. 13 13.61 with a double grab at the coupling and a double grab at the at the stick of the hydrant. So late getting water in the hose and up top, the coupling with the nozzle attached completely blows off the hose, but not on the line. Number the nine on your program, the hairs from East Farmingdale. Paulie, would you call that a double grab at the stick? I thought it bounced up. I thought he had it down and it bounced up on its own. I don't know if he really threw it down with authority. Oh, he did. I think enough so that it bounced up. Well, you got to know what stick you're running with. You know, we used to say, you know, certain sticks, and I believe it was the Nassau stick a lot of times, would tend to bounce back up. So you had to hammer it down real hard or you had to stick with it. You know, that guy had one job to put that coupling on that hose. Had one job. He get the target. He did it well enough. No, no, not the you know nozzle man. Saying? Not the nozzle man. I know. Man, the guy who, I'm uh, saying that too. You know what he's saying? If you can't hit it first water, you don't Whatever. deserve to have a coupling <laughs> on your hose. <laughs> I just spoke to Mike the Hydroman briefly. He said definitely bounced back up on him. He had it down. It bounced up. Of course he's going to say that. <laughs> a little CYA action going on? Hell yeah. Well, let's see if the, the nozzle men have a little trouble here, because uh, the course is no longer dry as a bone. No, no, it was it was quite the uh, sprinkler going on right there. He should still be okay, right? He should be. I mean, look where that water's back. What do you got? About halfway from the the line before the nozzle line. Yeah. It's about normal at this time uh, yeah. in the tournament. That's normal. It's about 20 feet not, back. Yeah, as long as you're not into that that solid line is when you start maybe. Yeah, if he's dropping you late, you might have to have trouble putting the brakes on, but you should be able to run right into that. East Farmerdale Hares take their spot. 12.49, 12.74, 13.61 by those frogs. How many times do you think they watched that tonight? Do you think they filmed it? <laughs> well, that's, are they going to have to go get a film from somebody? <laughs> and if they are, who filmed the frogs? Oh. 
These are all important questions. You're when tough. some No, I'm just saying when something like we've been there, Lenny. When something like that happens, you've got to go try to find somebody who has a film of that. And back in the day they would call that a fluke. A fluke come at the hairs. Sit up the height. He's got a long way to run. He makes it. Nope. Double hit at the hydrant. Yeah, he goes down in the water. We talked about it. Oh, now there's more water. Just as he, the nozzle man planted, he got a lot of hose at the hydrant. Just as the nozzle man planted his foot, down he went. Yeah, I don't think he was expecting And now he gets up and he gets quarter a little <laughs> bit further back. Gentlemen, I'm going to have to bid you adieu. Time for the hairs. That means he's staying. 2.03. 2 Old school. On the line, number 10 on your program, the Rinky Dinks from North Belmore. You're going to leave when one of your former teams are running? My uh, wife's dropping off my kids. We're going to hang out and join the festivities for a while until they want to leave. They're not uh, go home now. used to this. I'm bored. So thank you very much. Have a good day. Good luck. Hi, right, Dan. Dan Laverty, formerly of the Flukes and the Rinky Dinks that are on the line right now. Rinky Dinks with one point on today. Got a nice line to the hydrant right there. You're right, Jack. That water has now in one team <laughs> creeped back another 10 feet. You know, some, sometimes the squeegees, especially where the break is, you you spread it out. Uh, you know, it almost makes worse. it worse. Absolutely. Now, if you're on the line running up at the nozzle like you have, you're on the line. Are you guys talking about this? Are you saying, hey, drop me back, but give me more speed. I want to run into it. You obviously can't get dropped on top of it here. Yeah, You're you, going down. You should be. You should be. I mean, the, the last nozzle man, as you saw, he tried to put the brakes on when he hit that water, and, and feet went right out from under him. So I think you gotta got to drop back a little bit out of the water so you can stay under control. And I, I'm sure you would say in sea hose, you're still going to have time, the way the sea trucks can motor from the hydrant up to the nozzle line. B hose can be a little bit more difficult. B hose might be a little bit more tricky. All right, track clear for the... North Belmore Rinky Dinks. 212s in front of them. Taking off. Relatively straight. It's Cone. Oh, short on it. I'm going Slackman issue on that one. I, I think so. Up at the top. Oh, he crossed the nozzle and now it's off. He had plenty of time. He had it, but I don't think I think it might have stuck. He couldn't get it back off to get a second shot. Yeah, it might have crossed. But I'm going to agree with you guys, but Paul, you saw it at the Hydrant as well. Um, good speed coming in, a quick miss, but a nice recovery. Yeah, I think he had his hand out as soon as he left the truck Time to move the in. Rinky Dinks, 2-0.21-20-21. So the Dinks going for it there, a nice drop at the Hydrant. I think, I think what happened is he gets off, but the slack man continues to run down the street, and he pulled the hose from the Hydrant man, and that made him short arm it. And he couldn't get the extension to get the coupling to click. I agree 100%. I don't think he ever made the turn. I think he stayed in the middle, and, yep. and the momentum carried him. He pulled the hose. As we have a couple more trucks heading down to the start line. We'll this probably have a, a couple <laughs> minutes here. Don't, don't see this every tournament. Hopefully you don't see it at the stake, because that'll take a long time. Did you go see the track? How, how does it look? Out Actually, here? I was there striping it. We measured it all out, so it's perfect. And we were there when they striped it. Looks great. Looks great. I think it's going to be a home run. Always a little nervous when they repave it right, right before the state. It's the same one they have out at Hagerman now, where Sable practices and a bunch of other teams have been out there. The same surface. Same guy did it. Same guy lined it. Same guy everything. 
And that track hooks up like crazy. Should make some good numbers, huh? Yep. All right, Paul, as you mentioned, a uh, handful of teams bringing their sea trucks the reverse way up the track to get ready for sea hose. So a little bit of a delay here. 1249, 1274, 1361, 1437, and then we're in the 20s. So those four, your top four currently. We were just talking a second ago. Jack, you said, yeah, he went straight down the track when he was running slack. We, we have said this for years, and I got it from Johnny Mays when he was running with Kevin Connell over at North Lindenhurst going back a lot of years, that that slack man's job is to turn in just like the hydra man, but maybe about two or three feet further down the track, almost like he was a hydra man, but just in a different location. Oh, you, you bring up Kevin and Johnny. I mean, they, they did it so well. They almost looked like they were uh, synchronized the two when they ran. But, yeah, if you don't turn in, the hydra man cuts to the hydrant, and you run out of hose. Sometimes you get that little tug, it's just enough to make you miss. And it's always at the spot where you're about to put it on, unfortunately. You can't recover from it. Problem is, you know, it goes back to camp and everybody stares at the Hydra, man. <laughs> it's hard to explain. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you can't even say it unless you get it caught definitively on tape. That's right. You just got to just gotta eat that one. And as a Hydra, a lot of times you do blame yourself. Man, what did I do there? What did I do there? You know, because it goes so fast, you don't always feel the tug. But that was blatantly obvious. You could see it happen. Yeah, especially when you first run, you know, the, the five minutes after. Some Coming up to the line, number 14 on your program will be the Port Washington Roadrunners. It takes you a few minutes to uh, compute in your head what actually yeah. happened. Yeah, you're right. You're still in the fog of the run. <laughs> you got to process it. Sometime that night, you would be laying in bed and say, Mother, what the? <laughs> Should have had it. Where was he? I Paul Washington's going to be ready to run, almost like they're running first as we have to basically start the competition over again. Doc's putting on the adapter. One good thing here is track drying quickly here in the sun. Even up at the nozzle, the, that, that shadow of water fading back towards the arch here, and at the hydrant, bone dry. Yeah, hydrant is bone dry. Word on the street is maybe thinking about repaving this place. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I hear something about that. I'll, uh... I'll believe it when I actually see it, but I, I do hear something about that. I think it needs it. Uh, it's time. It, it, it's definitely time, you know, and that's, unfortunately, I think you, when this stuff happens, the same as Ridge, that's you, you get into the politics more than the, uh, you know, the fire department, so to speak, and sometimes it's a little, little out of your control as far yeah. as what gets done or when it gets done. Right about that. Guys, can this adapter man take any more time? Uh, I mean, Jesus. You see him on the groove. He loves oh, taking his time. Yeah. I think it's he like likes being on camera. It's like he's got a juicy steak in front of him. I'm down here with a hydra man, Chris Connell yeah. from North Lindenhurst. Chris, do you get frustrated waiting sometimes for the adapter man to put it on, or does he move pretty quick for you? Never. The guy who does the adapter for us has uh, been around the block a few times. He does his job and gets out of the way well. So you think Donald's dragging ass a little out there? I would never say anything like that about him. He's huge. <laughs> well, you can tell whose son that is, huh, guys? <laughs> that would actually drive me nuts, I think, if I was running. I, I, I would hate to wait that long. Tell me about it. We would fight on the back of the truck, <laughs> yelling. We're all yelling about him putting the adapter on. He can't hear us, and we're fighting with each other about it. Ah, it looks like we're ready now, though. The track's been cleared. Poor Washington guy's calling off back of the truck. He's got a good line if he keeps it. Hydrant off the track here a little bit. You got to make that right-hand turn. I always like when the truck would, the ass would kick out towards the hydrant here. Yeah, give you a little help. All right, here comes Paul Washington. Goes in the middle a little bit at the end there. 
Right hand turn, water in the hole. It's going to be about a target hit right here. He's got to really bang this target. Nazalan, and he's low right. It's good. But I don't know if it's 12.49 good. It's going to be in the neighborhood. Uh, again, Chris gave me a split 7.10 on the stick. Good-looking job by the Paul Washington Roadrunners. Yeah, he was deep, too. He had to Time make the right-hand turn. for the Roadrunners. 1-2.52. It's just that target head, I think. Yeah. There's a difference right there. Yep. Coming up to the line, number 15 on your program, the Rebels from Levittown. They run 57 to the cone right there. Now you compare that to the, the shot CI runs. They run a 60, a 69, and Westbury runs a 72 to the cone, and they still beat them. So Westbury's shot now looks real good based on that cone time. I mean, we didn't get a, we didn't get a water on for Westbury, but it had to be 7-4. Right? Think I, about it. Seven three. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say it had to be it had to be in that ballpark. But if you're running three seventy four to the cones and you're still putting up a twelve four, you got to think that's a that's a pretty solid shot. Something good going on. So yeah, you're right. I think that target hit he was he was low right. Wasn't a horrible hit. You would take that hit, of course. It's not a bad hit. But uh, you're, the difference between beating the twelve forty nine was right there. All right, guys. I'm trackside with Donald Smallwood. Uh, Donald, second place shot right there, only by a few hundred. 7-10 on your hookup. How'd the run feel? Uh, it was nice and smooth. It's normally what we do in practice, but uh, it was a little slow up by me compared to what we do in practice. But I'm happy with it. We just got to keep chipping away, man. You know, a lot of people have been watching uh, this sport all season, so you've been limping in a couple of drills. How are you feeling today? I feel pretty good, actually. Uh, <laughs> we had some time off, and... Uh, i just been taking it easy, you know, and uh, thank God I got a great hydrant adapter setter and Doc Reese, and uh, yeah, I'm just glad to be here today. Oh, we, we, were, we were talking about him. I mean, he seems to take forever down there. Yeah, well, Bye. he just makes sure everything's perfect for me, you know. He's one hell of a guy. Levittown, Kermit at the hydrant. Oh, there's where your slack man definitely didn't help out. Whoa. Now it's broken, and they're having trouble. I don't know if he's getting this on the hydrant. Oh. I think that that couple might be egged. Yeah, Levittown's bailing out on the run. Uh, so, again, you, you're giving Donald Reese a lot of props here. I mean, how important is it, Donald, that, that no adapt the man? for the Levittown Rebels. Better to complete the contest. Roll 13-04. How important is it? I mean, if that adapt the man doesn't set it, just perfect. I mean, do you give him some garbage if it's not right? Oh yeah, of course, of course. But Donald gives a little extra love with every uh, every Coming time up he does. To the line, it, so. I'm happy, I trust program, him, and a big guy like that, I can't say too much. He'll beat me into the ground. So, a lot of people seem to be intimidated by Mr. Reese. Uh, great run. Oh yeah, thanks. He's Have a big one. teddy bear, Doc. Just get back to the run. Uh, Smallwood says, you know, I was a little slow. I think if Danny doesn't hold the break there, Smallwood goes by, because he was right hand turning it anyway. And if Danny didn't give it that extra little hole for him to get off and make the right step without running, I think he's by. So he's probably lucky that he went in slow at that point. Yeah, a little more momentum. He's not making the right no. turn is what you, I think what you're getting at. And, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a fine line, though. It's a fine yeah. line. He's carrying a little bit of mo forward, that guy. <laughs> New Hyde Park's going to come up to the line. Levittown shot. Yeah, they, right at the right at the hydrant. The slack man, when he let go, let go of everything, the bar and the hose, pulled the, uh, the coupling right out of the the hands of the hydrant man, and I guess it got egg because he couldn't put it back on. And then up at the top, it looked a little dangerous as well. Yeah, he came in deep. He, he gave the break and just slid in the water, actually heading towards the target with the sea truck. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to do that. No. 
Uh, New Hyde Park, and it's actually dried up pretty well up top here. New Hyde Park, you know, definitely in their wheelhouse to run a 12-4 right here. Yeah, they, they look like they, they lined up a little wide out in the street, no? Yeah, well, they, they, depends on, like we always say, that adapter. If they're running a 33 or a straight, you know, you want to be a little bit wider. you got to make it. You're running towards the stands as opposed to down the track. Say, of, of all the drivers out there, Mike's one I would trust. <laughs> I'd like to ride that truck. Oh, you had me scared again, Lenny. <laughs> ah, here comes New Hyde Park. Brings it in a little bit. Now he straightens it out. He's at the hydrant. They're off. Water in the hose. Shot right here if he can knock it down. Low left, but I still think it's going to contend. Nine points so far for the termites. Let's see what they got. 12.49 is the number. They're right in the thick of things so far, Paul. Let's see. for New Hyde Park. 12.58. Target hit again, Jack. Right now, uh, Matt Rodden is keeping Westbury in first place with that target hit. And those are the three target hits. His was the best. Second, Port Washington. Third, New Eyed Park. In that order, and that is the order. And that is the difference. But a great, great drops right there, though. Yeah. Coming up the line, number 18 on your program, the West Hempstead Westerners. All right, West Hempstead's off to a, a great start today. 13 and a half points, up by three and a half. I would say they could really, uh, they could really use this right now because we know how Central Isop finishes a tournament. So, yeah, you almost got to get that lead. The, the only the thing more space is, you have, the West Hempstead has the the capability of definitely coming top three in all those races too. When you have so few teams, it really hurts if you blow a couple races. CI coming out of the box. They're actually in fourth in this race right now. So you're right. Big shot by West Hempstead does damage. <laughs> you're back at the West Hempstead camp. Got to have a lot of confidence after these latter shots. How just how about just after last week? Coming back, coming in second place at the CI invite, even though the Hopos kind of ran away with it. But then coming out of the box today with those three shots, it's got to be a good feeling back there, no? So it's peaking at the right time is, you know, what it boils you know, as they to. as they take the line, guys, I think a two-hertz practice run. Here they come. Straight as an arrow. At the hydrant. Water in the hose. Heavy shot right there. Heavy shot. Let's see if they get busy. On and low left, but I think it's good enough to take first place. 694 low. on the handle. Let's low see what left. they got. It's close. Drove that truck, drove that truck straight. Time for West Hempstead. One, two, point four, nine, twelve, forty-nine. That's a tie for first. So we have another tie today, the second tie for West Hempstead, but it's a tie for first. You'll take that. <laughs> it's again the target hit, though. You know. Yeah, same that's. Thing. Oh, that's what you think. What, what do you equate that? That's a low twelve-three. Yeah. Low twelve-three. Yeah, it's not a, not bad, but when you blap it, it, it definitely makes up some time. Right there, I look like Andrew when he took off the uh, braking length. He took it off. He didn't get on the coupling. He grabbed the hose behind it. Just so happened that way, or is that something you guys talk about? I, I don't know. It, it looked like he Coming had a little trouble line, breaking Coming up to line, number 20 on your program, the Hicks from Hicksville. So I, I don't know if it was just he got back a little late, so he wasn't on the hose. But I think ideally, yeah, you want the breaker on the hose on you know, 
behind the nozzle, man. If, uh, but I mean, you want? I mean, when he broke it, he broke it by turning the hose, oh, oh. not getting his hand actually on the coupling. I, yeah, I mean, uh, normally that hose is so old and stiff it works no matter what, but I, it's not something you guys do deliberately. No, no, no. Uh, break with the coupling. Well, it, well try to. <laughs> I guess you know. You got to do whatever uh, whatever means necessary. Yeah. If uh, you know, guys, at the at the <laughs> old fashioned drill, John Doherty did a great job on the uh, radio yesterday. John, take us through that CEO shot for your team. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was stellar. Kenny brought it in just the way he uh, he normally does. Uh, Jonathan did his job. I mean, we got up here. Andrew jumped off the truck. Pat jumped off the truck. They did their little nozzle game they play there and uh, hit the target. Jumped off the truck. That's riveting information. <laughs> Thanks, John. Jumped off the truck. Did you guys know that? They jumped off the truck. Don't you have to be in the contest to interview, get interviewed? <laughs> well, he's a radio guy. I thought he would have a little more uh, insight than that. Jumped Jeez. off of the truck. That's why he's doing old-fashioned, Paul. I, I prefer I preferred to step off the truck. Yeah, yeah. Hot oh, dropping. Darty jumps. Water. Ah, here we go. Hicksville coming into the hydrant. Four and a half points. Oh, he, I thought he, This is going to be another slack man issue. Nozzle on, but too late as he's gone past the hydrant. See I, the front of that truck lifting up, guys, yeah. when he got on it? I kind of thought he might have lost the coupling in his hand, but that might have been after the the uh, slack man definitely Time for Hicksville. let go. 14.46, Coming up to the line number 21 on your program. The Hempstead Yellow Hornets. Some of the basics you teach we're talking here. Like we said earlier with Johnny Mays. Yeah, you got to make that right hand turn. Got to hold on to the hose. You let go of the hose, it's all over. You know, I watch a lot of these guys. And I don't know how you guys run in West Hempstead. I watch a lot of the, or you ran it, Lenny. They don't use a rope. And and CI's great at it. But you can't go by the greatest team. You got to go by what's most consistent. And we have always used a rope because you wrap it around your fingers. You're not letting go of it. If you fall, at least you hold the hose for the guy. Well, I, I didn't use a rope, but uh, I, I definitely was told, I mean, under any circumstances, even if you're falling, you hold the hose, you reach back, you just try to give him the shot at the hydrant. I mean, if, you know, if you miss, shot. If you, miss you miss, but, I mean, you got to give the hydrant man at least one shot at the hydrant. And I never ran the spot, but we always ran with some sort of strap or something back there. Actually, the, the anchor man we had the longest amount of time, Jimmy Aquista, well, in my reign anyway, and... Uh, he had to tape it just right. It had to be perfect to his liking. and The rope. You know, retaping it right. A rope. We but did the he same had tape thing. around the rope so it was friction and it would hold in the right spot. It wouldn't just slide. There it is. We did the same thing all the time. I would retape it definitely before the state tournament. You know, And you want to make that, that hole big enough for the hose exactly, but not too big. So another reason it won't slide down. Because if it's sliding down, what good are you anyway? Shout out to the anchormen out there. We don't yeah. get that too often. Well, unfortunately, it's a it's a negative shout out for the, some of these runs here, but that's how you learn. I mean, there's certain aspects that you got to cover to do the job correctly. Paul, I think we got a uh, a new old guy in here. Matt Spinelli with the Hempstead Yellow Hornets making his way down the track right here. He's going to be running nozzle, hydrant, water on. Not too shabby up the top. Matt gets busy old schools nozzle on. Oh, right left target, but I'm telling you, it's in the money somewhere. Heavy hit at the hydrant. What'd you get on that, Lenny? Get it? I didn't get a number on it. I'm going to see if I can get in, get in touch with Matt here. Time for Hempstead Yellow Hornets. 1, 2.39. 39. 12.39 takes the lead. And look at Spins. He's got grinning ear to ear. Wow, guys. 
Matt Spinelli back with the Hornets. Matt, we, we know this is your first uh, organized drill back on here. I know you've been practicing with them a little bit. On your program, the Minutemen from Manhasset. There aren't a lot of guys that could come back like that, Matt, after a little layoff and all that great in their beard and can run a 12-3. About a four-year layoff. Uh, good thing we had a few weeks of practice because I wasn't really ready for the rifle center drill. Uh, felt real comfortable this week. Started coming back, and uh, we'll see the results. Looks like you haven't lost a beat. I know. It feels good to be back at it. does. The team needed it. We were really sinking. We might have went out of business this year. I felt the need to come back. Started with running motor pump, and it led to this. So, Talk about what it's like to, to have run the, on the sea truck for all those years, then be off for four years, and then get back on the back of that crazy dragon that we call a sea truck. Go give it to him. What's it, like, uh, what's it like getting back on the truck? I've been around, though, the last four years. I've been watching it. It did seem faster the first shot I ran, not going to lie. We ran with no hose on the truck. Uh, but, you know, just a couple, like I said, a couple weeks of practice, you get right back in the flow. So... We'll see B-Hose. You know, it's a different truck. i got to get used to it, I'm, but I'm there. Great C-Hose shot in front of the home crowd. Congratulations. First place for the Hornets right now. You go back to B-Hose when he gets there. He hasn't been off that truck in, what, 15 years? It's been a long time since he's been on the back of that bad boy. Nice shot by the Hornets. First place, 1239. And all of a sudden, a lot of people across New York State, ears just perked up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, it's like Somebody riding, else got something to say. It's like riding a bike, right, man? And that 1239 is going to help some teams at the state drill, and it's going to hurt some teams at the state drill. If they can put it up there again, but why shouldn't they? They look great. It's one of those tweeners. All right, Manhattan Lakeville. At the hydrant. Not a lot of mo. Looks like he got a little slow cross, maybe a bit. Got it back on up at the top. And target hit. Just going back to Spinelli for a second. He was left, right, then target. 1239. I'm saying at least a 12.29. Yeah, definitely a 12.2. If he takes a rotten hit. <laughs> Time for the Minutemen. 13.91. You Hydra men are always real picky. I, I thought Matt did a nice job on that. Oh, target. no, no. I, I said this before. It's not It's not a bad job, but it's not first drop. We are being picky. You are right, Lenny. <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for C-Hose here, guys. And uh, as we said, Hempstead Yellow Horn, it's late in the pack. Putting on a show for their uh, for their home crowd. Real competitive, and I'll let you give him. I'll let him give you the finals of that contest. But a real competitive uh, contest, and we have an interesting day going on right here. Is uh, wow, West Hempstead halfway through is going to be up seven. Oh, Matt, Matt was talking about the B truck. I don't know. Did you have a low bar or a high bar? Uh, well, a high bar. A high bar? Higher bar, yeah. Because I And a with, high step. With the with the flukes, it was a high bar, and then with West Hempstead, it was a low bar. And I, I had Move the equipment. Stand by for the results of the CEO's contest. I had a little trouble initially with the lower bar, but I actually grew to like the lower really? bar better, to tell you really? the truth. Really? Yeah. See, I, I was never a fan of the low bar. I like that high bar and a, and a large step off, like a normal step. Not something dragging. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I, I'm surprised that you said at the end you like the low bar. Wow. But the step definitely. I feel like when the step's low, you, you can't really get yourself under control when you get off the truck. Your, your foot hits the ground almost too quick. Yeah. A little bit higher, you have a little, a little a normal more space. Step, like a normal right. running step. Oh, my God, oh, that doesn't oh look good. That's Roslyn. Roslyn, oh, my God. It's a oh, man. 
they're, they're running a practice pee hose shot going to the start line, but they failed to hold in the hose, and they're dragging the hydrant coupling. You know, my whole career, I would be so careful with that hydrant coupling. <laughs> Give it to the right people. Don't drop it. I'm going to kill somebody. They just dragged it 200 feet. The, clanking the, the coupling the hose uh, <laughs> it might be a sprinkler in a <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely going to be a sprinkler and when he hit the brake as he was running i thought it was going to go under the wheel you know how it gets wrapped around the rear end like that I, yeah that, seen it that or that or wrapped under the uh, the guy on the back's leg and, and drag him off the truck uh, that, that was a little dangerous <laughs> man. and you saw the guy in the back there's one guy in the back <laughs> results of the and he was trying contest. to gather it but it wasn't happening first place five see points. nobody's got that on film Hempstead yellow hornet <laughs> that's true <laughs> We have a tie for second and third place, each receiving three and one-half points. Westbury Turtles and the West Hempstead Westerners. Fourth place, Port Washington, two points. Fifth place, one point, the New Hyde Park Termites. All right, so halfway through this drill, the little rundown, West Hempstead's going to have 17 points. They've gone... Second, first, first, and a tie for second. Second place, New Wide Park with 10, and Central Islip with 10. Fourth place is Port Washington with 6, and then the Hornets with 5. That's your top 5 halfway through the drill. A little surprising. We said the West Hempstead and CI were going to be there. We were trying to figure out before the drill, Jack, who was going to be those other teams, the other three teams that come down the track. And right now, it's still wide open. Fred, you want to do a commercial? All right, we're going to be back with Beho. Stick with us. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is an exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. 
Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com open table or facebook or call 516-354-7797 with over 25 years of service in the fire industry high tech fire and safety continues to be a proud sponsor of new york state drill teams high tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for morning pride products including state-of-the-art bunker gear usar gear ems gear helmets gloves hoods and boots in addition to Morning Pride Gear by Honeywell, HiTech also provides quality products including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit HiTechFireNewYork.com. Patty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and, of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. Okay. The Bill Fox Company has been... Business for over 60 years. The run will be the B hose contest. The state record in this event is 7.55 and is held by West Hempstead. All right, welcome back, everybody. Part two of the day, the second half, last four contests. B hose. Now, B hose last week was a pretty good, uh, pretty good win, I believe, by CI. If I could uh, just bring it up, 7-7, I believe, right? I think they won 771 last week at the home track. North Lindy 798. And they went all the way down to West Islip at a 874. But for the year, CI also has the best time at a real nice 759. Just off the record from West Hempstead, 755. Yeah, I was, was just going to say, uh, you know, CI's been running the best all year, but West Hempstead's First record holder. First team on the line, so. number one on your program, the Roslyn Highlanders. And they're both here today with some great water. One thing about CI, and we brought it up at last year's state, I don't think they've scored at the state tournament in BHO's going now 11 or 12 years. We were talking about how it might affect them as the tournament was going on last year and have an impact, but the way that they've been running really good BHO's this year, so that's going to be an interesting sub-story as the day moves on next Saturday. That's absolutely crazy. I, I was talking with Andrew Brome, and I, I almost couldn't believe it when he told me that, that it had been that long with, with this team. Yeah. It's not like they haven't put up shots, just the, I guess the state tournament. Now you tell me, where is Roslyn driving right now? <laughs> Looks like he's driving into the like Chief Brian D. Fahey training school. 
He's gonna, he's gonna park the truck on oh, the uh, Hornets trailer. He's resetting it. He's re- <laughs> thank God because he was definitely parked towards Willie McCarthy over there. Roslin's gonna bring it back in and reset now. It's going to be interesting if he can get the coupling on the hydrant because after you drag the hydrant coupling for over 200 feet and almost run it over with the rear tires as well as your hose, how's it going to work? Well, I, I wonder if uh, if the guy on the back of the truck even told anyone or he just threw it back in there and hoping for the best. He, he was supposed to hold it probably. He, went and, he quickly restacked it. So now the mark is in the wrong spot, upside down. Making a case for steel couplings though, right? Yeah, no doubt about that. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to find out real quick as Roslyn's on the back of the truck. Think what happened. Think about Roslyn. Maybe give all the credit to these guys coming out working hard this year. A couple of years ago, I mean, they're almost state champions, right? It's right there. Right. It's just Don't so tell cool. Stanley that one. Don't remind Listen, him. It's so, but it's just the, it's, it's the overall statement for racing in general, how quick it could fall apart. Coming into the hydrant. Methodically. Water in the hole. Oh, now water's across the street. Haven't seen that much today as the track had gone completely dry. Looked like he had it turned and everything. Guess he crossed it. Just about ready to get water out the tip, and we have a target. Now, let's see how they clean this water, because as team number one... And for Roslyn, 17.24. Could have an effect on everybody. Order at the Hydrant or Nozzle and B-Hose at Hempstead. Coming up to the line, number five on your program, the Westbury Turtles. How, how much did that bother you at the Hydrant or at the Nozzle when the, the team right before you just, just washes water all over the street and yep. you, you, you got to run next and you're just saying... Uh, I, I, honestly, you know, I didn't... If I was running, I didn't think about it. It, would, it bothered me more if I was the guy that did it. Right, right. And I, you could. There's plenty of people, and I, I know Mike Tansy's one. I remember St. James running behind us in a state tournament one time, and uh, I blew water across the track. I think it was Behos, and I literally turned around and told him I was sorry right there on the track. I pointed to him. I said, you know, my bad. That bothered me more than having to run in somebody else's mess. Nice job drying it up, though. Look like, it, right? Yeah, it doesn't look bad at doesn't all. Doesn't look bad at all. Is right. Sun baking this track real well today. So let's see what Matt Rodden does here. Knocks it down on the first one, gets a 12.49 out of it. Can he stick with it and do two in a row? Three and a half points for Westbury on the day. They received all those in that CO shot. Beautiful day, low humidity. It's gonna be something to see. It looks like next week's shaping up to be all right. I think it's, uh, it's going to be real similar, I think, for the, the whole week. Nice, cool weather, no humidity. Trucks run good. You're not baking out there. You guys running out there tomorrow morning? Uh, yeah. yeah. Anybody who's worth anything, I think, is going to be out there. Say, I think you'd be crazy not to, just to, just to go out there and get a feel for the track. Wait, what, you're going to give me some free shots on a new <laughs> track before the state drill? Sign me up. All right, Westbury. Matt's got a tough act to follow here. In the break, Kenny Gans off the side of the truck. Oh, he definitely. Same thing. You could tell he was not sure. You're right, Paul. There was a lot of spray coming out when he first put the handle down, and it, it didn't hold but a half a second. Rodden set up real nice, too. Quick break. Nozzle on. Head up that time. Ready to go. 
You know what's so funny as a Hydra man a lot of times? You come in and you know you don't have an arm, Nine but you can't turtles. stop your stick hand. <laughs> The central ice slip hobo. Paul, can't you relate that to the Hydra man watching the nozzle man maybe go a step or two by it and saying, oh, should I shut it off? No. You don't know. No. Hey, listen, if you're not sure if you're on it, the Hydra, put the damn stick down. You ain't going to get a run out no, of it either way. I, that's, I agree. That's, yeah, what, that's yeah, my put point. Put the stick down. Oh, I see what you're saying now. That's that's my point. And, and you've run it so many times. Your, your stick is automatic. You know, put you it ha- down, yeah. It's going to put the water on. You actually have to tell it not to. And it takes so long, the water's already on. You saw it. Can he guess? He didn't want to turn it on. You saw it. No, it's, it looked like he actually tried to, to stop, stop himself. Stop his hand. But he, but he couldn't. He couldn't. And you're right, Lenny. Just like up here, you only get one shot anyway. And how many times have you had it crossed and it stuck? I can remember once in my life. And I've crossed it plenty of times. But you're not going to win the race anyway at that point. No. Did, what ha- did someone? Did I hear that, that someone uh, turned it off last week or something like that? Uh, one and of the Hydra men? Yeah, turned it off which we discuss all the time. And up top, Miracle gets the nozzle on, and there's no water. Crazy. Crazy. All right, here comes the aforementioned Central Ice Club Hobos. Time of the year. Winners of last week's contest at CI. The all-time top run B-Hose here at the Hempstead Invite 19 let me know that they're going around with 50-50 raffle tickets. Please support the host with the 50-50 raffle tickets. 1993 with the 738. Still today, king of all times in B-Hose, no matter how you ran it. 738. State record for a while, and now a retired state record. Patchogue 40 Thieves. It's a tenth and a half below the present state record. Think about it. Aye, <laughs> right, Hobos. Been on fire in B.O.'s. Water's down the track. I thought he was too far out in the street. He was, but I, it looked like they went for it right there. Yeah. You know, Paul, we haven't seen them under much pressure all year, and I'm not saying that's the issue here, but, uh, you know, they don't have to win every drill, but a little pressure today, and um, not quite as consistent as normal. Time for Central Islip, 17.9999. I'm going to go a step further on that, Len, in a sec here. Coming up to the line, number seven on your program, the Merrick Buckeyes. I'm sure at the hobo camp it's not unanimous that we're going to this drill. I'm sure there's discussion. Some guys want to, some guys don't. You see most teams that don't have to be here because it's not county points are choosing not to do it. Week off, state tournament. They said, you know, good relationship with the Hornets, good relationship with everybody. We're going to go. Kudos to them. But then something like this happens, which is unexpected on everybody. Their idea, our idea. think it affects them? It's possible. I mean, it, you know, just... Just the focus today, possibly, maybe why they're a little bit off base is they're not, you know, all locked in on going to this tournament for one. And then, and then, yeah, the last thing you want is to have a bad day the week before, especially the way they've been dominating all season. little doubt can creep in the back of your head, and that's maybe the worst thing for a racer, right, guys? And you guys both raced a long time. you got to be confident in what you're doing. It's a mental game, man. It really can be. It is a mental game, and and if anybody will just overcome it and take this as a bad day and get drunk later and have a blast tonight and fool around, it's the CI Hobos. 
Right. And I, I, I tend to think that that's what they're going to do, and it's really not going to affect them next week. But you never know. I, I don't think it will, but, you know, anything's possible. And, and on the other on the other side, you, if West Hempstead does hold on to this, imagine the confidence boost that they get now knowing that they, well, they just, you know, were able to, to win a drill. You're you know, right. guys, I don't mean to interrupt. I got an opportunity. Chris Murphy, uh, a lot of racers out there don't want to talk if they have a little issue with a race. But uh, Chris is right here. Chris, what happened? Uh, well, it was um, we had a little bit of speed. This track doesn't seem to grab as well as, uh, let's say, our practice course, you know. So we anticipated that. Um, I maybe wanted a little more push off the back than I got, and so I was moving quick. Um, and then I just kind of got there, cap, but I just needed a little more meat on that coupling, and it would have stuck. It was it was actually closer than maybe it looked, but uh, I, was, Lenny, I was close, and that's probably more. Ask him if he think the truck faded to the middle of the track For a little us bit. Prognosticators, Paul saying, do you feel the truck maybe faded to the middle a little bit? I think he might have driven it out to the middle. We actually moved it in a little closer. You want to take uh Yeah, I want to I want to follow this up with you, Chris. Hang in there. Merrick Buckeyes, one point on the day, making their approach. Oh, goes by at the hydrant. Now he's got water in the hose. Not many times to play with right here. This could still be a first-place shot. Now he hits the target. 15.07 first place right now. Not Seahose 1958, but today. <laughs> Turn on your mic. Time for Merrick. 1-0.58-10-58. Heavy first place shot there on by the five line seconds. will be the call place frogs. All right, Chris, so uh, we just watched Merrick run. That's first place right now, 10-58. Um, you know, talk about pressure, no pressure. Uh, your team been solid this year in defending state champions and all that. Uh, are you guys feeling any pressure today? Uh, West Hempstead having a heck of a day, and uh, Hobo's struggling a little bit. What, uh, what, is something going on next week? <laughs> There's uh, something going on. A great sense of humor, as always. But uh, are you feeling a little heat? Uh, I, it's been so easy to race, you know, that this, this year. I, I, that's, like, one of the luckiest things I think I could ever say. It just feels very smooth and easy. But I think we're a vet team in that we've experienced how to work through hiccups, too. So, like... Uh, you know, today's maybe not our best day. We're not really happy with how we're racing, but uh, we also know what we got to do to make adjustments to try to work that out and, and give us the best shot. And that's it. State drills a coin flip. I, you know, a lot of people say that. I, I believe in it. That anything can happen that day, and uh, whatever happens, so be it. Three races to go. We know CI can run them all solid. You guys have finished strong all year. Is that what you're looking forward to? Absolutely. Yeah, we're uh, we're still here to win this drill. You know, uh, we we want to put this away and. Uh, We'll give it our best shot and uh, have some fun doing it. Thanks, Chris. Call place at the hydrant. He's off. He's got water in the hose. Man, if they get busy up here, we're looking at a first place shot. Oh, and they do not still break. Water out of the dummy lane. Yeah, that's and not going to help. He's got water past the target, but you're right, Len. It's in the dummy lane. It's through the dummy lane. Uh, that puts water Way on past. the three-man ladder line, which is never good. Uh, Mike at the hydrant on that one. The stick stayed down for him. Very nice job. Time for call, please. 15.98. Yeah, just just for the record, guys, uh, let's let's not count Central Islip out of this. Coming up to the line, number nine on your program, the East Farmingdale has. You're right, Jack. I wasn't counting them out. You saw me follow up in that interview with, hey, your best three races are here to you know right there for you. So um, I'm not counting them out. All right, East Farmerdale is going to take the line right here. Top four, only four teams with numbers so far. 10, 58, 
1507, 1598, and a 1799. It's funny one event to the next, huh? C-Ho is very competitive times, and then uh, B-Ho's is nothing nothing on the board right now. Nope. You know, Jack, we, we talked about that earlier in the day, too, with B-Ladder. The B-Ladder times were crazy good. And here, uh, you know, B-Ho's not so much. Uh, looks like we might have a little oil spillage maybe out on the track. Guys are circled around, maybe looking for a towel. So, yeah, next week, we're looking to an exciting week, just looking forward. I mean, just run down the list of teams that have the capability. The teams that are here right now, you got, West, I mean, top five, not to win the drill overall. Uh, top five, West Hempstead, Central Islip. Uh, outside chance, maybe even coming down the track, you got New Eyed Park, Port Washington, Hicksville. They were in it almost to the end last year. Uh, Hempstead Yellow Hornets, you don't know what you're going to get out of them. I mean, they win a couple of hose races. They can win a fish sea. They got some young bucks out there. And then the teams that aren't here, North Lindy, Bayshore, uh, West Sable, Islip. So it looks like it's going to shape up to be an exciting day. Yeah, that, that state tournament, you, you know, you win two events, you can get down the track. A lot Especially of times, early, Jackie, is, you're right. Especially enough. early. Yeah, we always said it. We get double digits, you know. First, let's get double digits. Second, let's come to the top three. Third, let's go for the win if we can get that far down the day. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the uh, the old timers had that that philosophy of the, the three points every event, and uh, you know I completely disagree. Me I think you got to win. Thank you. I think you got to win events to win that. Two, you need to be solid in at least three races where you get fives and fours. Right. Then you can point out the rest of the day, especially in a state drill. I'm I'm a, I agree with you 100%. percent right, I'll play the devil's advocate. What's the difference if you get fives and fours and then miss a few races? And you still average out with 24 points, you average eight-thirds. What's the chance of scoring in all eight races third place, number one? Number two is... The points even, are the same. It okay, doesn't matter what the chances are. you got 24 points. See, I scored 31 last year. So okay, you're well, out. I'm not saying 24 is enough. I'm you're just out. saying it's the same thing to score fives and fours and then miss a few races Confidence. as it is to get Confidence. Confidence. Being a winner. Not everybody gets a cupcake lunch. Sprinkles. Sprinkles. Sprinkles, right. He's Farmerdale. Water in the hose. Now, come on, complete the shot, take five points, get the nozzle on. Definitely had time right there. He was playing with a little bit. He was looking for the, it looked like the mark. What was going on there? Ah, he, picked, he picked it up, it looked like, Lenny. I don't know if you saw it down there. He picked it up in the air, and he just had trouble putting it on. I didn't quite have the right angle. I'm a little bit behind it, but I can't believe our own Paul Suskind is quoting flow <laughs> when we're talking about uh, the way the race. Uh, flow? From, from when you're talking Alice? about sprinkles, you're talking... Uh, Geico, come right. oh, oh, flat flow. Time for the hairs. 17.05. Is she on your... the line, number 10 on your program. The North Belmore Rinky Dinks. Whatever is that where you get your racing your, coaching whatever from? Whatever your is question flow? is, the answer is no, Lenny. <laughs> that's, who you're, uh, that's who you're mimicking, right, Jackie? Is that where he's going? Sprinkles are for winners? Is that where he's going? That's what I thought. That's what I thought he was going, but... Cupcakes. He did say cupcakes. North <laughs> Belmore coming to the line. North Belmore sitting cupcakes on and sprinkles. Sitting on one point. Maybe at your house. Sitting on one point so far here today. Man, East Farmerdale is wide open. If he puts the nozzle on, gets a semi-good target hit. He's in first place by not tenths. He's in first place by seconds. And he had time too. Had plenty yeah, of time. They had every opportunity. You gotta you know that right. when you're on the line. I say this all the time. You have to know the scorecard all the time, guys. There's only five teams left. First place is two seconds out of normal. Let's just complete the shot. We win the race. We come in the top five. Whatever it is, can't let that chance go away. When you're somebody like East Farmerdale, especially, I mean, if you're th that that 
who knows what, let's say they end up winning the contest with an 890. Who knows what that five place first points does for them in the future. You never know what happens from that. Start with that. Possibly you're hitting another event, you're, you're down the track, and then... Uh, yeah. Confidence. The department might look at you different. You know, you might conduct yourself. All these things can come into play after that. Well, Belmar, looks like they're pointed to the middle of the track a little bit. I was going to say that. They like they're pointed out also. Making his way. The hydrant handout. Water's in the hose. It's going to be about the target hit. Here we are. Tar broken nozzle on. He's left-right target, but that's going to be your first a first play shot. It's I don't think the Hydra man hit it clean either, guys. I think he kind of jammed it and pushed it right back on. But nice Time for the rinky dinks. 8.63, 8.63. your first place shot by about two seconds. <laughs> Port Washington coming to the line. Port Washington sitting with... Six points now. They can run B-Hose. Coming up to the line, number 14 on your program, the Roadrunners from Port Washington. This now becomes a big shot for them. You know, if they can run their usual pretty good B-Hose shot when they run it, they can get themselves in a good position for top three on the day. We're going back to what you said before. You know, this is one of the advantages when you're running late. When, it, when a contest goes like this and, and you're... You know, you're licking your chops right now, knowing you just run a nice smooth shot, get your four or five points, hopefully, and uh, and then move on to the next event. Oh, gonna have a slight delay again. Uh oh. <laughs> Doc. <laughs> Donald Reese being very particular. It's like he's tightening the bolts on the hydrant itself, <laughs> making yeah. sure that's good. He's actually, How the gasket's yeah. good. <laughs> he's I mean. twisting so hard, the hydrant might break in half. <laughs> now he gives a thumbs up. Now he gets a sweep. What's that, a sweep? It's dry. dry. You know, in hindsight, we, we can just have the trucks come down when Paul Washington's about to run uh, next time if a, if a few of them need to if they didn't get out on time. Yeah. That looks like it's ready now. Doc, the last one off the track. That might be the a officials Donald have already Reese abandoned. record. That's a Donald Reese record. I've quick, never seen right? him get in and get out so fast. Still the last one off. All right, track cleared for Port Washington. Wide open for them. They just have to run their normal run. I mean, they're not pushing it right here. Let's see what they do. Yeah, especially with this water. I mean, if you, you just run a solid shot, it's going to be a seven. It's going to be tough for uh, the teams left to beat. Yeah. Scoreboard is showing 17.05 as fifth place right now. That scoreboard is correct. Oh. <laughs> I'm with Chris Connell here. Chris, could you run a 17.05 right now? No, because if they had one more team, it'd be overtime. <laughs> I, I could run in a, two efficiency shots. And that <laughs> All right, Paul Washington. At the hydrant, he's off. Happy feet, but he's oh, popped up. Stick popped up. It's not going to help him. Going to have to hit targets. Got time, water, and targets. It's going to be a first-place shot, but... That popped-up stick is going to come back to haunt him, maybe. That's definitely going to haunt him, Paul. I mean, the thing went up, and Donald's momentum brought him down the track a little bit, and he, he didn't Time see it. for the Roadrunners. 8.26, 8.26. Talking 8.0 if he has that stick down all the way. Decent target hit, more than decent, actually. And that was actually, what would you get a number on the hydrant? Did you get it, Lenny? I had 262. Coming up to the line, number 15 on your program. The Levittown Rebels. What happened to the 2-2 hydrant hit? It's Chris Connell, I'm with Chris Connell. He had 238, so uh, All right, a little bit somewhere uh, in the middle. <laughs> the 2-2 is like the pterodactyl of racing. Extinct. 
I, I actually don't don't hear much under 2.4, I said if that's really a 2.38, that's a hot drop yeah. these days. I don't know if it was that hot. I mean, uh, well, his feet were moving pretty quickly, but he was under control, though. I mean, Donald's uh, Donald's a tribute to us big guys, Paul. You know what I'm saying? He does a great job. Uh, Let's come uh, out and say it. Everything physically <laughs> come out and, say and the way he does it. But uh, I don't know if he was 2.3. He's probably in the 2.5 range, but a uh, fine job there by Paul Washington. So 8.26 takes the lead here. That's first place. Levittown Rebels. Here's another team, Levittown. The Levittown Rebels. Running 899, running nine flat at this point, because how many B trucks are left behind them? One, two, three, four, five, six trucks. Can they all do something? I don't know. You know, good news for the Roadrunner fans. Donald with two good shots in a row, and he's not limping, folks. So uh, unless something happens in the next three, I think he's going to be okay for next week at the state. All right, track's been given to the Levittown Rebels. The hydrant looked a little deep. He was. Up at the top. Stops it for him in a good spot. A lot of hose back. Yeah, and they're going to be way back, but thankfully, thankfully. Oh, nope, nope, nope. I was about to. Oh, now we got to. Oh. I don't even know how to explain this. <laughs> he He's way back, and then instead of just shooting at the target, he shot left and right all over where the truck and the guys are going to get off. And then they blew a hose in the first length, and and I guess the truck's back Fine in the gas the there, rebels. but it's wet. 1-3.31-13-31. You're right, Paul. Lots of things going on there. Um, Hydra Man getting dropped a little bit deep. Number 17 on your program, the Termites from New Hyde Park. Actually, Hydra Man and Anchorman being dropped a lot deep. They had to come back to it. And then the Anchorman gave that extra bit of anchor. He didn't need to. That, yeah. that pulled the nozzle man and breaker back a little bit. And then they had a problem controlling it once they got the nozzle on. It didn't look like the truck stopped well at the hydrant at all. It kind of rolled right through. Now, Jackie, you, you ran here a bunch of years. Uh, talk about the water pressure here in Hempstead, if you're not set up and ready, or if you have one little kink behind you. Uh, water pressure is a big factor here. Number one, you know, nozzle men, you don't get much time to put the nozzle on to begin with. Number two, it, where it comes into play a lot is if there is a little kink or you're rushed a little bit and you don't get to really set up, that pressure can throw you all over the place. That's exactly what we saw with the Leviton Rebels. As it leads us into New High Park now, Paul, you got the numbers in front of you. They're right in the middle of this drill. Eh? Big yeah. hit here, and uh, they're going to put themselves up for contention uh, to win this thing. You got that right. You know, based on what Hempstead does coming up behind them, they're right now seven points behind. But and like you said, Lenny, anything can happen right here. They put up their shot, and it's not a heavy shot. 826. That New High Park's got that in their wheelhouse. And then they got to sit, sit around and see what West Hempstead's done. West Hempstead's working on a streak of four good races in a row. You would think by just the laws of average that something's going to happen at some point. That's what New Eye Park's hoping. Stay tuned as uh, we continue to bring you the drill here from beautiful Hempstead, What's Hempstead, going on? What, what are they doing here at the Hydra? Uh, oh, they're they still they, waiting to sweep I, some places? Or, they or did some more towel action yeah. down there. They, they're coming down here. Now by me, guys, I, I don't know. That hose spray, I think, is what they were toweling. Uh, yeah. the hose blew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe there's some oil right there. I don't uh, think it's oil, guys. It's right in front of me, and it's water. That's all. Come on. I failed to mention a couple teams going into next week. We keep talking about the, you know, possibilities top five in the state. Henrietta. Henrietta running really well, coming into their own right this time of year. Uh, Point Pleasant at any moment. Last year I said it, plenty of people have said it, that who runs harder than Point Pleasant? They ran as hard as you could imagine at that state drill last year in every contest. So 
putting it together as they're one year older. They got the possibility Spenceport. Spenceport ran a heavy seven in B-Hose this year, man. If they could follow up that at the state drill, they could be a spoiler. And then you go to the northern area, you got, you know, Great Bend, uh, uh, Copenhagen, sixes in, in three, man, you know, 23s or whatever in, in, in buckets. So it's going to be exciting. Always is. You know, guys, I said I'm down pretty much halfway uh, through the hose leg, uh, in the middle of the middle length, and the adapter man from the termites walking all the way down the track and asking the uh, local committee to put more towels down here right in front of me and finally officials moved them along. I mean, they're getting a little picky. New Hyde Park. Break it to Hygen. Frankie's off hot. Water in the hose. He held the handle down to make sure it stayed there. Up at the top, Nazalon. Here's your first place shot right there. That's your first place shot. Nice job by Frankie Sonnenberg. Gets the hydrant, puts it on, but literally held that stick down. Time for New Hyde Park. 7.7373. Heavy number in Behos for this year. Got a water on on that one, Lenny? Yeah, I had 34. I'm right with Chris Connell. I think he had 32. On the line, uh, number 18 on your program. The West Hempstead Westerners. Just a super shot there for the termites. Real pretty. Solid at both ends. B-Hose textbook right there. I'm here with Frankie Sonnenberg right now. Frankie, just, we were just talking textbook run there. Uh, is that a practice shot, or did you pull that one out of your butt a little? No, that's pretty consistent with practice. Uh, it's actually a combined team record right now, so it's a good shot for us. So that, that ties the team record? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, it actually becomes our team record for a combined team uh, after Ralph and them left and we combined with Garden City Park. Oh, an awesome shot. Again, it was it was clean up both ends. You were 2-3 and change at the other end and nice hit on the target. Um, talk about what it's like riding with Mike Athenas all these years. Uh, he makes my job easy. He puts me in the same spot consistently. All I got to do is get off and extend my arm to hit that thing. Uh, West Hempstead, Len, this is a big shot uh, after that job, new Frankie, park shot. Now, this does put the pressure on them. Not that you're on the back of the truck feeling any pressure right now. You just want to run your run. But they need a, a good shot here to keep that pretty insurmountable lead or it's going to become surmountable. Well, we said that. New High Park with a shot. Here comes the West High Side Westerners. At the hydrant. Water in the hose. See what happens. Nice slide. Water on Nazalon. Going to be about targeting. Oh, and he does it. And let me tell you how great a job Craig does right there. Andrew Brougham left the coupling right in front of him. A no-no when you're the breaker, man. And Craig shoots right over it and hits target. I think that's a little more forgivable when you hit I'm the target. Yeah, no doubt. 7.76. Well, we got back-to-back heavy, heavy numbers. Man, where do you lose it in that? You don't That's just – what is Coming that? Coming up the line, number 19 on your program, the Woodlanders from Rockville Center. Basically mirror shots. Yep, yep. Andrew Brome inches away from getting scolded back at the camp. It's like number two. Number one, number one, grab the coupling. Number two, twist. Number three, throw it out of the way. So the first two we had right. Second one, third one, he left it there. So 776 is going to do the Westerners fine. Three hundredths off. The lead time, 7.73. You know, Paul, I'm down here with Andrew Brom right now, the breaker for the Westerners. Andrew, I didn't quite see it from my angle, but uh, word on the street is you might have left that coupling in front of your nozzle, man. You know that's a no-no. Yeah, I do that pretty often, so Craig will probably yell at me later for it, but for now we'll enjoy it. 
I mean, it's a nice second-place shot, but, you know, you're only talking a couple of hundreds. That could affect them. Yeah, thanks for pointing out all the faults, Lon. I'm not pointing out the faults. That was Paul. I'm just – I'm just. Uh, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> Paul is always great on the radio. I love everything he does. <laughs> all right, thanks, Uh-oh. Andrew. Oh, we've had some instances with Paulie and the West Hampstead Westerners yeah. after the tournament, oh after God. radio shows. So let's see, uh, let's see how this ends up. Get surrounded. <laughs> oh, you guys are funny. At least they don't send them up on the arch anymore to surround <laughs> me during the during the day. Rockville Center, big night for them last night. Second place, old-fashioned state drill. Let's see if they can translate that into a good B-ho shot. 773, 776, 826. 863, 10.58, still fifth place. Oh, he hooks it now. This is going to beat 10.58 if they can hit the target. Oh, they run deep. He's got a, he's got a boogie and doesn't get it. Now he loses it. Paul, I saw a lot of things in that run. The, the truck kicked toward the hydrogen a little bit, the way you like it. Yeah. Uh, so the hydrogen man had that opportunity. Then I saw the nozzle man go a step by the coupling, and the breaker waited for him. Very important. Don't just go grabbing the Time coupling the and break it and throwing it. 16.04. You also noticed. It was very disciplined. You Coming also up to noticed. Line, number 20 on your program, the Hicks from Hicksville. That the Hydra man was disciplined as well because he didn't turn the water off. No, that's it. You go. So Hicksville comes to the line. They're still looking at a 10. 10. 58. Hicks, Hornets. What is fourth place right Minutemen. Fourth place is 8-6. So at least we got some eights working. Then we got the heavy sevens. 8-63 by North Belmore, currently in fourth. So decent points up for grabs. It's decent points. And I, I tell you, after, after Seahose, I'm, I'm anxious to see what, what the, I think they, yeah, they actually have a shot at running at that 7-7. Seven, seven. Oh, yeah. Well, let's see what Hicksville does first. Approaching 3 o'clock here on the East Coast. <laughs> Got to pick up the pace here. We're not going into our fastest events after this. <laughs> Slow, slower. All right, Hicksville. Looks like they're ready to go. Track's theirs. Guys are on the back of the truck. They sit currently with four and a half points at that heavy B ladder shot earlier. 5-16. They'd love to carry that forward one week. Hicks. Oh, made a stab at it, but it was not going to happen. They're deep. This truck is sliding like crazy. It's almost like someone put... Watch call it on the tires. I agree, Paul. That truck is sliding all over the place. You know, Both ends. If, if you listen, it has a weird sound it's to it. It's crazy. It doesn't sound like it bites at all. It has that weird... Like Time for Hicksville. Yeah. 1-1.34. 11-34. that tire shine you can put on? Coming like up to the line, number 21 on your program. And your host for today's events, the Hempstead Yellow Hornets. 
really not that wet down here, guys, so that, that really shouldn't be the issue. I mean, a lot, a lot of smoke coming out. You're right, the, the weird, like you hear it when there's about to be a car accident, right? <laughs> it ain't, it's not stopping. It's interesting. It's, you know, something maybe a, a lot of people don't don't think about, but it's it's huge. The, the tires and everything, you know, equipment-wise, uh, if you're not on the point with everything, it's, it's going to make a big difference. Oh, yeah. Keep going on that, Jack. We're talking tire pressure. We're talking the life of the tires. Yeah, and then now we're talking brake pads and brakes and right, right on through the whole truck. I mean, uh, most of these uh, competitive teams, they got full-time mechanics or their drivers all over that stuff. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you notice, I, I think it was Levittown. It, I've watched them run. It almost looks as though their front tires don't, don't lock stop, up, right. which which is not going to stop the truck. And then, and then a team like Hicksville, I don't know if there's too much air pressure or it's the type of tires they're using, but it's just not biting down. All right, looks like we're going to get the flag here for the Yellow Hornets. Talked earlier about Matt Spinelli, heavy shot, and Seahose to win that contest. Now he's back on the old Rascals truck. Well, that's that's interesting, and, and Matt mentioned that. You know, he's comfortable with that C truck. That's the old Hornets truck. Now he's on the Rascals truck. Doesn't quite have the experience. So uh, he's got a lot he of wasn't experience. So sure of himself. A lot uh, of experience on it, but it's just been a real truck, long yeah. time. He's, okay. a, he's a South Hempstead Rascal. Well, he didn't seem very confident. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> At the hydrant. Oh, boy, we got something going on right here. Heavy at the hydrant. Up at the top, Spinelli's got it on. Oh, and he hits it going across. I don't know if it's 7-7. Nah, I don't think so. But if it works out well at the top, that's beats a 7-7. Heavy hit at the hydrant. Time for Hempstead. 7.90. stick time on that? 7.90 with that crazy target hit. Are you ready for this, Jack? You're going to play this number tonight. Two, two, two. That's what I like. Oh, that's no, that's old school right there. Old school. I love that. Coming up to the line, number 22 on your program, the Minutemen from Manhasset, Lakeville. So I got that number from Chris Connell, Vinny Bogert's down here. He tells me 216. Yeah. So we're in the 220 so range. So let's, let's talk about that. That's what a 2-2 does for you in B-Hose. A 2-2 will take care of a bad target hit and still keep it a 7. If you run a 2-5 handle right there, you're talking 8-2 right now. But that being said, Jackie, you watching this sport long enough, there's not uh, a heavy percentage of nozzle men that are going to get it on and still control it enough here at Hempstead to hit the target the way he did. I, I, at Hempstead. Yeah. At, at Hempstead. Hempstead. I said those words. <laughs> Again, going back to the water on this course, you know, Matt, Matt did not have much time putting that nozzle on. I mean, he, he barely got it on, which... With this pressure, I think that caused a little bit of the uh, the issue with the target hit, but still a, a great shot. Good job. Hell of a job. They have, they're going to be reckoned with next week. They are, you know, and, and Mikey, too. Uh, Mikey's bad. I, I think because they don't run as consistently, he, he doesn't get maybe enough credit. I mean, that, that guy lights up the hydrant. No, but I, let's go back to last year. I don't know if it was the state drill, but it was definitely at the um, at the Labor Day drill here. They had, I think, really heavy numbers. He freaking lit it up that day. Yeah. He's no joke. You know, Not afraid. He's, he's freaking going for it. you got to love it. I yep. agree, Paul. He goes for it, and he's got that quick stick hand. Yep. He's, he's not wrapping anything around the outside. He's going right for that stick, and his, his dad will tell you the same. Love to watch it. Great stuff. Manhasset. That truck drove towards the stands and then drove away from the stands. Now we're up at the top. Target is tripped. So it ends up to be a real good B-Hose contest after an ugly beginning. It didn't quite start that way. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, 
Didn't look like it was going in this direction, but uh. Time for the Minutemen. 9.83983. Finished up strong with a, what, three sevens? A couple heavy yeah. sevens. Yeah, three sevens. Bill, I'll let them give you the final, and then we'll give you the overall. Race did not do, we talked about Pihos, didn't do CI any help right there. Definitely helps out the Termites who win that contest with a 7.73. Termites keep pace. Their lead pace, that is. It's it's tough in the, in the tournaments when there's not a lot of teams. It's you know you just you can't blow an event. That's oh. that's what kills you. It's always the key in the town tournament. You know, in in, in Islip Town tournament, you have usually five real good competitive teams, and if you blow a race, you're down five points. And how do you crawl, how do you crawl out of that? I'm Never mind two races. That didn't do CI much uh, much good, but I see them walking down with their hose, getting ready for efficiency, and they're walking with authority, guys. They know this ain't over. Move yet. the equipment. And they're going to make some Stand noise in the next three. Stand by for the results of the B hose contest. Count on it. Three to go here. West Hempstead's going to have a six-point lead with three to go over the nearest competitor, the New Hyde Park Termites. And they're going to have an 11-point lead over CI. I'm, I'm going to go out of limb. If CI can win this drill, it's an all-timer. It is. You know, the, the thing is with that is even if they do win these three Results events, which of the B-Hose contest. First place, five points. The new Hyde Park Termites. Second place, four points. The West Hempstead Westerners. Third place, three points. The Hempstead Yellow Hornets, fourth place, two points. Port Washington Roadrunners, and in fifth place with one point, the North Belmore Rinky Dink. Uh, even if they do in these three events, which they're more than capable, more than capable of, they uh, they're going to need a little bit of help. Yeah, oh, more than a little. Even if they won all three, you're right. I don't think they could Total they points. could take over West Hempstead for the, the day because they're going to score. Most likely. Most likely. Westbury three and a half. Central Islip ten. Merrick one. North Belmore two. Islip two. Port Washington eight. New Hyde Park fourteen. Fifteen. West Hempstead twenty one. Hicksville four and one half. Hempstead eight. So it's 15 for New Hyde Park. We'll get that straightened out. But let's just go give the rundown right here. So first place overall with three to go, 21 points for the West Hempstead Westerners. Second place, New Hyde Park, 15. Third place, Central Islip, 10. Fourth place is a tie between Hempstead, two lightning runs, and Port Washington, both with eight. Now, just some interesting facts taking a look at the scoreboard. West Hempstead has scored in every contest. I said earlier, second, first, first, second, second. Great shots. But New Hyde Park scored in each contest as well. Third, fourth, second, fifth, first. This goes to our story of three in every contest. They've <laughs> both scored in the same amount, right? But because you're taking a first or second, look how many points you're up on the other team. You're up six points with three to go. And then Paul Washington has actually scored in the last four, so... So West Hampstead looking Miller Place-esque, is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, right now, let's see, well... Oh, we, we are about to run efficiency, so... Uh, 
we'll now, see. Does the, Jackie, does the pressure change now from one team to another? Is the pressure on the Westerners to keep it going? Uh, stay, I, a, stay ahead? I mean, I, I guess you could say that. Uh, right now, I don't, I mean, I think that they're just feeling good and they just want to keep everything rolling right now, you know. I, I don't know necessarily that they're feeling pressure, but it definitely, uh, I guess finishing it off would, would probably add a little more pressure onto you than just, you know, being able to go out and air out shots. All right, I think we're going to uh, head to a commercial as we're getting ready for a fish sea. You want to do a little commercial here, Fred? I don't know how long it's going to be. All right, we'll be back. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hi-X Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 63. 631-661-7515. The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs. And unlike smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software package that functions just like the more expensive laptop MDC, but is CAD independent and at a fraction of the cost. Don't settle for less than the best. Check out the online video demonstration today at www.streetwisecadlink.com. Streetwise CADLink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor okay. of New York State Drill the Teams. Okay, next contest to be run will be Scott. the efficiency contest. The state record in this event is 8.40. It is held by the Central Islip Hobos. 
First team on the line, number one on your program, the Roslyn Highlanders. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We're entering the last three contests. And we all know, as in like any other place we race, efficiency is its own animal here. You can go back and look at CI last week where we had a real good contest with a winning time of 9.21. And wait, here comes Roslyn. Water is out in the middle of the track. Turns it off. Now he's having trouble putting it on. Strike two. Yeah, now he's got water in it. Nozzleman gave up a oh, line Oh, no, early. no, but the second couple man hasn't put it on. And the Nozzleman gave up a line early. Yeah. Even if they had that straight, they might have been short. Yeah. That was a whole bunch going on right there. All right, so Roslyn has got the first run down. Time for Roslyn. 20-58. Coming up to the line number five on your program, the Westbury Turtles. All right, with Westbury coming to the line. So the 921, which was the winner for West Sava last week, you could all but throw that out the window because usually here at uh, Hempstead with efficiency, it's a lot heavier numbers than that. Not that it's a different run. That 921 might translate to an 870 here for all we know, but Hempstead is Hempstead. Now the best time ever run is run at this track, the 840 or at least the, the state record right now is the 840 by the Central Ice of Hobos run here in 2011. So uh, Time of the year, just let me get it off, 891 CI. Let you get it off. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I knew that was a cover. We're, uh, we're talking about the Hempstead track, Jack, and again, you have the most experience here out of all of us. We're not talking better times here because the, the track is tilted downhill. We're talking about the water, right? It's all about the water pressure. Uh, you know, Central Islip and, and some of those courses, I, I think when you get kinks, it kind of slows the uh, the water down a lot more. And, and here, I, I feel like even when you don't get the hose out that great, the water's so strong. If you can blap the target, you can run a heavy number. Backup man becomes very important, though. He's got to be in the right position. How many backup men have we seen go down over the years? And Ooh. Westbury just puts water to the middle of the track. Kenny with a giving up look up on his face. Up at the top. You up don't at the top. see that. Yeah, he no, Kenny I gas think missing and then just I a, a fresh look of exasperation. Wow. Looking to the sky for an answer. <laughs> that none came. Not his style, giving up nor missing like that. Time for Westbury. 11.27. And up to with line that, six on your program. The Central Islip Hobos. You've heard it, folks. Is this where they start their march to the state drill? Wow, they've been marching all year, Paul. <laughs> I don't I know mean, about starting. They've had a little hiccup here is what I'm talking about. Is, this where, they, is this where they reclaim their confidence? Uh, I'd say there's a, there's a good, good shot that that, uh, that 891 may not be the uh, best <laughs> shot of the year for too much longer. But do we see a chink in the armor, guys? Is there, Does this open up other teams' eyes to say, hey, they're not unbeatable? It's like the old, from the old quote from Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying we got a chance. <laughs> Every, Thanks, many, I think. You know how many teams just said, so you're saying yeah, we have we a chance. It. But it, it, in all reality, it, it says that. And if you're um, a secondary or tertiary, is that the right word? Love uh, it. Different uh, level team, uh, you always want to have a chance going into the state drill. And when you see the team that's been dominant all year struggle a little bit, you think you got a chance. Like. Uh, those questions will all be answered next week. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm not doubting, you know, no disrespect, and we all, you know, like and get along with all the guys from CI, but, you know, they, they've shown that they're human today, that they're not a machine, and that other teams can run with them if they have a good day. And West Hempstead uh, taking it to them today so far. Not over yet, folks. All right, CI is ready. 
Call off in progress. And they're off. They're in attack. Coaching the hydrant, right water in the hose. Oh. Brian Kessler making his approach. He's at the top. <laughs> Big hole at the hydrant in, in, the, in the hydrant lane, but you can't hit a target better than that in efficiency, especially here at Hempstead. This is a solid eight, folks. You're right. 891 just said bye. See Time for Central Islip. 8.52. I was about to say, but, and I'll still say it. That's an 8.52. What the hell was the 8.40? <laughs> yeah, right. And, and some of us saw that. But uh, just a Coming beautiful run line, by CI. Seven on your program, the Merrick Buckeyes. Paul, you made an interesting observation, and, and I kind of caught it at the end. You beat me to it. They did blow a hole in the hydrant length. Looked like a few feet down past the hydrant coupling. So, you know, if that's some of their best hoes, uh, that the might Bayshore be something Redskins, going into next week. The Bayshore Redskins, and I'm going to say this goes for a lot of teams, blew more hoses here at this track because of the pressure than any other place you would ever went went to. And I could, we would we would go out and buy an extra tube of shugu to try to get through the next week when we were coming here. Because you could do that. And and that's how we made it through. But the pressure here always and we would actually take lengths out sometimes. Say this one's getting close. We're we not gonna use it at Hempstead. See it we want it for the state tournament. Yep. And again folks, what happens and when we say blow a length, you know, you don't lose all the pressure at the nozzle necessarily. And it doesn't usually happen until you get that initial burst out of that 7 eighths or 1 inch tip, whatever you're running. So the nozzle man has that shot to, to put the water on the target, and then the back pressure tends to be what blows the Merrick's hose. about ready to go here. I don't think we're giving an 8.52 enough attention. <laughs> it's one of the five, if not three, best times ever run, ever. CI's got the name next to the other ones, too. Ever. No doubt. No doubt. And I think East Meadow might have one in there. Yep. 48. Water on for the uh, Merrick Buckeyes making their way to the top. That don't look so bad either. Nozzle out. Oh, if he hits that target, he's going to be in the eights. Couldn't stay under control. Couldn't put the first water on the flap. 3.34 on a stick. Time for Merrick. 9.81, 9.81. In, in tribute to Central Islip, I, I think if that's another Coming team. Coming up to the line, number eight on your program, the Frogs from Call Place. I think if that's another team that runs at 852, we probably are talking about it a lot more. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect way to, to, to put that together. You are correct. You are correct. But give it what 852. 852. You should ask, oh, what, give me your top five times, CI, because you're right. That's probably outside of the East Meadow. What is that, a 48? 46 or 48? There's another maybe runner in there. I think CI ran two two eight fours. Yeah, they I'm have eight fours, but I'm saying if right. you, if CI just gives us their top five ever, that's basically the top five ever. <laughs> Hell of a shot. Carl Place coming to the line. Carl Place has had success in the past running efficiency at this track. I think they've run some eights. Yeah, actually, uh, Carl Place for a while had a, had a real good, good efficiency team. Scored the state tournaments with it. 852 going to say the number the beat, but I said the first, I should say the first place shot, period. Think about what you're going to have to do to beat that. I, <laughs> 8.51? That's uh, <laughs> true. The only, the only team really that I think is run in that ballpark is possibly Hicksville, uh, you know, that yeah. I know of that I think that has run 8.5s. I, I don't know about New High Park, maybe. I don't know if they've ever run that low. No way. Yeah, but if you can run an 8 normally... You could run in low eight here. Not so. like that. Maybe not, but... Water in the hose for the Carl Place Frogs. 
Their hose is green on the first and top lane. Up here top. Oh, he was tickling it. I like how he came in. Came in straight to the target, but just tickling the bottom. 334 on a stick. Time for call, please. 9.52. 9.52. You remember CI's stick? I think it was 22. Wow. So, I mean, that's not crazy fast. Again, we're getting that from the arch. Oh, that, that's that's why it was an 8.5. Coming up to the line <laughs> number nine on your program, the hairs from East Farmingdale. And that wasn't, for those that are wondering, that wasn't off the light. That was from the arch watching the hydrogen. So, uh, it was probably a little bit better than that. It looked a little better. Yeah, I, I think Ryan usually hits a little better than that. But. So, uh, CI is not going quietly. Eight fifty-two, second place nine fifty-two, and then a nine eighty-one. That's a reality check right there. East Farmingdale's getting the track ready. Now this isn't a, a comment about East Farmingdale, but look at the hydrant right now. Tell me that is not dry enough to run a fish sea without them to keep sweeping. Please. That is way drier than anybody's home practice track would ever be, and they still have the barrel out there sweeping up the track. Unnecessary right there. Yeah, we run in the rain. I, I, I don't even understand why we even squeegee in efficiency unless there's a, a, a two-inch two puddle. Yeah, pump also. I can see the obligatory sweep when the hydroman misses. Just get the puddle. You're right, the puddle. Even a good spray, right. If you get a puddle, yeah. get rid of it. Heidi Swammerdale's ready to go. Here they come. They have water in the hose. First length gets out real nice. Second length out. He's going to catch these guys up top. They get there. Just can't get it steadied enough to knock down the target quickly. 371 on the stick for the hares. Time for the hares. 11.08. On the line number 10 on your program. The Rinky Dinks from North Belmore. Going back to the water pressure here, I, I think this is where it, it really affects the nozzle man if you see him. I, I know on some of the other courses you, you could be a little bit looser, you know, and, and still control the nozzle. Here you, you really have to have the good technique, the good crouch, and, and really be under control. Uh, locking that upper body. Running water yep. when, you, you know, yep. when you're going in to hit the target. Excellent observation, Jack. Yet I think last night I watched a little bit of the uh, old-fashioned. I saw a nozzle man on his own that lost his backup guy. Held on and had a nice hit. Um, not an easy thing to do here in Hempstead. Not no. an easy thing to do anywhere. But uh, especially here, and, and I'm not meaning to beat a dead horse, but uh, it's a different animal here, especially in the efficiency contest, with a stand-up hit with this water pressure. Uh, North Belmore has two points on the day. Right now to get themselves in a top-five conversation, they're looking at uh, eight points. Not easy to do with only three contests left and so few teams.
It's just uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep beating on this. How long is this taking, right? I you know I I it's we're texting, we're reading things. I almost things. think a lot of people are just so used to doing it. It, it, it really doesn't even do anything. It's just it, it's like you f- you almost feel some of them feel like they have to because everybody looks, else is doing it. It looks almost bone dry. From but it's 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 it, I, I I it's also the teams. And you know one thing I've been discussing is that. The team should have an adapter man. The hydro man should be putting his adapter yeah, on. Cause that takes a heck of a long time. Yeah, yeah to walk up and walk In motor back. pump, too. All right. Yep. Well, next up, it looks like Port Washington, and we know Donald is the king <laughs> of uh, time takers. I love him like a brother, but... I don't think there's a hydro man that starts as far out as this guy just yeah. did. Oh, my God, the first guy, was oh. the coupling went down. The wa- he got he out went of down it. hard. He's still trying to do his job. Now he's the target on the run. They're going to be happy it. with that number. No, 328 when the stick went down. I missed the overall. This this is going to be a perfect Should example be a low of this pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Because a, a Time for the rinky dinks. 8.82. Go ahead, Jack. What were going to say? To say, a, not a million, but let's just say that that was not a textbook run down the street. The hose laying. <laughs> yeah, the, for lack of better words, and, and it's still an 8.82. Coming up to line number 14 on your program, the Roadrunners from Port. Washington. He was still approaching the target when he hit it. I mean, he didn't know he hit it. He just happened to hit it in the right spot. I mean, he had the arm out. But if you're watching that race, if you saw it at home, he's running in, and the coupling guy gets caught in the hose, falls in the hose, throws it back over First him. coupling man, yep. And then he's trying to help out. He went down hard. He did. He and rolled with, out of it. He oh, really he didn't create a kink. So no, I don't know how he did. Down, but, <laughs> but you're right, Jack. 882 out of that. So that's a, an example of the water pressure almost being able to blow the hose straight here, right, Jack? I mean, it just, that's, that's a gentleman fell and, and dropped his hose and whatnot, but there's so much pressure here, and everybody else pulling the hose beyond him got it out, and they really didn't lose much yeah, time. Yeah, it pushes the kinks out. Now, imagine you're like CI, and you don't have any kinks. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how you run an A5. There it is. And I... Yeah, the flip the flip side to that is on on another course. If if you're cu- if you're a drag or a coupling man fall down in a hose, you're not running a, a shot like that. It's there's no way it's happening. Even if they don't fall down, you're probably not running. How many <laughs> right. teams in history have run an 882? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's actually a, that's a serious eight too. Yep. That's not even a. All right, so here comes Port Washington. Donald eight Reese. points, top five so far. Let's see if they keep that mode going. They've scored in four straight contests. Donald just got done with his blowtorch at the hydrant, making sure it's nice and dry for his man Danny. <laughs> Washington can run some efficiency, folks. Another team that contends with that 8-8 right here. I don't know if they're 8-5 caliber. Look at Zach at the hydrant. Zach lost a lot of weight, looking great. Attacking the hydrant up at the top. Kyle's got to get behind him. Not a bad shot. I think that beats an 8-8. I don't think so, Paul. No? no Time for the Roadrunners. should have had somebody fall 9.01. Wow. 9-0-1. Where'd they lose that at the hydrant? I had 3.37 on the stick. On the line, number 15 on your program. The Rebels from Levadown. Look at that hose lay in the target hit. You would say, that's good enough for an 8-8 right there. Wasn't the first drop on a target, but it was a pretty good hit. Levadown Rebels. Rebels rocking out to a little VH. In the background, atomic eruption. 852, 882, 901, 952, 981. Top teams so far in the top teams in time, so far in the contest. Levittown taking their spot on the start line. Jeez, with this music, I think I could run nozzle again, guys. <laughs> with the flowing locks. <laughs> yeah. 
He's now you're really dating. Now you're really dating me. Always, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, get me down. I like stopping. I don't like starting so much. This would have been your song if they had the music back then, Len. <laughs> yeah, David Lee Roth was just, uh, was, just a baby I then. I rock, rock. A lot of fun here at Hempstead over the years. Levittown call-off proceeding. Looks like we're ready to go. Oh, man, that middle guy in the suicide <laughs> broke the light maybe Wait, by close he knows to it. a and second. It, now he's slowing down. It looks like he's slowing. If he's going to do it, then do now. it. Yeah. Oh, he got a big kink up at the top. As the, oh, he Ooh. hits the target. From pretty far I'm away, I'm telling Paul. you, they're going to go back to the camp <laughs> if they know what's going on and say, you just cost Time for the us. Rebels. 9.54. It cost him an 8. He cost him an 8. probably did. He blew that bad. <laughs> what we're saying is the guy in the middle of the middle length just left the line way too early. And then... So did New and gave up on Line number 17 on your program, the termites from New Hyde Park. If you're going to jump the light or be the first guy to break the light, you might as well keep going. It looked like he he pulled back a little bit, but the uh, nozzle man and his backup man in control. And a pretty far hit. They probably hit that from 35, 40 feet away. So a nice hit. They weren't right up on the line. That would have been an eight for Levittown. Think about the possibilities. Yeah. Well, as you said, if they're videotaping it, uh, somebody's going to take a beating tonight. <laughs> verbally, uh, folks, verbally. A couple big shots coming up here. New Hyde Park, striped version, going to take their place on the start line here for efficiency. Down six. Three to go. Coming on strong, though, right, Paul? I mean, scored in every contest. Yeah. So, uh, again, we, we, we talked about pressure earlier, whether it's on the Westerners or... Um, the hobos who have to come back heavy at the end, or right here, New High Park Termites, uh, having a decent year this year, but a chance to really make some noise here one week before the state drill. And just for an example, they've averaged three points a contest, and they're down by six. <laughs> just so you know. Ain't over. <laughs> Staring at an 852. <laughs> Harry Penny's out there somewhere. Yeah, he's loving it. Your version. Coming into the hydrant. Oh, went right across the face. Still running hydrant. Wow. That really... Uh, damper. Yeah, yeah. It's a damper, but now CI back in the mix. Because now West Hempstead needs a shot. Time or for New Hyde Park. 11.66. Coming up to the line, number 18 on your program. The West... Hempstead, Westerners. Give us those top five times again, Paul. Well, I don't think could. I'm talking out of school if we say CI's going to get five here. So West Hempstead doesn't score. All of a sudden, it's a six-point drill with two to go. Uh, top five is that 852. Then you have the 882 by North Belmore. 901 is third, Port Washington. 952, Carl Place. 954, Levittown. West Hempstead on the so line. So this right now is um, the final results at this point could be hinging right on this run, guys. And of course, the Westerners can afford to give a race away, but you don't want to do that to CI with uh, the way they can finish. Feeling good about themselves after an 8.52. Who wouldn't? And then... Again, New High Park not out of it either. And our road, Fred Benzavenga is going to go out, have to go down there and perform in the motor pump contest. So the pressure might be on Fred a little bit. We don't see that too often, Paul. 
Fred's not even cracking a smile. It's like he's... <laughs> I think he's listening, right? It's all business, Len. <laughs> he's listening. All right. West Hempstead about ready to go. Big shot here. Ralph Nichols getting off the course quick. Coming into the hydrant. Water in the hose. All they got to do is hit it. up top. Oh, he tickled it. It was very close. I don't know if that's enough, guys. No, that's not going to... 9.54? I don't think so. I missed the stick. Time for West Hempstead. 9.56. Just added a money. On the line, number 19 on your program, the Woodlanders from Rockville Center. Ears at the sea, I can't just perked up a little bit. I think two words. I, I try and do it in as little words as I can, but game on is what the Hobos are thinking right now. You know, it was a good-looking run. If he hits the target like some of those other teams hit the target, it's a nice-looking run. Yeah. What, what do you think? That's an 8-8 eight, eight right there. They only needed if a couple of points. If that's a 9-5, it's an 8-8 eight, eight or better, if you ask me. Even a, even a decent hit right there, just to get him two or three points right now, would have helped a lot. Well, you're... F <laughs> oh, we got a chance at the 50-50 here, Yeah. Paul? All right. Hold on, hold on. It's shaking. What's the numbers on the 50-50? How much? Dollar each. $20 worth? No, give me $10 worth. Come on, you make a teacher's salary. Give the lady some money. got to go buy food after this. So we have the lovely ladies from the Hempstead Yellow Hornets up here selling some 50-50. Don't forget to put those in the bag. <laughs> and Paul promises to give half his winnings back, so you girls will yeah. be okay. <laughs> All right, who do we got here? Rockville, Rockville Center? Center. 9.54 by Levittown, holding fifth currently. Anything's possible here at Hempstead and Efficiency. a little tight on the hydrant end, Paul. Yeah. It's really bunched up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That loop man didn't have too many places to go in the hydrant. Ooh, it looks like the stick man hesitated a little bit, but now they got water through the hose up to the top, catching the guys at the top. He's not holding that at all. That water's coming to me. He was not holding that nozzle whatsoever. And the backup man was nowhere to be found either. That was the least aggressive nozzle hold I've ever seen. <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem, but uh, we won't get was, into you that. Know what I'm Time for Rockville Center, 17.02. Yeah. Coming up to the line, number 20 on your program, the Hicks from Hicksville. 17.02 for Rockville Center. If anybody's out there listening, they want a 50-50, getting down to the end of it. How much is it worth? You don't know yet. They don't know yet. It's worth something. So worth at least $10, because that's what I put in. At least get my money back. You get That's worth 5 then, if you put five, it in. 5 you're right. I would uh, recommend let the PA announcer uh, make one more announcement as well, help you ladies out. All right, Hicksville Hicks, four and a half points. They need a heavy shot to get themselves back in a conversation for coming down the track at the end of the day. They've done some heavy shots here at H uh, Hempstead in the past. Not only is she scared, she's going to make everybody else afraid. That's my body. I know, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hicksville's been given the track. 
954, still that number in fifth place. Hicksville's got bigger dreams than that. They would like to hit that 8-8. Eight, eight. Remember that 882 yeah. by North Belmore when they had all those things going on? That's Hicksville old in second eight. place. Hicksville can oh, eight. 8-8 is definitely in their wheelhouse. Here they come, approaching the hydrant. Water's in the hose. Here we go. 3-10. Going to be about the target hit. Doug Chiz approaches. Oh, it was just right. I thought he had it. It could be an 8. I thought he had the water on it. I'm looking at third right now, but let's see. Time for Hicksville's 8.96, 8.96. Yeah, so. it was a hair away from an 8.80, 8.80. Would have been close. Would have been close. So that's your third place shot. That's going to knock Levittown down. Line, number 21 on your program, the mm -hmm. Hempstead Yellow Hornets. No, they were out already. Levittown was fifth. Now Carl Place with a 9.52 is fifth. So 9.52 on the bubble here, fifth place with uh, the Hempstead Yellow Hornets on a bit of a tear in the last two contests. What'd they go, 8 out of 10 in the eight whole contest? 8 out of 10. Uh, well, West Hempstead scored 7.5 out of 10. Port Washington scored 4 in those two contests, but the king of those contests was the Hempstead Yellow Hornets with 8, so they'd love to keep the mo going. What'd you say? West Hempstead was 7.5? Yeah. So, again, the two teams that practice here yeah. being able to control the water here. I'm trying to say, Lenny. Trying to say home field advantage. Home field advantage. If our Jets could just do that this year, we'd be all right, Paul. The Hornets are... Uh, say that again. Call <laughs> the FCC. I missed it. That's the probably Hornets good. are... Uh, we, we concur with her thoughts, though. Okay. The Hornets with eight. They're, they're already in the mix for top five. They would love to improve their standing right here. Making their approach. Water in the hose. They got a chance here. Yeah, that's a good shot. It's going to get him some points right there. You think it's an 8, Len? It's, I got 9 0. We'll be in the 9 0 uh, 1, currently uh, fourth. Time for Hempstead 9.06. It's going to be a fifth place shot. I'll get him a point, so probably. The still got to get the line. Yep. Number 22 on your program, the Minutemen from Manhasset, Lakeville. Don't count out Manhasset. Manhasset scored. Man, yeah, Manhasset scored uh, last year at the state drill, so don't count them out for points here in efficiency. You already have. Yeah, well, don't worry. We turned it off. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> we were going to give an opportunity to the ladies from Hempstead to speak, but I guess you got enough in the background. Jackie's mic picking up a little more information than uh, maybe the FCC would like. Just the host is going around with 50-50 raffle tickets. The winner so far can win up to $250. Over $250 to the winner so far. All right. This tournament moving right along, fellas. One team left to go here in the efficiency contest. 3.38 and two imagine, races Imagine to go. we started at awesome. 9 or 10, old-fashioned. Oh, We'd already be having sodas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, it's a tribute to uh, Hempstead Fire Department, the track committee, the officials uh, doing a fine job. This man has it, Lakeville. 
They should support the media committee with a couple of cold. Uh, the me- <laughs> I'm Jackie looks a little cold, hungry, not me so much, but Jackie looks hungry. <laughs> he looks parched. All right, but don't bring up enough just for one. I always, <laughs> I always look hungry. Aya <laughs> comes, Manhasset. At the hydrant, water in the hose. Be about target here, here to get on the board. 906 is the number. He's going to have to slap it. He does. Ooh. What do we got? One of the best hits of the day. I missed the start. That uh, that should be right there. And for the Minutemen, 8.98. There you go. 98. 8.98. It's going to squeak in for fourth. Is that our fourth eight? Yeah, that's going to squeak nice. in for fourth. And 906 by the Hornets gets knocked out on that one. Well, it's a good 901 thing by Poor Washington is going to end up with one point. It's a good thing those ladies from the Hempstead weren't up here for that, huh, Jack? <laughs> we could have learned some new words. I'll let him give you the overall. So that's going to be two points for Manhasset. I think I think I learned a couple new ones. Anyway, <laughs> <to tell> you <laughs> We're going to set ourselves up for an interesting finish right here. Wide open for top five still. You know, it's fun to see uh, Manhasset slapping each other, high-fiving and stuff. They're also helping wet down the track for motor pumps, so they're, they're kind of lingering on the track a little bit. Officials, they're real happy move the equipment. They're real happy. Stand by for the results of the efficiency concept. A little pep in this step right now, Jack. That'll do it for you. An eight in efficiency always makes you happy. Yeah, North, North Belmore also, to tell you the truth. Uh, the 882, I think that gets them uh, in the ballpark now for top five, right? Was that a four-pointer? Who are you talking about? North Belmore. Oh, yeah, North Bell, not, not for top five. They're just outside. I'll give it just a sec. Outside. They got second there. It gives them six on the day, but they're knocking on the door. Yeah. Results of the efficiency contest. First place, five points, the Central Islip Hobos. Second place, four points, the North Belmore Rinky Dinks. Third place, three points, the Hicksville Hicks. Fourth place, two points, the Manhasset Lakeville Minutemen. Fifth place, one point, Port Washington Roadrunners. All right, we're just waiting, I think, for the overall. I can give you, uh, you just heard the top five, so... He's going to run down the overall from the top of the scorecard. I'm going to give it to you from the top of the standings. It's going to be 21 for West Hempstead. Then six points out is a tie between New Hyde Park and Central Iceland with 15. In fourth place, Port Washington with nine. Hempstead in fifth currently with eight. And knocking on the door, Hicksville, seven and a half. And North Belmore with six. So those seven teams have an opportunity to come down the track today. Two races to go. Motor pump, always interesting for an opposite reason here than efficiency. And then the bucket contest. So I think he's uh, we'll be back in a little bit, Freddie. I don't think he's going to do them. And stay with us for uh, pump. We'll be back. 
How well does your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631 661 Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is the exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or Brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. 
With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State drill teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit HighTechFireNewYork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all you SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems that can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 63 all right, two to go, everybody. It's heating up, Paul. It's heating up. Remaining teams are making their way up the track to the start line. Westbury's already all not on the line yet, but placed in position to be put on the line as they're marking out their spot before they approach the hydrant. Now, just like we talked about efficiency is a different animal here at Hempstead, so is motor pump but for the opposite reasons. It really is a, an anomaly of, of this track here. And, uh, again, Jackie, maybe you can clue us in as to why it's so good for B-Hose, C-Hose, and efficiency, not so much for motor pump. Uh, you got to talk to a scientist as to why. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had you. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, one of the things that I think it hurts actually running pump here because most of the other tracks, you get the water faster. You, you, 
you can go out here, your normal shot, 10, 15 feet even if you push, and then you go to another track and you think you're going to get to that spot, but you're not, and you got to know that. I had this conversation with Andrew Brome, I believe it was last week after the drill, that I believe, and you guys are in it to win it overall, practicing pump here hurts the West Hempstead Westerners. Okay, next contest to be run will be the motor pump contest. State record is 5.47 seconds held jointly by West Islip and Central Islip. All teams were reminded there is a 10-second mandatory overtime. Okay, and uh, and I think the fact that you don't First have to the line, number five, the turtles from Westbury. That you Go ahead, Paul. You don't have that consistent water, like uh, getting up on you every time. That is hard for you to figure out where you're going to be when you do get that water. So when you say it's a disadvantage, it's a disadvantage at every other drill. In right. this drill, it's not. Right. 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 So, but in this, this drill, you should come through. Well doesn't always work out They've like that. They've got a lot of good athletes over there in West Hempstead and in Hempstead. They know the water here. It is a totally different animal, and uh, no other teams get to practice here. Well, to my knowledge, uh, Jackie, maybe you know better, but um, they have an advantage here. But I agree, Paul. All through the year, whether we're running at Ridge or CI or Lindenhurst or Rockville Center or uh, North Belmore, wherever we're running, um, it's a disadvantage then. All right. Here comes those Westbury Turtles. They're going to lead off motor pump here. Anything in the mid-sixes, you're going to be pretty happy. They're off the hydrant. Quick speed. Oh, and he blows water back past the rear step. Now he's got water in the truck. Westbury going down right on the line, 100 feet Hold from the target. Hold up, gentlemen. You have overtime. Unlike oh. the other contest where overtime did not come into play because of the amount of teams always is in play in motor pump through safety. screaming right there. See, you just said, too, the nozzle man went down right at the line. I if, if you have a nozzle man, and there's differences in uh, ways people run, but if you have a nozzle man that goes to a spot, the same spot, and it's, you know, here, if you practice here, you don't try to get up too far. You go to one spot, which which Craig really kind of does. He doesn't go out too far. It's it's not going to affect Overtime you as much. Westbury. Next team to the line will be number six, the Hobos from Central Islip. Uh, it's not going to affect you as much, but the difference is, the water does get to you a lot quicker on the other courses than, you, than you're used to. You right. just can't simulate it here in, in uh, practice. We actually send our nozzle man a little further here, and we'd wait that tick at the, at the pump when he puts the water on. We'd get it inside the pump before we started pumping. All those little tricks right. kind of helped out, but we were never able to master it. Yeah, we, we probably run a couple six sevens, and we were happy as anything. Six, we six. thought we knew something. <laughs> we yeah. did the same thing. Us Suffolk teams I mean, last don't week, get to run here as last much. Last week at CI, you know, uh, West Ava runs a five. 586, and that's going to not be even close today, though the track record is 597. Patchogue, 1993. Back but I'm going to tend to say it's a different system at the time. When we were running here in 93, it wasn't that pump versus the volume versus pressure thing that they have going on now. And you could run a better pump number, I believe. I don't know. I don't think it was that much different. But better than it is now. Well, maybe. I'm trying I don't to know think if I would when, agree with uh, that. When they put the, the pump house in, actually, I, I think it was around that time, to tell you the truth. I think it's a little after What year are we talking now? 93. It's a little after that, I think. But as you were saying, too, we, you, your nozzle man, maybe you tell to go out a little farther here, and, and we have to know that you can't go out as far when you go to these other courses. Right. We have to adjust no. that way. Different animal here in Hempstead. And uh, 
folks, if uh, if you're listening in, you know, all these teams practice. They Most of them start in April and May, and you do it a certain way, at a certain rep, and a certain speed, and everything else, and you get to a certain spot. You can't always do that at every track, and this is the track in Motor Pump that you have to adjust the way you run if you want to score. All right, here come them CI Hobos. Big shot again now, creeping yeah. their way back in after heavy 852 in efficiency. Now, they have the capability, I bet you, of a 6-2 here. We ain't dead yet. I'm sure that's what the hobos are saying. Here we come. Off at the hydrant. Good speed. Water on. See what they get up at the top. Sets it down. Nuoff, he is low right. He was low right, brought it back up, and then hit it. Definitely Looked like they just early. couldn't get the water Time to the top. Time hobos. 6.95. 6.95. That's a scorer. 695 score. I was just going to say, i got to say that, that uh, there's a line. good chance that that's going to hang. Will be number seven, the Buckeyes from Merrick. Jackie, with all your years here, when you practiced, when you when you knew you had a good team, I don't care what team you were with, what were you comfortable with as a pump run here as opposed to going to a different track? Uh, I think here, I mean, what what we always figured is if we were in the 6'5", in 6'6", the six, six, six range, it was good, uh, you know, on on the higher end of good. Not great, but you're feeling confident that's going to score. Some tournaments it, it might even take heavy points, but if you start pushing below that that six six four six three on this course, you're you're running some, some right. good pump. So then my next question is, how much did it affect you going to another course, having to practice here with this water pressure? Uh, like I said, you, you just had to adjust. I mean, you. When, when, uh, but if you don't practice with it, how do you adjust? Like, well, you, how do you know? That's that's the thing. You can't you can't simulate how fast the water gets on you. But what you can do is is like I said, one of the things we would do is we never we would never go out as far on another course because we would know you're not going to make it to the spot that you can make it here. You know, and, and just other than that, you just had to deal with it. So I mean, technically, you can't simulate it really. Yeah, you're practicing for another course by running to your bright spots that you would run there here. So you're not really doing anything right, different. Right, like, for instance, a week of central islip, though, it, we know, you know, the nozzle man, he's not going to get out 10 feet past the line. Right. So that week, we're, we're not going you. 10 feet past the line. We're going, you know, but if the, if the But if the water pressure or the volume or whatever, uh, again, I'm no uh, pumps and hydraulics guy for sure, but if the water pressure is not there, how do you even practice when the water's not there? And the, now the, the nozzle man's shooting further without well, that, the same pressure. The rule thumb, yeah. yeah, the rule of thumb that we went by is, I mean, you, you tried to stay lower because normally the tendency with the better pump courses you go over the target when you're used to shooting here so just knowing that it's it's really a guess you can't really simulate it perfect because if you're practicing here but you try to stay under where you would normally be you just try to stay below the target and, and come up to it yeah, so what well, um well, I, I, similar in, the, in that vein is like when we would go to central islip we would because our arch is about 1911 and their arch is 21 whatever we would take a, uh, a you know a crate and we would put it on the thing and our dumper would step up. We would do that. And we yeah. would practice that. So it's in the we, same way. We would put a platform in. Yeah. It's hard around. to change the pump though. Eric Buckeyes approaching the hydrant. He's off. Oh man, does he stick it? It's got to be hurting. Full body stick hits the target. That, that, that was a good looking run, that Paul. It was a good run. You're right about I, that. I've seen a couple of good pump runs in my day. Time and for everything. The Buckeyes, seven point three one. 731. Clean shot by Merrick, and boy, he's not a small fellow running in at the hydrant right there, and he annihilated the entire section of the hydrant. Jackie, give me your opinion. I thought the hydrant looked good. I thought the hose lay looked good. I thought the, the nozzle man got out there, and, the, and everybody laid the hose out straight, and he hit the target. I mean, a good-looking run right there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there are... 
There are nice little, little, little tricks here that I'm sworn to secrecy on as far as pumping the truck, oh, but... Dude, you're on the radio now. you got to spell it. <laughs> There's no oh, flukes Paulie, anymore. Paulie, it's over, Johnny. Welcome it, to actually. my nightmare. It's Paulie over, Johnny. It. you gotta, you got to wait a split second. You can't you can't pump like you would at another no. course. you gotta, you got to let the water get into the pump and, and, then, and then pump. It's not a so. secret to the teams that are doing well, just so you know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, uh, good-looking run right there. I mean, that was... I don't know. It I mean, was a 7.31. Not the quickest run, but a, a good, clean run. Good, clean fun. I call place. Yeah, 7.31, actually. I wouldn't be surprised. I, 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 I think it's going to score. You Mike. There you go. Back in business. So that being said, here come the Carl Place Frogs. Now, this place is dry. Look at that. Is there any sweeping necessary right now? Absolutely not. The hydrant is dry <laughs> as it could get. It, right now, that hydrant's drier than it was, I would say, for, like, C-hose and B-hose. I'm, I'm with you on beating this to death because we run these events in the rain. I, I see no reason to be sweeping anything. And, and in this event, you're sweeping past where anyone gets near and, up and, to and the nozzle line. We're lucky today. We're actually moving pretty quickly. Right. But normally, wait till you see next week. There'll be towels and umbrellas out there <laughs> and construction companies. Call place. Making their way at the hydrant. Got water in the hose. Up at this the top. Good, Sets it down. He's pointing right. He's shooting right. Now he's Ooh. lost it, and it hit his ankle. It got away it from the nozzle man. It definitely came back, and he hit the nozzle man's ankle. He was set up right, There'll shooting be no right. Time for the frogs failure to complete the contest. Now listen, any of you Carl Place fans that are just listening in, everybody looks okay. Um, they're a little frustrated. Everybody looks okay. Everybody's walking away. But uh, Paul, that nozzle got away from him, and uh, that could have been bad. I'm, I'm going to guess they had either too much hose or not straight hose right behind them. Yeah, and, something and it underneath just it. Just forced it out of his hands. If he hits that first drop, they're okay. I mean, he passed the he passed the target line. Low right, and that's where he was aiming. You got the paving box right here, Next and it line, pretty much lines nine, up with that flap. Hairs from East Farmingdale. He was set up right of the pavement box and then pointing right. Oftentimes, you'll see those good nozzle men on the good teams. They'll walk out before the contest begins, and where am I going to place my nozzle? Get a little, get a little background for when they get there. They're putting it in that spot, and it's beneficial. Yeah, you got to put it in that spot. And again, I, I in this event. That, that hose being straight, that 10 feet before the nozzle is huge. It's got to be. It's everything, Jack. You're right. Paul, you rode the, the end of that. Jack, did you? I, I, I'm sorry if I don't know it, but you run a little pump nozzle in your day? Or? Uh, never nozzle. Never I, ran, I ran behind the nozzle, and I ran uh, you know, on the other side. I, I kind of did both, and um, gosh darn, a motor pump, that 10 foot, we used to call it the pipe. Uh, you call it that efficiency a little bit, you only need maybe 6 feet. But a motor pump, it's got to be, right, Paul, 15, 20 feet. Behind the nozzle, man. Yep. For him to have a chance. We like to lay it straight. <laughs> this is all silly terms. Lay it straight. We'd like to do it right off that front bumper. Well, ideally, yeah. And that's that's, and and maybe that's the most important guy in the in the race. And people have different terms for his name. We used to call it the guy in the question mark. Um, different teams have different terms for it. I'm sure you guys do. But that guy is critical. Where the the hose blows out of the discharge side of the B truck and there's a big loop, and then this guy sets it up. From him to the nozzle man, 
Hopefully it's straight, and the nozzle man has a shot. This it looks the like they're going to drive around the target on the opposite side right now, the way they're pointed, right? <laughs> Moving in towards the hydrant. They're off at the hydrant. Sticks it. They got water, but near. He's not by that front bumper. Hits the target, though. Now he gets by the front. There you go. They did not have that hose straight, but they, the hose was straight. No kinks or anything, which helped has them. 7.18. 7.18. Farmingdale. I I'm going to say that's going to score. Heavy pump today. Yeah. <laughs> they could have been pumping a little bit earlier, Next I think. Next line, number 10, the Rinkydinks from North Belmore. Seven the driver held off a little on pumping. Plenty of times, yeah. Yeah. Room for improvement, too. I mean, East Farmingdale, if they, if all goes right, that's a 6-7, six, 6-8. Six, it's a good shot. That and is, Hempstead, that is, that's think a about it. Shot. <laughs> pump was working, wasn't it? It was pumping. It was pumping. I think you. I think you are right. I think you waited a little bit too long to pump the yeah. truck, but oh, it was but full. It, but, but it did pick up the water. And they definitely didn't have the question mark. They ran out to the corner and then a straight line from the corner to the nozzle man, and that hurt him on his initial lap of water. So East Farmingdale Hair showing some really good signs there, motor pump, but uh, just gotta tweak it a little bit. Paul, that time is in there right now, right? Second place. Second place, yeah. I don't know if that's going to hold. But. Uh, I think it's got a good chance to hold. 7-18. We'll see. North Belmore rinky-dinks. Coming off of second place. In not the prettiest of runs in efficiency, but at 8-8. Eight, eight. They need this shot, actually, if they have uh, dreams of coming down with the rest of the top five at the end of the day. So you think 7-18 is going to hold fifth? I think it's going to be close, Lane. You want to bet your 50-50 tickets against mine? Nope. <laughs> wow. You don't feel very confident then, do you? I don't want to lose money to you. You have enough money. Whippy, whippy, whippy. <laughs> Said the guy driving an Escalade. Yeah. Said the guy <laughs> who I have to buy my jet tickets from. <laughs> Price just went up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought they were face value. <laughs> oh, not, not from me, they're yeah. not. Sheldon's lawyer uh, asked for a little more this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know, North Belmont. They're looking focused right here, guys, right? They got the whole team I was in. thinking Jets, you know, and, and D. Milliner. He gets hurt all the time, uh, and, you know. At, at the most, I shouldn't say all the time, at the most inopportune times. And, and translate that to racing, and you saw what happened with Linda Snails the other night. Ryan Kinley, their climber, blows out his bicep. Basically the same week he got injured last year before the state. We'll talk about more in a second. Coming into the hydrant, North Belmore. Off. Water on. Nice stuck stick. it. See what they can do at the top to see if he's pointed. Now he's got it back. And just low. I don't know if that beats the 718. I thought he could have got another stride or two, Paul. Yep. And it would have helped him. Time for the reckoning. 7.24. 7.24. 7.24. Third place so far. But just get back to Lindenhurst. Man, talk about a catastrophic hurt. Two years in a row, your ladder climber, who's been doing phenomenal this year, goes Next down with an injury 14, keeping you out. The Roadrunners from Port Washington. Our kid's a heck of an athlete. Uh, especially the way, you know, they, they were up and coming. And to have it happen once is bad enough, but, but twice it's right crazy. around this time is, is unreal. It's the D. Milliner. He's the D. Milliner of racing. Yeah. All right, Port Washington. They've been running some good pump lately. Not that Paul Real would good disrespect anybody, but I think you disrespected him there, Paul. Really? He's, yeah. Dean Milliner? <laughs> uh, Dean Milliner's a hell of an I athlete. I think you're disrespecting Mr. Kinley a little bit. Oh, I don't think so. Why would saying what? It's okay. catastrophic. Okay. 
No, that you were saying he's injury prone. No, I didn't say D. Milliner was injury prone. I said D. Milliner two years in a row got hurt just as the season was beginning, which for a football player would be like going into the state drill. That was my point, Len. All right, then I missed it. (laughs) I mean, when you're the first-round draft pick, you know, you would consider that to be your ladder climber type, right? And to to, uh, think about... What was he, the ninth pick that year? Yeah, think about how D. Milliner feels when he wants to be the stud, and two years in a row he can't get on the field at the most opportune time. You know, Ryan Kinley's the stud on their team, and two years in a row... How frustrating is that? He's, he's actually he's actually comparing to a, a professional athlete. It could be looked at as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, right. right there. <laughs> Thanks for selling me down the river so there, Len. Jackie that. giving <laughs> us a different perspective, which is always good. That's why Jackie's up here with us today. Saving me, I guess. I appreciate you joining us, Jack. Saving Let's me Just put life. it on the calendar that someone from West Hempstead actually actually bailed you out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> <laughs> Bucket list. <laughs> Yep, Port Washington, nine points on the day, currently in fourth place overall. So they're basically looking for a bailout here right now. They're looking for a solid motor pump run, and they yeah. want to get back in it. They're in it. They just like to climb a little higher or solidify their spot. Nine's not going to do it. they got to score big right here, right now. Coming into the hydrant. Make to the approach. They're off. Water on. Nice, nice. nice handle at the hydrant. Up at the top. Water out. Nope. Low left and then low straight. Yeah, a little low left, Paul, you're right. And then he swept it back. And um, guess what? It's too late in Hempstead if it it takes you that long to hit the target. Time for the Roadrunners. (laughs) 7.29. Imagine he hits it. Imagine he hits it. Hey, that that nozzle man actually uh, on this course, he was behind the line. I don't know if they they always run that far back. That's a long target shot. Talk about that, Jack. I didn't. I didn't quite see it. He was. When you say the line, we're talking the, the line. It's a hundred foot from the target. A lot of teams base where the nozzle man's going on, either right on it, right before it, two strides over. Was he? He was short of that. I. I think he was just short of it. Yeah. And here at Hempstead, because of the water, which we spoke about earlier, you really should be able to get a step or two out. If that's your normal spot, you should be able to go a stride or two over. Paul, you ran there. Yeah. Here, with the way the water comes out, you should be able to get a stride or two over. We would run it out as far as you could normally. Like normally we'd run it out till you got that tug and then you'd creep down. We would do the same thing here. You're just going to get a little further. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Where'd you guys learn that? North Lindy. <laughs> oh, somebody said Kit Gable said that. Oh, no. He, did. he was a bucket helper. Did you slide, Paul? Or you, you Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, come on. Do you really enough, want to see this thing slide? I have big on. enough problems just sitting. Yeah, I'm just trying to squat. <laughs> I don't need to slide. Levittown, uh. 731, fifth place. There's a whole bunch of low sevens coagulated together underneath that CI 695. Here come the Levittown Rebels. And I didn't think he was going to make it to the hydrant. Wow. I thought the nope. truck was too far behind and he wasn't going to get there. We had a blow up at the hydro, folks. Now he's low, and now he hits it. Overtime for the Rebels. Overtime. You know, Paul, you say, were they going to touch the 695 of CI? I mean, 695 at every other drill is nothing in motor pump. And right now it's holding first place here, folks. We've told you about it. We try and teach you about it. And until you've raced here, you, you, you may not know about it, but anything in the sixes is a pretty good shot here at motor pump. It's a twilight zone for motor pump. It really is crazy. It's it's 
amazing. Next to the line, number 17, the Termites from New Hyde Park. But how good every other hose race is here because of the great water pressure. That motor pump's like the total opposite. Paul's touched on it. We've, we've spoken about it. But it's like a total opposite from BNC Hose and Efficiency. Uh, New Hyde Park's coming to the line. They're looking at a 695, and then there's a 718. 724, 729, and a 731, all of which can be topped by the New Hyde Park Termites, and if they're going to do it, they need to do it now. You guys both know, though, you can miss the target, or you can do a double clutch on the stick, you, you could do a lot of things wrong, and still run a 7 in motor pump, and, and, and it would score today. There's, you know, I, I, I say this in every, I would say every single contest, when you go slow, there is more opportunity for things not to go right. If you run B ladder, it's a hot drop, and you stick it off, things go good. If you run buckets, it's easier to pass buckets faster than yeah. it is to pass them slower. When you run motor pump and you have a little bit of extra time, it's just time for guys to get crooked or not put the nozzle in the right spot. When you don't have time, it usually works out great because it's it, muscle memory. I, I, I was just going to say, is it more natural or muscle memory? Excellent terminology there. Um, you're not thinking about it. You're just doing what you do in practice every day of every week or two days a week of every week, and you just run your run. Yeah, it's, it's interesting you say that, too. Another comparison, I was thinking about it with uh, motorized hydrant versus efficiency. You're just getting off and reacting when you're getting off the truck. You, no, no thinking involved. I mean, it seems like it takes you 20 minutes to run from the line to the hydrant in efficiency. I mean, I've run some good efficiency shots as the hydrant man, but I hated every one of them. <laughs> I love just jumping off and having to be there and just letting my body take over. So you're not good when you think? Is that what you're saying? Got that right. Just point me in the right direction. I'm just, I admit it. <laughs> if I had right. to, you know how much goes through your mind when you have the, you know, like the 20 know. minutes running to the hydrant? Yeah. She's hot. That being said, <laughs> here come the termites, guys. Motor pump. They got a chance to climb back in. Water in the hose. Woo! Slide going on. And he's on the target. We had the stick. We had the slide. We had the hit. Guys, this is in the mid-sixes. I got 63. <laughs> Time for the termite. 6.49. Woo! 6.49. That's, a That's a heavy number here at Hempstead. Some happy termites on the track right now. Now, normally you would not see a group of guys that have the knowledge that the termites <laughs> do of racing turning around and high-fiving each other like crazy based on a 649. The knowledge. So, they, how, how many fives have they run? Exactly. <laughs> but that just that sums up. Number 18, the Westerners from West Hempstead. 166 handled down, but the whole run was clean, guys. Smooth, yep. You're right. So that's going to put a little... The last call for the 50-50. Last call for 50-50. That's going to put a little pressure on both the CI Hobos and the West Hempstead Westerners. Now, West Hempstead, up by six, could really solidify their top spot with a good run right here. Up by six on those termites, Paul. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. The termites just said, go ahead. You want it? Yep. Go get it. So, uh, Jackie's team, the Westerners here, Jack, a little bit of pressure. I said it a, a race ago. Where does the pressure fall? And guess what? Right now, it's on the West Hempstead Westerners. No one's going to give it to you, though. you got to go take it. That's the bottom line. And they can run some pump as well. They can definitely run a run that can score. They don't need five here, folks. They don't have to run a, a, a super low six. Right now, fifth place, Paul, is what? It's a, is seven, it still a seven with Port? 20. 29? Yeah, I believe it is 29. So Port Washington. So 
again, West Hempstead needing to just grab a few points here. Hang on to their lead going into the bucket competition. So here's our hero, Freddy! Fred Benzavenga, coming Great on Great job. Back. That was all you. i never seen a guy all put it in pump like you. that in my life. You put that in pump one split second later, boy. Handled down was awesome. West Hempstead, water in a hose. Now they get a nice hookup. Target hit. He is high. Oh. And left. Up, gentlemen, you have overtime. Overtime for the Westerners. All right, Jack, what'd you see? I think he I was just high. I think he was just high with the target. Does he always go down like that with the nozzle? He does. I didn't like that. It looks... He, it looked like he, he went for a spot, Paul. Like, yeah, I know, as not opposed to, to just, getting it out. It's the way he, he just put it down. It just looked like... He doesn't... He doesn't line number 19, the Woodlanders from Rockville Center. Most pump nozzle men, I think, go down on, on one knee over the hose, you know, just put well, it down and wait for down. the tug. It looked like he just placed it. It was kind of weird. placed it and, and hops over almost and gets both knees. Right. It is Which I don't mind that. It's just the way he placed it because usually for us, if you didn't get that tug, that tug's what straightens out that hose to the target. Right. You know what I'm saying? If everybody's running that line. It just looks like he placed it and there was wiggle room for him. I agree, water Paul. Comes I, out. I think he could have made it a little bit further. And again, every team runs it a little different. So I'm not saying it was right and wrong. I mean, West Hempstead has a state championship. I sure don't. I know you have one, but I don't. But uh, a motor pump? Yeah, we used to go. And, and you wanted to be prepared for the stop. And yeah. maybe being a little crouch, and we called it a duck walk, have the hose right. out in front of it. So if you felt the tug, you were able to, to still adjust your body and pounce on it uh, and still be in position to hit the target. But, um, yeah, it looked like he went to a spot, put it down. Um, 157 on the stick, so I mean a nice stick, but they just couldn't get it done. So uh, that's really going to tighten things oh, up here, guys. Say this just got real tight. I mean, Jack, we're you know I know what your uh, ex team here and stuff, and I like a good competition. Uh, you know, no disrespect to you, to Westerners or CI or anybody. And, and again, we've been critiquing whoever we need to critique, but. Um, it's going to be tight going into buckets. Just what we want. Well, some of us. <laughs> well, it depends on what town you're from. Uh, I guess. As the uh, Woodlanders. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have minded cruising into the buckets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, don't don't threaten me with a 10-point lead one race to go. <laughs> well, Rockville Center, he's putting it on, turning it on himself. Does a decent job. He's not lined up on the pavement box. He's shooting uh, left. Now he brings it back, and he hits it. So Woodlanders, Hydraman turning it on himself. Only 274, but... Here at Hempstead, sometimes you can get away with that. Time for the Woodlanders, 8.62, 8.62. All right, so three Next teams left in the 20, contest. The Hicks from Hicksville. I might have told this story, and Paul stopped me if I did, but uh, there was a Stop. year. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, I'm not going to say oh, that. Oh the, oh, the fans. The, the audience is dying. They're, they're so, dying Jack, now. back in the day, Paul don't have to listen. Turn his mic <laughs> off. Where, where's his switch? That, Turn him off, Jack. Stop hearing. Go ahead. Um, no, we uh, we ran some motor pump here one year with, uh, I'm talking early 90s maybe. We only had six guys that could make the drill. We ran motor pump with six guys. We ran a 6.38 here, I think I was. So uh, we had we knew we had one shot. It was me, one guy behind me, and you're going to blast one shot at the target, and you're going to shut it down, and we got lucky and found the target. I think we were third or fourth, even with the 6.3, but uh, it was exciting. Six-man motor pump, huh? Yeah, yeah. Six man. I think the only Not the safest way I to go. I think the only spot I wouldn't have run is nozzle. And <laughs> you know, in that event. But we said one burst. That's it. That's all you get. You knew you were going to start moving. So uh, it was interesting. Nine. But 
Big ups to guys like Mike Etzel, Phil Coward, Gene Shearing. I could do the well, shout-outs all day. I'm sure you could, too. I'm sure I'm leaving people out, and I apologize. But uh, The Hicksville Hicks have a good pump run under their belt this year, right? Don't they run a 6-1, 6-0? Yeah, I think they have uh, 6-0. I think they ran Man, uh, they, they could possibly use that. Rockville Center. You might be right at the county. They could use that. You're right at this shot right now. Seven and a half points finds them just outside of the top five times in this race. That 49 by the termites. Then you go to the 95 by the hobos. 718 East Farm holding in third with that 718. 724 Rinky Dinks and one point 729 Port no. Washington. Yeah, 50-50 tickets bet was a lock, Paul. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Want bet line? Bet on who? 50-50 tickets that poor, that left that uh, East Palmdale stays. <laughs> you wimped out before. Here comes Hicksville. At the hydrant. Oh, he sticks it real nice. See, we, oh, he gets caught. He's wow. shooting right, but he sits on it. Just can't recover. I'm going to disagree, Paul. He didn't sit on it. He laid on it sideways. And if How? you don't have your whole body on it, you, you're in trouble. I give a lot of credit to that whole pump system. In there because the seven people get caught. Seven six. Seven seventy six. How many people in Hempstead get caught behind the line? He got caught. Came up short. That that tells me some of the guys behind him, maybe I somebody stumbled. Or number 21, the yellow one is from Hempstead. I didn't see if someone stumbled or, or uh, held up the hose for some reason. but Yeah, you got every opportunity here in Hempstead to get the hose out. Uh, the Hicks couldn't quite do it there. Now's the man caught a little bit short. And... Uh, as you said, he, he sat on it. He really didn't sit on a pole. He was sideways. And I like to see a nozzle man either sitting up straight on one knee, as you used to do and I used to do. And, Jack, you know how it is. But uh, laying on it sideways when only your chest is on it and your legs are going, uh, what's the right word? It's not perpendicular. It's uh, it's perpendicular. It's perpendicular. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, teacher. Um, you want all your body weight on it. You I don't be think that was his plan, though, Lenny. I think he no, was well, definitely trying to save his life. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. It definitely was wasn't plan. his plan. I think, I think they better uh, go back to the drawing <laughs> no, board in that event. it wasn't his plan. He but, actually uh, did a hell of a job to try to get it so he could finish it. And he hung on, and he found the target. So. All right, next up is the Hempstead Yellow Hornets. Eight points find themselves in fifth place currently. Just got more difficult for the Hicks with that 776 and no points after this contest. Now, not picking on the Hornets, but this is a, a guy putting on his own adapter, and then he's got to go back to the truck. So let's just – the difference is astronomical as opposed to having an adapter man. Now they still have to wait to sweep. <laughs> so the Hornets, as we've said, have come on strong as of late. They are uh, not looking at themselves as a team that hasn't run much this year. They're saying, we want to be on the track at the end of this. And we're going for it. And this Spats crew. No, he stands, like, stands there and watches them sweep, right? Not going back to the truck yet. And he's not, they do, oh, plenty of teams are doing this. Yeah, as I say, it times out by 30. Oh, and, uh, it's a long time. With this Spats family in general, uh, with South Hempstead and, 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 of course, teamed up with Hempstead, they take it serious. They're not out here uh, to have a barbecue today, folks. They want to be on the track at the end. Eight points is no barbecue. Here come the Yellow Hornets. Good speed coming in, off at the hydrant. Plants it, water in the hose. 
Up at the top. Just over the top, man. Looked like he was Ooh. on it, but over the top. Just blew off the hydrant pole right yep. at the end. Right, and for the L Hornets, 7.85. 785. I think everybody's okay, but I, he was holding that on with everything he had. And I saw the spray come up initially, and I didn't think it was Next an to issue. The line, number 22, the Minutemen from Manhasset Lake. But once they hit the target, it blew off the Back hydrant, pressure. so maybe it was crossed. I, I don't know. Um, back pressure, if you don't have it fully on, that'll do that's a, wreak havoc back there. You holding on a motor pump, you're quite the man. <laughs> Out of all the positions I ever ran, that one could have been the worst. What, pump hydrant? Yeah. You didn't like that? Didn't like it. Uh, I liked them. For what reason? It's a pain in the ass. I mean, we used to run with the heavier suction when I was running it a while well, we, ago. We, and, and and just the fact, slamming it on in your hands, it's just, it just, I didn't like it. I don't know. We had a, a guy, you might know him, Paul, Mike Etzel. Yeah, well. Wasn't the tallest man in the world, but boy, was he strong. Uh, wasn't quite as tall as maybe you and I. But had the leg muscles and everything else. And when that guy jammed it on, it was staying on. He was good at it. He stayed at it. And, and I think, does it does it work to your advantage? And you guys talk about it. He, was a, he wasn't he was the tallest guy. Like I said, he was maybe 5'9". Yeah. Um, does that help you if you're a little bit shorter, you can get lower? He, he just, yeah, I mean, it probably can't hurt. I was he was say, just, I imagine it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt, but he, he was very good. I mean, again, most of the, very few pump hydrant men that you actually notice that are, you know, you, more you're looking for water in the hose, but that was a guy that, that was a standout actually. He could Just take the speed. Stand out in a lot of things. He could take the speed, and I mean he was a bit of a climber as well. He was a dumper in buckets and all that. But uh, pump hydrant might be the the place he excelled the most. And uh, he was an excellent. I think a little bit better build because he was a little climber. bit shorter and stockier. He could put it on and keep it on and. Uh, could race, man. It was a lot of fun. That guy man. was a racing guy yep. right there. A lot of fun. So shout out to Michael Etzel Sr. Then you got Billy. Billy's interesting as well. <laughs> Billy brings a lot to the sport. He wears a white shirt these <laughs> days and will give you his opinion. He, I can't get him on the radio, though, Paul. He's, He's got, you know, you can't shut him up normally, right? One of my You'd favorites. You'd think he'd be a natural on the radio, and I, I can't get one question One of my favorites right there. His <laughs> wife going straight to heaven on the express train. <laughs> <laughs> He's not shy normally. Come Manhasset like that. At the hydrant. I didn't like how he held that he suction scooped. coming in, right? He scooped. <laughs> Quietly, they make their way. Not hitting that target. He's heading towards them. Probably wow. beats an overtime. But you know, folks, I don't see Fred get out of his seat very often, but these last couple Nine of teams. Nine for the Minutemen. 9.03. So East Farmingdale. Last call for 50-50. Last call, 50-50. Is going, and we have some finish, by the way, coming in here. East Farmingdale is going to get three out of that. The Hares make their way to the board. Two points for North Belmore. They're going to move into eight. One point for Port Washington. They are going to go to ten. New High Park. Termites taking five there. There's Fred, Fred flexed his muscles up here. He came up on. Oh, 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 he's got it going on. Burner. We're going to have going into the last contest, 21 West Hempstead, 20 New Hyde Park, 19 Central Isop. Oh, them? Lurking. Those guys? Lurking. 10 fourth place for Port Washington, and then you got a battle. Fifth place, eight Hornets, eight Rinky Dink, seven and a half Hicks. What's the top five going to look like? What's the top one going to look like? Three races ago, we said it wasn't going to look like Central Isop blue and gold. 
But wait a second. Look I at the look at those hobo jerseys, guys, <laughs> walking down the track. Let's face it, they broke the record last week in buckets. Uh, unfortunately, their equipment didn't check out. But uh, you don't think the they're confident right now? for Motor Pump. First place, five points, New Hyde Park. Second place, four points, Central Ice Slip. Third place, three points, East Farmingdale. Fourth place, two points, North Belmore. And fifth place, one point, Port Washington. Just quick, before we go to... Um, Local committee, set up for buckets. Before we go to commercials right now, guys. So, CI's back in the hunt. Uh, we got an excellent finish 50, coming 50, on 50 here. 50's on last call with $400 to the winner. I'll take that. So, we're going to have an awesome finish right here. Um, what does it say, A... If CI can come through and win it, what does it do for their confidence? And B, if they can't and the Westerners or somebody else can shut them down, what does it mean for those teams? It's well, fun. At this point, for CI, they have forgot about how far they were down. Now they're going to go into this week to stay tournament like nothing happened, even if they don't win this drill. They're fine. They're fine. If they were to collapse the rest of the day, different story. All right, so they're they got back. their they're confidence fine. back. They're fine. I, I was gonna, if I was West Hempstead doesn't do well, well, then they have the things thinking in their head. And the team that's uh, going to come out them. of here, we had them, no huh? matter what happens for the rest of the day, NHP. New Eye Park. They're going to go real confident, especially coming off a of top five last year. So, again, you know, what, what we just spoke about, and Jackie, give me your opinion. Like, right now, it's it's in CI's lap. I mean, we, we all know they, they well, had I, a I shot agree, at the record Paulie. last they, week. They, they responded enough right now to make me not even concerned about next yeah. week. They'll, they'll be fine. They I, got I their think. mojo back. Yeah. And and if they come back and actually win this tournament, oh. I, I, I got to tell you. Check, I, please. I, I feel. <laughs> but, use that line a lot. I mean, in all honesty, West Hempstead is the second best bucket team here. Right. And what they have to do is just put up their shot, and they're going to win the tournament. It's going to be closer than they hoped four races ago, but they're going to win the drill. And you know what? you got to be real happy about that. You beat the champs. Nobody else has done that in a long time. So, But it's, it's all going to play out. <laughs> it's still got to do it. It's all going to play out. All right, Fred, you want to bring us to some commercials? And, uh, folks, we will bring you back for the finale, the final contest, the Bucket Brigade at Hempstead in about two minutes. The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all the Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. Have you been looking for the perfect technology solution for your apparatus? Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs. And unlike smartphone apps, Streetwise is a live, fully networked, enterprise-grade software package that functions just like the more expensive laptop MDC, but is CAD independent and at a fraction of the cost. Don't settle for less than the best. Check out the online video demonstration today at www.streetwisecadlink.com. Streetwise CADLink, the mobile response software that just works. 
How well does your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is the exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or Brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State drill teams. 
Hitech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, Hitech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Paul, I think we're back. Okay, uh, total points. One contest to go. Westbury, three and one half. Central Islip, 19. Merrick, one. East Farmingdale, three. North Belmore, eight. Islip, two. Port Washington, 10. New Hyde Park, 20. West Hempstead, 21. Hicksville, seven and one half. Hempstead, eight. Manhattan Lakeville, two. All right, guys, we got ourselves a bond burner here. Jackie, we're coming down the buckets. No, that's, that's, uh, I think that I didn't check it as he was doing it, but what do you, what do you have, something different? All right, sounds like Paul's uh, double-checking the points in our own uh, Fred Bensavanga. And the okay, final contest to be run will be the Buckets Contest. State record is 1968, held by Central Islip. First team on the line will be number one, the Highlanders from Roslyn. 1968, the state record. We all know uh, CI Hobos challenged that last week. Had a little equipment problem. But uh, I'm sure they'll be looking to put that shot up again today and uh, try and grab this tournament right at the end, fellas. All right, here comes Roslyn. They've been given the track. Now, we have a seven-team battle, it looks like, for the top five overall. A good three-team battle for that first spot. 21-20-19. We'll fill you in as it goes. Roslyn Highlanders. Tough day for the Highlanders. Guys are working hard. See if it comes to fruition here in buckets. Up on the ladder. First man, second man, third man. Picker. Bucket pick, making That's his a way. Nice set, Dumped a little water out Ooh, on that first bucket. I lost the first one. Taking the time, passing them up. First we one said didn't, this. Didn't go into 11:47, Paul. We said, Jack, the slower you go passing these buckets, boy, the harder it is. Hold it up. Time for the Highlanders, 27.84, Impossible to see the light for us, guys, so I can give you the first dump, but that's about it. Next to the line, the number five, the Turtles from Westbury. All right, Westbury coming up. Westbury has three and a half points on that good C-Ho shot today. It's a little surprising, guys, right? I thought the uh, Turtles would have had a little better showing today. It's uh, It's been an up-and-down year for the Turtles. I guess he's, guess he's dumping, so I... Yeah, that's not the, the guy you usually situation. see, right, right, right. <laughs> Although he's doing a good job, but... You see them facing you. He's not the guy usually you see when they're going to put up their shot. Who's more surprised, us or him? <laughs> you got that right. Probably him. Typical racing guy, though, whatever you need. He's a hell of an athlete, exactly. He'll whatever do what you, you need. need. And he'll smile and talk about it after and have a couple sodas. <laughs> Comes the Turtles. 
to the ladder. He's yeah. up. He's on. He's determined. Okay, not a bad set. Matt Rodden breaks that first pail. Here it comes. First one going up, and it's down. Number, Lenny? 1082, as Kenny praises the Lord when he got here. This pass, this pass, they're, they're, they're really struggling to connect with each other on the ladder. They're just not in sync. And a lot of the buckets are flying, free-flying from one guy's hand to the next. And that can work if you're doing the same spot every time. But this is just off enough where now they're dropping them. Time for the thir Turtles, 30.50. Kenny's a spent unit after that 30-second run. And he's uh, he was very deliberate on each bucket, watching every bucket go in the barrel. Next to the line, your number six, the Hobos from Central Iceland. Paul and, uh, and Jack, as you guys know, usually you don't watch where your hands are going once you grab the bucket. Like In other words, you're looking for the next handle. You're not usually watching what you're doing with the bucket after that. And uh, Kenny, showing he doesn't uh, run up here a lot, was watching every bucket go in the barrel. Now, last week, the Hobos. Okay, the 50-50 raffle, the winning number. <laughs> 425 to the winner. Take it. Red ticket. Oh, I win. Seven, two, nine, four, ah, four, five, seven, two, nine, four, four, five, 425 to the winner. Side of the arch at the bottom here. All right, so I was just saying about the CI Hobos. Last week, they basically told us, yeah, we're going for the record. And, man, did they put up a hell of a shot. Today, on an arch that would be conducive to a record, <laughs> a conducive to a record, it's uh, – I don't think they want – they want to win this drill right now. That is above all everything else. They had the drill in hand last week before they went for it. Now, if they happen to set it, I'm not going to turn it so down. So what are you saying? Less pressure last week going for the record because they had the drill one. Absolutely. Right now, they Absolutely. need the five. But I don't think they I have think any pressure. They've already come back from their worst, the darkest part of their day. They need the five. They want the win. Here they Here come. They come. Big strides, Jay. Jay Newhoff, tape all over ladder. his shoes trying to get come. up there. First pale making its way. Not the fullest, but it's up and down. And the pace is phenomenal. 8.48. Little spillage right here. That was the pace they That was what they had last week. These buckets look a little empty, don't they, Jack? They do. They do. Wow. Did you hear Jay coaching his team there, guys? Slow it down. He didn't say hold it up. He didn't say hold it up and threw him off. One. Nine. Point seven, three, nineteen seventy three. Man, I, I mean, that is five hundredths to the record right there. Let me just say, you got to be a little bit more excited when you're going to announce a nineteen seventy three in buckets. That is one of the greatest runs ever in the history of racing. And, 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 that's, and the that's, jumper says, slow it down. That's back. The up. whole thing, and he didn't say hold it up, so it was all thrown off. Jay's looking for another bucket. Meanwhile, the lights out. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> 1973 right there. So backing up a 1949 with a 1973. Well, good news for the hobos. They're not checking the volume of the buckets right now, so they're going to accept that time and look real good. So basically, all the stats we gave you last week, they pertain to today. Twan's up here with us, folks, and Twan, the master of the statistics. He, he you better start, more you better start remembering him. I don't have him written down this week. Right, Paul? He gave us more information last week. 14th, 19th, 37 hike. 19th ever, so. Star. What's the most in one season, Tony? I'm guessing Hornets, but who knows? Star, uh, Tuan, and Jay Newhoff. 
three dumpers with two 19s. Here comes Merrick. We'll get back to more of that in a second. 1973 is unbelievable, and it wasn't too exciting. <laughs> they they should have been going bananas. Here goes Merrick. First bucket in, 10 yeah. Nice little run set. going on right here. They can keep this pass going. Keep Stumper it steady. Is deliberate, right, Jack? He's putting it in. Keep He's it steady. It keep the pass steady. Control the spillage as it's coming up the ladder. They're spilling a little bit. Don't drop one at this point. Stumper is draining every bucket. There it goes. That was a little sloppy, but hell of a job. Where is it? Time for the Buckeyes. 28.36. So 28.36 for Merrick, but let's just get back to CI's run. 1973, probably a top five run, I believe, in the history of the bucket All contest. Time, you're right. But Next then let's just narrow 10. it down to this drill. If they can come out of this drill with a victory on the back of a 1973, their confidence is now maybe skyrocketed higher than it normally would be. All right. What's West Hempstead doing? I see a couple of them sitting on the guardrail. Are they a little nervous? You ever see when people text each other and they put in the WTF? A lot of that going on. <laughs> a lot of that going on. I said it before. You guys didn't maybe take me serious. The pressure switches at some point. North Belmore Rinky Dinks. They have a shot at top five right here. They are currently tied for fifth. So see if they can solidify that in attacking the ladder. Good climb right here. Decent set. First bucket making its way. 9.84. Team color buckets. I like that. Decent pass right here. Not spilling that mullet. Right there, there was some. That bucket line's a little behind right there. Dumper is clean, though. Oh, up. an 11. An 11. So that's going to help him. Slow down second half, right, Len? Yeah, that, bucket, that bucket line was a little behind. Time for the rinky-dinks. 23.31. That's all right. 23.31 could get them down the track. Believe it or not, that does not. 14, the Roadrunners from Port Washington. That does not set the track record of 1956, previously set by the CIO yeah, the Lobos last in, the 50s, in 1993. Can I get in over here, gentlemen? 30 seconds. How am I doing? Give you us know, everything I'm on you local got. committee. All right, Lawn's listen. in the house. <laughs> So the centralized hobos have just become uh, the team in racing history with the most 19s. That's their fifth in team history. So they passed the Yellow Hornets, who had four. You're not counting last week, though. No, right? not counting oh, last okay. week. Just that was not it. an official time. Uh, Jay Newhoff, Star, and I have dumped three. So that's the most there. The 1973 is tied for eighth as the fastest time in the history of the sport. It's the 14th 19 in the history of the sport. How'd I do? 30 seconds? That time was up? good. Time okay. up. Poor Washington's about to go. Going to go back to the local committee. Poor Washington Whoever currently in fourth place with ten points. <laughs> North Belmore just ran a 23-31. Port would like to beat that to stay in front of them overall for the day. Okay, bye. <laughs> Twan, we always appreciate your uh, your stats and your information. You're always right on. Smooth run uh, Port Washington needs right here. Okay, nice climb, first pail. No spillage, I like that. 991 for the Roadrunners. Keep this steady pace, they're going to be happy about it. Nice and smooth, nice and smooth. Nice job not spilling any water, eh, Jack? Not, not spilling water, the buckets are full. They can Losing fill a little bit out of the back of the barrel. Oh, that's, they're going to be happy yeah. with that run, sure. Losing a little bit out of the back Time of the barrel. Roadrunners, two, Could have been a little cleaner. Point, one, zero, 22. 22-10 is a really happy. good number. 
22-10 is going to help out the uh, Port Washington Roadrunners a ton. What that doesn't do is help West Hempstead. It gives them less room for a margin of error here. So all they need is a third to at least tie. They were two points up on the on the hobo. So Port Washington, a 22-10. They're in the mix with some points at the state drill. I mean, that's a that's a half-filled bucket that I might have seen at the line, end from a 21. 15, the Rebels. It's like Salerno's going Lemon for oxygen man. right there. No doubt about that. You know, you could see it as he gets up to the ladder. He's not the, you know, the springest chicken in the group, but... When he gets there, he passes a superb bucket, doesn't spill anything, and he gives them to Kyle in a position where Kyle easily can turn him over into the barrel. Like you said, 22, low 22, 21 is going to score. This event hasn't been that strong, with the exception of you know Central Ice and maybe West Hempstead turning some big numbers. Uh, if you're you're in that 21 range, you're you definitely got a good shot. Yep. Uh, Levittown on the line. They look limited in manpower, guys. And girl power. They're down two, two bucket men. 23-31 is currently your third place. Now they set themselves in a ladder. This first bucket's going to make its way up. Not sure they're all on the uh, right steps. This is the first dump. Dumper's not, uh, not really putting the buckets in the barrel. He's rushing it a little bit, Jack. He's yeah. got to let that bucket drain a little bit more before he tosses it. And he's tossing every bucket. The fact that they can keep this pace going with one man short on the bucket line is impressive in itself. It is. It's been steady, Paul. You're right. Oh, there's our first little gap. Hold it up. A for effort for the Levittown Rebels. A couple of people short. If you're one short in buckets, yeah. right, Jack? It's tough, but they were like two the Rebels. Shorts, four, so. one. Yeah. Four, two. 41. 42. All right, New Hyde Park Termites. Now, let's just give you what they need here. If they can beat the 22-10, they would put themselves in a tie with CI currently. So they're one up on the Hobos. If they run under a 22-10, it puts them into a tie without West Hempstead, who's next on the line going yet. All right, let's, let, let, based on that, let's ask Fred. Fred, give us a thumbs up or not. Can they run a 22-10 in buckets? Have they done it in practice? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Have they done it? Fred yeah, I, says yes. I'm just going on what I saw last week when they actually got two shots at it. Um, I think the first bucket's decent. I think they had a lot of spillage. And I think they were filling in 12 last week. If they can fill in 11, then they'll be in the mix. So the termites looking for a clean run here for a shot at the win. This is exciting. Nick Sandberg tacking the ladder. The guys are on. Bottom man. First bucket's picked, and it's oh, on its I way. I think one of the first or second bucket men stumbled getting to the ladder. It's not hurting him right now, though, Len. Oh, 98. Oh, that bucket line. It's a little the behind. same pace as Port Washington. I don't know if the pass is the same or if the spillage. Hold up. Ooh. They had a little break in a bucket line at one point there. First or second man took Time a tumble or stumble. 23.10, 23 so Second off where they need to be. 23.10 uh, is going to put them in third. And Therefore, number 18, the Westerners from West Hempstead. They cannot beat the CI Hobos. So New Hyde Park will not win the drill, but it is still up in the air whether they come in second or they come in third. Now West Hempstead is going to take their spot. 
This is basically the drill for the top spot. Then behind them, this we're going to have teams run for top five, so don't go away. West Hempstead needs to beat a 22-10 to be the sole winner. And they can. And they need to beat a 23-10 to have a tie so far. So those are the numbers. They beat a 22-10. They win the drill. They beat a 23-10. We're going to still wait and see if these other teams come up and run. That's I don't know if those teams drama. back there can beat a 22-10. Good drama right now leading Hempstead up to the West Hempstead Westerners. Bucket shot. Jack, you look nervous, brother. I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> Everybody in Westernville is nervous. And the hobos are just standing on the side, so you can't miss them, by the way. Westerners approach. On, on, on. First bucket's picked. Now you just got to run your run. Now you got to run your run. Tough parts out of the way. 9 2 2. Nice little spillage right here at the bottom. This Great is going to give him a lot of confidence. Buckets. He's oh really pulling them nice out of the hands of Darty. Man, they they loving it. Great shot. I just would look at the relief on the faces right now before the time's even given. Twenty. It's a two-zero. Time for the Westerners. Two. Zero. Point nine. One. Twenty ninety-one is gonna win them the drill, and what a drill it turned out to be. The relief. A couple of teams to go. I happen to agree with you, Paul, but the relief. Oh, they didn't is take the easy road. No, they didn't. We didn't give it away. <laughs> they didn't back in either. But the statement that makes to not just the Westerners, who may be considered the second best team in the state right now, um, to the other teams out there, as we said earlier in the day, we got a chance. 2091 yep. is. Look over the backside of the it's arch, guys. The first team there congratulating them, the CI Hobos. 2091, when you're in a position of that kind of stress, is a hell of a shot to win the drill at any time. So congrats Hobos, to them. Hobos giving them a lot of respect in the back end here. And uh, they knew they were pushed all day. The Hobos gave them a fight to the end, but uh, the Western Minnesota looks like they're going to hang on. All right, here come the Hicks. Oh, is this uh, Rockville Center? Rockville Center Woodlanders. See if they have some saying who's going to come in the top five. On the ladder and gone. Second, third. Bucket's about picked. There it is. Lenny will get you a number. Maybe. 10.50. All right. Let's get a pace going. That first guy's got to get that bucket moving quicker. The, the, the bottom man, he sets the pace. And his pace he's setting right now is slow. And I, I think his his uh, his lift is way too far under the uh, ladder right there. Boy, he yeah, he's he coming. I see. He's up his legs to, to pump those buckets. But the dumper did a hell of a job. He was deliberate. He hung in there. A couple of buckets and eyelash deep, but all in all, a uh, good job by a very young dumper. I'm giving him some uh, pointers right here. But Hicksville, good. Hicksville comes to the line, half point out of the top five. They currently have to beat North Belmore's 23-31, which is fourth place. If Hicksville can beat a 23-31, that's going to put them down the track above North Belmore, depending on the Hornets who are going to follow them. So top five isn't over yet. I think Hicksville's been running some decent buckets yeah. uh, the last couple weeks. It would make it interesting if they are.
So, guys, what was starting to look like a runaway uh, earlier in the day turned into a really tight drill. Hey, it's two weeks in a row. Uh, early on, it, it looked like it was going to be a runaway. Ended up tightening it up and, and making for a good good day of buckets. Yeah, and this drill's going to end at 5 o'clock. That's a five-hour drill. Can't beat that. Hicksville making their way on. Bottom man's on. Picks on its way. I missed the numbers on the first dump, but it was pretty good. Nice pace going on right here. Real nice pace. Full buckets. Putting them in. Oh, Ah. It's going to hurt him a little bit. 23-31 is the number for them right now. Hold it up. This look, it's so good early on. Time for the Hicks. 22.46. That's 22.46 is good enough right now. We're going to see what the Hornets do to put them down the track. Now the Hornets. Next to the line, number 21. The Yellow Hornets from Hempstead. If the Hornets don't beat a 22-46, that is going to put Hicksville in fifth place for the drill, knocking out North Belmar, who they just knocked out, and the Hempstead Yellow Hornets. So there's only one number to look at right now, 22-46, to get your truck down on that track. It's great when all the positions basically in the line are up for grabs in the last contest. Yellow Hornets take the line, as we've said, on their home track. Come on in this drill a little bit late, but they've come on strong. All right, making the way, tacking the ladder. One, two, three. Bucket picked on its way to the top. First one is down. Little spillage, little spillage in the middle right here. A little sloppy. They got to really straighten it out and get it up there in 11. I don't know if it's going to happen right now. Pass is a little sloppy. That Hold comes up. up. I don't know if that's a 22-46. going to be in the vicinity. Time for the Yellow Hornets. It's a 23. 24.78. 24.78. All right. <coughs> Next to the line, number 22, the Minutemen from Manhasset, Lakeville. thought that looked a little better than that, but... Me too. Better than a 24. I think yeah. what, they, they had to fill it at the end of... Yeah, 13, they did a lot of spilling on the ladder right there. One team to go in this drill, the Manhasset, Lakeville, Minutemen. They have two points out of the mix, but maybe can have some say. You guys know, when I spoke to Matt Spinelli earlier, the reason he came back was to help keep that team on the track. So the fact that they're on the track and they're, they're making progress, and, yeah, Buckets is a tough race uh, to, to, to do it in 11 especially, but 12 even is tough. So a little bit sloppy there. they got to get a little more practice, but uh, Hornets looking okay. 23-10, the number from Manhasset to try to top. Dwight Park currently has that sitting in fifth place in this contest. Heck of a finish to this drill. Manhasset makes their way. There's Mike Ward. He's going to follow him up. He's going to be the picker the old right school here. school lock. Yep. He's doing it. He's not spilling any water. Good passing right there. And it's 
spinning it up a little bit, and now the water's starting to flow out of the buckets a little bit. Dumper had one or two that he really didn't get upside down, but other than that, pretty Hold good. Hold it up. Don't know if it's going to be the 23-10 for fifth. Time for the Minutemen, 26.21, 26-21. They're happy with that, so, man, we had Heard some, some finish. some excitement right there. <laughs> we had some finish, and Mount Central Islip, Mount Hobo, looks like it's going to go down in this drill. West Hempstead, after two contests not hitting the board, is going to salvage the day with a strong 20-91, four points. And they're going to eke out a one-point victory over the CI Hobos. Well, Who, by the way, ran a 1973 in buckets again, even though there was not much excitement before. That old thing? I, I think as we're talking about the confidence, I think right now both of those teams should be, should yeah. be high on confidence going into next week. No reason not to be. CI needed to come back, and West Hempstead needed the bucket run get their focus going in the right direction. We go down to uh, third place overall. It's going to be the New Eyed Park Termites. They're going to end up with 21 points, and boy, they got to have confidence going into next week. Absolutely. You know, 21 points and some real solid runs today. You know, guys, it's rare that you could say three teams had a good finish, but that's what we had here. You're talking CI was, was happy to get back in the mix late in the game and, and put up a 19, which is always a great thing. You know the Westerners are happy. They pulled out the drill and ran their 20. And New High Park with a real good finish today as well. So you had three teams that finished the drill well. And there's your top three. And number four, Paul Washington. Paul Washington scores 13 points. They scored seven out of eight races. Results for buckets. First place, five points, Central Islip. Second place, four points, West Hempstead. Third place, three points, Port Washington. Fourth place, two points, Hicksville. And Fifth place, one point, New Hyde Park. How about the Hicksville Hicks eking out a top five here in buckets? I was going to say, they finished strong, too. Nine and a half points overall for the day gets them down the track. Talked about at the beginning of the day who was going to join CI West Hempstead, and it was a CI West Hempstead contest today. Turns out New Hyde Park was right there all day. And then just like we said, Port Washington, Hicksville, Hempstead, actually a little bit of a surprise, heavy motorized hose runs. Uh, Hempstead, Hempstead can and throw some monkey wrenches in. Those are the teams, you know, next week, those those in-betweeners and, uh, you know, run those shots that, that throw points one way or the other. It uh, should make for an interesting day. Beer. So we see. Uh, Eddie. Uh, <laughs> total results for the day. In fifth place with nine and one-half points, the Hicksville Hicks. In fourth place with 13 points, the Port Washington Roadrunners. In third place with 21 points, the New High Park Termites. In second place with 24 points, the Central Islip Hobos. And in first place with 25 points, and the winners of the 2015 Hempstead Invitational Drill, the West Hempstead Westerners. As we said, there was a handful of teams that had a real good finish today, and they're all they're all proud of themselves. I'm sure. The last time the West Hempstead Westerners won the Hempstead Invitational, 1955. 55. That's oh, this is their second victory ever at the Hempstead Invite. Last time they win it, seems like yesterday. 1955. We're talking Bunny Gombert days. 
So congrats. Well, friends to, of his were Valentine. Congra uh, congrats to the West Hempstead Westerners who pulled it out, and congrats to the CI Hobos and the rest of the top five. Enjoyable, quick day here at the Weir Street Brian D. Fahey Fire Training Track. Five-hour drill, Paul. Loving it. Just in time for happy hour. <laughs> you got that right. Good point. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining in. I want to thank Lenny Gombert, Jack Cloudman, Fred Benzavanga, our producer, Dan Laverty, and anybody else who participated today. Thank you all out there for listening. One week to go. Don't forget your Wildcat Survivor Racing pools. Yeah, Paul, if I could just really quick, uh, Wildcat Survivor Racing, find anybody from the Wildcats or go see the Redskins camp. Uh, Good cause. This Friday or Saturday, right. We're uh, donating 50% of the, of the proceeds to the winner, 50% to Team 17 Jason. Jason, again, the son of Phil Falco, past chief and CI Hobo member, uh, struggling Man. with cancer right now. So we're trying to help out that family. We're not keeping any of the money. So find uh, anybody from the Wildcats drill team or Redskins drill team, and you can get in that pool. And a lot of guys have a lot of fun with it, and uh, hopefully you support it. Oh, ah, happy on. hour on top of the arch. <laughs> uh, yeah, wait, so is there any, do we miss anybody? No, I just want to tell everybody, listen, tune in next week. It's going to be state drill weekend. The tournament starts at 9. We're going to get on the air a little bit before, give a little preview maybe, 8.45, 8.40 maybe. So look for us before the drill next week. Don't wait until the last minute if you're not going to be able to attend or if you're in the park. I think we're going to have a, uh, a guest from down south, right? Somebody coming up from Florida, maybe uh, put in his two cents on a few races. Absolutely. It'll be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Hopefully it's a drill like we've had this week. It'll be real competitive. Get everybody excited. I know everybody's looking forward to the parade, but, hey, we got a tournament to run first. That's it. Pat Jaffair is going to join us next week. Looking forward to seeing you, Pat. And uh, looking forward to talking to all of our race fans next week. And Live from the top of the yard. And we leave you with the theme of the day from Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying I got a chance. <laughs> That's what the Westerners are thinking and many other teams as well. Twan loving it. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the rest of your night. Be safe getting home.